Painkiller already, four ninety five with our guest Harley Kyle. Couple of sponsors tonight. We've got Postmates, Blue Chew, uh, a new one tonight, Honey, and uh, Smart Mouth returning uh, as they always do every couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. we'll get to them later on in the show, of course. But yeah, I got our big old friend Harley on tonight. We appreciate yeah. you coming on. What's up? Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. Oh, anytime. You know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got to say, I liked Blue Harley better. Well, yeah, it's every time. I don't know what it is. Every time I turn on my cameras or reset my computer, everything's blue. But uh, oh, is that not backlighting? What? That was backlighting, wasn't it? Like you have a bunch of blue, like multicolored backlights behind. No, you. I my camera literally just goes completely like cold. It just goes blue. I don't, I don't believe that. Oh, there's no what? really. Wait, what? Am, am I? Am, are we? Am I confusing something with you guys right now? Are we having a confusing moment? I. This is what happened. Hold on. <laughs> Let's sort this out. See, I the, thought teacher Harley's what? coming out right there. Are we what? guys? Are we experiencing a confusing <laughs> moment? Is that what we're doing? Oh, Let's gather no. back. <laughs> um, I thought this is what it looked like um, when I came in. This right now? Nope. That, yeah, that yes, that's that. it. This is just for some reason the white balance goes all the way left when I reset my computer. That's why. Uh, yeah. Nope, not cool lighting. Just a big old fuck up by me. For what it's worth, <laughs> yep. I could see it was white balance all along. <laughs> you could probably go too yellow as well. Have a similar. Effect. Yeah, I don't know why it does that, but go uh, for that jaundiced look, dude. Mm. Yes, in the winter time, I slide. I slide things a little yellow in general. You guys can't see it because I have two cameras, one for you and one for the show. But these doors behind me are white, and they look slightly tannish on the show. You know why? Yeah, that's like bone. Because I look slightly tannish right now. I am better looking in this camera than I am in real life because I tan oh, myself I've, a touch. I've, I've messed with exposures and stuff to the point that it looks like I have a radiant filter on now. My skin. <laughs> there are so many things on my skin you guys aren't even seeing right now. Uh, yeah, I figured it out, really. Yeah. If I go too far, I get red and blotchy, which gets, turns it and I get not as good looking. I actually, was, this was terrifying. One time I, I messed with the contrast and like saturation. I was just like stone messing around with the camera settings and like looking at myself. And this <laughs> like saturation setting, like it brought out like my skin. It looked like I saw where like pimples were going to come out. Oh, like I saw like that. Yeah. Like, it was like a, an infrared Infamer- like, pimple detector. It was fucked. Like it was all over my face. And I was like, I see them. They're coming. Like it's white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've I've done that same thing. The blotchy and the, you know, any hint of and a skin. There, you're like, I'm so ugly. <laughs> oh, my God. I tone it back. Yeah. yeah it's, if you spend enough time on camera. You know your angle. You know your best angle. I know exactly what I look like. I, unfortunately, my aging process is so well documented. <laughs> like, yeah, what I look that, like in the last 11 years. That could be valuable, though. Maybe there's a scientific study you could be part of. Or if you ever go on, like, HGH, some sort of anti-aging drug, like, you can, you could, like, show... You could use those befores as afters and just make so much money on your own anti-aging program. You know what's value I have found? Like, um... I guess I was worried I was losing my hair. So, like, I, 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 is any guy not, like, low-key worried, like, that his hairline's moving? I feel like Kyle's not that worried, to be honest with you. I'll be okay. Yeah. yeah I, it looks all I'm right. pretty good, too. I'm 47, right? Uh, 
but you know so i was like oh, i'm a little worried because i'm the first one of us three to go bald I'm gonna be <laughs> if oh it'll see... be me i like literally like uh, okay yeah, yeah, when, sorry. when my yeah. hair is short i just cut it yesterday you can kind of see the skull sure. like where the hair is like through it and I'm like, is that normal? So I start like going through the archives, you know, like what did I look like <laughs> six years ago, eight years? It's pretty it stable. Reminds, it almost reminds me of The Office. Like remember like Steve Carell, like season one. And then you see like season three, you're like, whoa, his hair got thick. Mm-hmm. They yeah. moves there. The, uh, so there's been so much speculation about what's going on with Steve Carell's hair. And I, I saw this one article that apparently he wrote where they're like, <laughs> oh, look. They the hair and makeup was so good to make his hair look thin in the first season, as if they made his hair look. No. Like, like, Are you serious? Talk to us someone, like that. Someone oh, honestly fucking. tried to play it like there's some. Yes. Yeah. They, they turned yes. Michael Scott's hair into a conspiracy. When in <laughs> fact, what <laughs> clearly that happened they, that they did that? It was either a hair surgery, um, which is my bet, or it was aggressive minoxidil finasteride uh, treatments. It, it was one of the two. Season one, he's like, he actually looks like a doughy, kind of ugly, fading middle manager at a dead end job for a paper corporation. See, season nine or whatever it was, was last season, nine, ten. Like, uh, nine last one he was later. in was uh, like eight, I think. Oh, uh, well, almost a decade later, he looks actively younger, fitter, and healthier than he did. Yeah, he turned well, into a movie got, star in real life. He turned, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. You see him get very, get, get a really healthy looking tan get get quite a bit thinner and then when whenever you see him eating on the show he's eating like a a really healthy salad with very his own brand of great scott dressing on it of course <laughs> which is just a mixture of ranch and french in case anyone's curious and uh yeah he uh he he improved his look dramatically but the not just his look but his personality shifts from season 1 to season 2 and going forward he's a real scumbag in season 1 there's a whole youtube video called this wasn't working and it's a picture of Michael Scott from season one. And it shows like a montage of him being too shitty, like way too. Sh- he's supposed to be shitty and goofy and and and, and, and like sort of the one who drives we, the issues we, in the we, office. We have the exact same recommendeds, you and I. I know. Yeah, I've seen this too. Just from the yeah. things that gets referenced, I'm like, yeah, we have the same recommended page. I get around. Yeah, it is. It is pretty <laughs> fascinating because <laughs> I, I never thought about that watching it. I was just like, yeah, season one's pretty funny. Never really thought about. You go back, you're like, "Whoa!" I did see a video where they said Pam was the worst, and they just broke down Pam in a particular fashion. I saw that one too. That's yeah. true. I haven't seen that, but Pam is terminally unfunny. She doesn't I'm have a, a single joke thing. That makes um, me gay. I'm a Karen Filippelli kind of man. All right, Pam should have been gone with that loser boyfriend of it. Uh, of Roy. notice that as soon as Pam left Roy, Roy's life skyrocketed. He's a business owner playing the goddamn piano, married a girl who's much better looking than better looking than young Pam. And Pam falls off the fucking rails around season when, around season three. She gets much less attractive. Something happens. Like, like what do you what do you always say about women, Woody? <laughs> Jesus, you put it on me. Is it? Uh, they rot at What's 25. That? They start rotting. They rot at 25 is what Woody says. <laughs> and I'm being and kind because it's 21. Again, that's misogynist, <laughs> ignorant, and wrong. But he says it. So what can you do? He says and, it constantly. And you're definitely not attributing he things. He sends like, me text like messages. Right. Middle of the night. They rot. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And I'm just like, fuck. He supports all kinds of slurs. Did, it, did he mean to send this to me? He's like, I'm sorry, that. I didn't Jack. It'll just be 2 a.m., a photo of Woody's TV paused on the E-channel. and be like, get a load of this Hollywood whore. <laughs> Middle of the night. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. 
So I um, it, we were talking about language that you can say and cannot say, and uh, he, he literally sent me a message. They rot. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, were, we were talking about uh, streaming on Facebook versus Twitch and other platforms, and how there are certain but words that, especially like this week, you can't say. But even this year, there have been words that now we can't say. And in the last five, we lose more and more words, and maybe for the best. I was watching Avengers today. I was re I'm rewatching the whole Marvel uh, thing in the correct order, and it, it's I hadn't seen Thor since it came like out. Like the so. chronological order, not the release order. Correct. So like the Marvel first. I just did type this. stuff. No, well, Captain America first. What's first? Captain America's first. Yeah, yeah then Captain Marvel. So um, there's a part where Loki is locked in that that cage they've got him in, and uh, Black Widow's trying to interrogate him. And he calls her a mewling quim. And I had never caught that before. And I know what a mewling quim means, but I was just like, maybe it means something else. No, of course yeah, I do, but maybe for people in the audience. It means a yeah. whiny cunt. A quim means a cunt? Quim, quim means cunt, vagina, pussy. Yeah. A mewling means whiny. Yeah, uh, I know mewling, but quim? Oh, I knew mewling, but I knew quim. mewling. I've never yeah. heard these terms. I how, did you, that... how did you come across these before this? How did you ever come across these words in a sentence? You mewling um, quim. <laughs> yeah, you have to have like debates with the gods. I think quim this. came from like some sort of uh like like uh British novel I read. Like 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 it's it's an old timey word. Little quimmen. <laughs> or, or maybe it might even be in uh it might have been in Game of Thrones as well. They may have dropped a quim here and there. Shit, as well. I missed a quim in Game of Thrones. So so add that to your repertoire, boys. Quim. 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 You know, we're going to see if that flies on Twitch. Let's oh, see. it'll fly. Oh, well, you can say Quim. Q-U-I-M, apparently. Yeah. yeah. You know, phonetic. Yeah. He, like, like Loki's really tearing her down. He's like, you mewling Quim. And I was like, whoa! Did he say that? Quim. Fucking... Imagine how fun, much funnier it would be if he's like, I I've never seen that movie, but I imagine he's like tied up with magic bracelets or something so he can't break out. <laughs> Close and enough. Mewling Quim, he's like, you Fucking cunt! Just <laughs> over the top. Just, I bet there's probably oh, a cut where this he is did a PG thirteen movie. Yes, you should get it. You should give one of those a chance. Like, like get, like, like just try Captain want, America: uh, The First Avenger uh, on for uh, size. What was the the one before the End Game? It was um, the Infinity War. Infinity Wars. Infinity War. I I saw that one. So don't act like I don't know what I'm talking about. I saw Iron Man one in two thousand eight. Uh, then I saw Deadpool, and I think I saw an X Man in there. I think that's the same universe, and uh, yeah, and Infinity War. So I've got a pretty firm grasp. You're on such the a piece of shit. <laughs> I feel like you know, Infinity Wars. Like it's a really fun and exciting movie, but if you have the build up leading up to it, it's really excellent. Thank you. It would be like you watching really, Battle you put of on the a porno. Oh, okay. Wait. It would be like watching Battle of the Bastards while not knowing what was at stake or who all these people were. Mm -hmm. Like, not not hating Ramsey sufficiently. Yeah, not I, loving I gonna, Jon Snow enough. I was going to say it's like just putting on a porno and they're like mid-bust. I'm okay with that. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I watch compilations. I got things to do. Woody watches the entire Marvel series in half an hour. Just action, action, action. action. <laughs> no, no dialogue at all. Yes, so that's like, the compilation I was MCU talking about. Bus 
<laughs> no, I, I, I remember I watched Infinity War and I said, like, I didn't fully understand what was going on at all, but mm-hmm. I thought it was entertaining. It kept my attention uh, for the most part. So I'll, I, I'll watch. Oh, Guardians. I watch Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I really like Guardians of the Galaxy. That's, that's great. Good. So that that's great. But that's in a different vein and a different flavor from the, the standard Marvel Universe, which evolved over time. But I, I strongly suggest you either try out Captain America, the first Avenger, which is like the first one. And if you like it, you're you're already on good footing to like keep stepping up. I like I like Thor Ragnarok a lot. Yes. Thor Ragnarok is excellent, but I, I like the first Thor. I like the first Thor. I, like, like when he lands and he's just such a fish out of water. And uh, and Natalie Portman does such a good job of of being a, a, so giggly and like attracted to him, and, uh, as you would be, because he's just a god. He's he's a literal demigod who lands, and he's just super ripped and gorgeous, and he's just smiling all the time and making all these funny little old timey statements. And she's just like, <laughs> it's 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 super cute. It's it's cool. I like it. I'll have to revisit that because I got <laughs> when I did when I did the MCU just a couple days ago. I literally skipped. Uh, Thor one and two. Watched everything else, but fuck I Thor, Thor two. One. Fuck Thor two. Fuck Iron Man three. I think fuck Thor two so hard that I fucked Thor one in the process. Iron Man three is the worst of them all. Here. There's a Thor one, a Thor two, and a Thor Ragnarok, which is correct. Thor, Just, Thor Everybody good. gets three movies, and every one of them makes a billion dollars. These things, not literally everybody. What he's like? Oh, <laughs> I have documents. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody. Who's but, the new Captain America? The black guy. The the black guy is the new Captain. He's called America. he's called Black right. Panther. No, the no, Hulk. I can't think of his name. He's the the bird dude. The actor or the his, the character. his character name. Uh, he's Falcon. the Hawkman or whatever. Hawk uh, Falcon. Falcon. Thank you. Bird Falcon. dude was Captain pretty America, good. Why <laughs> Captain America retire? Why did he retire? Yeah, and you oh. know what also sucks is that guy who's coming in. How come he has to be the same superhero? How come he can't be his own superhero? Because it is a mantle which must be upheld for all time. It's a symbol. And I think it's like Batman. No, he would never want to do that because then everybody in the Avengers or whatever is going to be like, you know, he's all right, but remember remember the first Captain America. Captain African America, what are we going to do? (laughs) Harley, back me up. I told you not to say that anymore. In the the comic books, there's a black Captain America, right? They they sort of go back and forth maybe? In the the comic books, um, if my memory serves me correctly, uh, that uh, the, the guy who plays Falcon or the Falcon in the comics and Bucky... The guy with the metal arm in the Winter comics, Soldier. they each have comics where they've taken up the mantle. So for people who read the comics, when you were getting to that part of the movie, you were like, oh, I wonder which guy is going to be the Captain America. That's why Bucky's like, it looks good on you when he yeah. you know, has the shield. Yeah, I think Bucky became Captain America I appreciate in the storyline. I think Bucky yeah. became Captain America maybe in the storyline where Captain America was revealed to be part of Hydra and then mm. went super rogue. Yeah. And I like speaking of like different mantles and you know uh, stuff like that. Like I like the there's uh, uh, I don't I never read a comic or anything, but there's I, I collect the figures. But I saw a figure. It's uh, Punisher and uh, War Machine as one. So it's like Frank Castle, the Punisher, mm-hmm. in an Iron Man suit, the War Machine one with like a billion guns, and he's got like the skull painted on the front of it. Yep. I'm like, that's just that's just good synergy right there, you know. You ever watch that YouTube channel, um, Comics Explained, that uh that guy who just breaks down we had him as a guest once, but uh he breaks down comics and he has such a passion for them that he's a pleasure to listen to. Like he's just like, and then Captain America, oh, you're not gonna believe this. All right. <laughs> he shows up wearing the green goblin costume. <laughs> these it's 
no one can believe it. Spider-Man shits himself. And I, and you're just like, this is the nerdiest thing I've ever seen. 45 minutes into the Tony Stark thought of that. And there were adult diapers built into the costume. Yeah. Yeah. Thank thank uh, God you and Woody were there for that episode (laughs) interview thing. Because all my questions, I'm like, all right, but, uh, who can punch the hardest? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question for him because he makes videos like top 10 strongest DC characters, top, top 10 strongest um, Marvel characters, and then he breaks them down into all the subcategories because there are magical characters and there are like spinoff characters and alternate universe characters, like yeah. most powerful weapons in the Marvel universe. Like he'll, he'll break them down. Like He did break down the most powerful people and like there was some like the equivalent of the Valar and the Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, but there's all the superheroes, but then there's like six spirit beings that hang out in the right. ether and they they kind of control. And the then there's the one above all. Yeah, there's a whole yeah, the one above. That's exactly what I was thinking. The one above all. I remember that card, like seeing that card yeah. as a kid. Jesus Christ. It was just like a white card with like okay. this like shape of a man with the universe inside of it yeah me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's the writer of the comic like like like, yeah. like he's a he's a he's a stand in a metaphor for it's fun that the writer of the comic put himself in as the most powerful superhero which isn't wrong but i, I like it well he's just uh, he is though you know he yeah, yeah. Like, i see no, how he did Superman's it dead and uh <laughs> batman too and then uh, in terms oh, of like str- okay. in, in terms of strength there's a natural progression where you have to keep ramping it up, right? You can invent Spider-Man and have him struggle in a 1v2 fist fight with bank robbers, right? But as this story keeps getting told, the opponents have to keep getting higher and higher ranks. So Spider-Man has to continue and continue to rank up. You know, at the beginning, uh, Superman has a hard time, like, pushing a mountain, and then you go fast forward a little bit, and I'm making this up, but you know now he's lassoing the sun and twirling it around and tossing it at people. He gets stronger. Super- Superman couldn't fly at first. In Action Comics number one, you know the early, the that. early versions, he leaps Just tall jumped. buildings. And remember the old tagline: yeah, leaps yeah. tall buildings in a single bound. There's a reason he's leaping them and not just flying from one to the other at fast enough to turn the Earth backwards in time. They just kept making him better and stronger. Yeah, you were talking about like I feel like people back then were just idiots, though. They were like, look at him leap. And people like it's flying at that point. I like (laughs) how they cast people that like I could beat in an arm wrestling contest to be superheroes. Me against Adam West. I got a good shot at that. That that fat old dude that played Superman. Like literally I could beat the shit out of that one that fell. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Because All right. Adam West. Let me. I'm gonna Google this. Like, I'll, I'll fact my, check myself. I'm gonna say he's six four. Oh, that changes things a bit. He might kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's dead. Ooh, I like. You I'm getting up. Up. All right, He's only six Burt two. Ward. My bad. I for some reason I thought he was very tall. Maybe it's you, Christopher Reeve. How tall you could arm wrestle Burt Ward? About about yeah. this high. Yeah, yeah. Chris Christopher Reeve died at about four feet tall. <laughs> 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 we were. Uh, you guys were saying. Uh, that that one guy, the the one above all, the Lord above all, whatever. Six four. Who, it's Christopher who wrote Reed. himself into the game or the the series. Yes. There's a creepier version of this. I remember I saw this a while back. This image macro. I found it again. There is a writer on the Powerpuff Girls movie or show or something that cl- that writes himself into the show and then writes a love arc with himself and Blossom, one of the girl characters, and it is so obviously the writer. Who's put himself in there? This Look guy is a next level loser. 
That is insane. I, I'm looking at it right now. It's you're absolutely right. He's written himself in so that he can have a, a who wow. is it? I bet he jerks off relationship with a cartoon child. That is he, so weird. Wait, hold on. A couple things here. There's lots of things here. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot. There's so much to unpack, and I feel like we're speeding through this. No, we don't. Need this to. guy created the Powerpuffs. He's one of or the he's just a writer on it. He's one of the writers for, I guess, the uh, like a reboot of it. And so, so not did the he grow one. up loving the Powerpuff Girls? Like I how? Have no like idea. was this his Certainly mission? Was this his mission since like 1994? Well, like how, or 95 or whenever they first, whenever that cartoon was first a cartoon, 98. Like this could have been 12 years in the making. making. And he's right. doing this. And wait, wait. Is are the Powerpuff Girls kids? They're the yeah. Powerpuff Girls, not the Powerpuff yeah. Women. I yeah, know, like, but it still, shows them like, the guy in the power applies to women too. So I don't know. The beginning of the here. show is him making the cinnamon and spice and everything nice, and then oh, that's that's too much of ingredient X. Now the children that I've created as a single man in my basement are going to be way stronger than we anticipated, which this, for them is a huge blessing. This wait, story, wait, wait. Now that, they can defend that, themselves. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that, that, is that is that Powerpuff Girl canon? That's, That's what I exist. remember from the intro sequence. Okay, so hold on a sec. So they're only like a year old. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like it's kind of like um, yeah. They it's they kind of like, like actually like it's like, nine, it's like Vision. Really and, Vision and Marvel is He's like he's out here fucking, and he's like only two been, years? he's only two years old. Yeah. So like I think when we're dealing with a thing, it's not like it's a person or it's different rule. I just want to say because. This goes two different ways. Yeah, if it's uh, if this little girl is, it's fucked up, it's weird, it's crazy or whatever. But the Powerpuff girl, uh, she looks significantly less human than him. She's not even a human in my eyes when I look at these pictures. She look look at her head; it's like her that eyes. Like, even weird. He, he, he looks, looks more like a fly that's had yeah, the wings but, plucked off. But I kind of like I kind of like respect the fact, and this only applies if we are acknowledging that the Powerpuff girl is a thing. And it's not actually a girl because look at her; she's not drawn In like the a girl. Title of the show. Then I, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look at her. That's <laughs> not a girl. Look at this her. This is eyes. pedophile talk, folks. This is how they <laughs> rationalize things. I'm just trying to say that, like, yeah, this just guy set up. Like, like hang on a minute, up. Epstein, <laughs> Morenstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Weinstein. It's all coming together. <laughs> I heard somebody say Weinstein the she other day. She doesn't even have a nose. Made me furious. She doesn't even have she a nose. I'm just, nose. I'm just saying. Like, this yeah. guy had a dream. He went out. He like, he like wrote himself into being the boyfriend of the Powerpuff Girl. The, the cringiest one is the. It's photo major at the cringe, but it's him got to respect what happened here. Mm -hmm. I certainly don't. <laughs> and <laughs> he made himself ripped, and then he's got like the child like smiling up at him, like he's the the grand poop. Is it a child? Him. I don't yes. know enough of Powerpuff Girls. It fits in his hand. That. How old are the Powerpuff Girls? God, you're making me fucking do this. First of all, That's in this photo, I, Woody, I don't know if you've shown this image, but bottom center, he has drawn. First of all, the dude is a is a he doesn't look like a powerful man. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but it, he has drawn himself as literally Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mister Olympia size and definition. With the same glasses and and the power per, the power puff girl, I don't know why that's hard for me to say, is so tiny. She's in his the palm of his hand, literally, 
and her mouth is agape, and her eye, her pupils have been replaced with hearts. And there is an answer I just found out. Blossom is four and a half. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. This is disgusting. <laughs> oh, now you're on board. Now you're 100%. on board. 100%. Why look does he look so like dramatically different? When I was four, yeah. I had a nose. And I was Harley's like, lab. you know, they should call it the Powder Puff Children then, <laughs> not the, the Powder Puff Girls. Yeah, you're, you're right. That is a hard show to say. I never watched it, but me uh, either. I, I do remember what that intro trip. scene. So yeah, I watched I watched it like Rugrats and Doug. Oh, oh, I liked yeah, Rugrats. Rugrats and Doug was, were great. Patty Peter Mayonnaise. was such a solid friend. Best Peter friend. was awesome. Patty Mayonnaise needs to put out, is all I'm saying. Doug's been hanging around in the background for like eight seasons or something, not getting any. I mean, there's better looking women in that show than Patty. Uh, it's all about Patty Mayonnaise. I'm glad I you didn't. I hate what Doug wears. <laughs> yeah, I'm not aware of any other female characters myself, so I, I had I, to I stick hate, to my I dogs. I, I hate what Doug wears in that show. You know what I mean? He's got that sweater vest on. I fucking hate looking at What him. show are we even talking about? Doug. Doug. Who's the bully from Doug? Is that who you just said? Roger. Rod. <laughs> oh, that guy's He's ooh, so stereotypical Roger. with the leather jacket and everything. <laughs> yeah, the green like sign. So, so for your help, Woody, this cartoon is from 1991 or so. So you don't you actually, probably you actually don't been, know Doug? I don't know, earning a living in the workforce. Mm. Or I graduated going, high school in 91. Or getting a so master's. I was like oh. 18. Okay, you were... So cartoons weren't your forte. No, I was chasing girls when Doug was hot. Well, I was five. You mean, you well, know I'm not really saying good? you should have been. I'm just saying like, you wouldn't expect me <laughs> to have watched Doug. Oh, no, I know. I'm just like throwing that in. There's a little tiny, tiny age difference. Yes. Did, yeah. uh, did you guys ever watch Rocco's Modern Life? Yeah, Rocco's loved it. Modern. That was yeah, a great Ren and Stimpy. That was, that was the first show. Like I liked those shows and I laughed at them, but Rocco's Modern Life had this one episode where Rocco made his own video in it yes and it was the funniest thing i remember being <laughs> in my room like laughing so loud like to myself and i had ne that never that hadn't happened yet that wasn't something that occurred like watching cartoons and like laughing like, yeah i always just mindlessly enjoyed them but you remember yeah, like the first that last me up. it wasn't a cartoon but i remember like thinking that during family matters when urkel would say the line the did I do that? Like, just six year old Taylor. That was the funniest thing. Yeah, it was, it was like this is, this is the peak. Life's downhill from here, and you know because you're six, seven, eight years old, it's just as funny every time. I watched all those black sitcoms growing up. I liked them all. I, I watched Fresh Prince and uh, Family Matters. Uh, I, I watched the Queen Latifah fucking show. Yeah, I watched Living Martin. Single. Living Single was in sick. a '90s kind of world. Living I'm glad I've great. got my girls. But you had a Put your head like, up. That's right. <laughs> I, it's funny when you said that. I thought I didn't like him, but I actually liked all of them except Martin. Martin just wasn't my cup Martin. of tea. Forever, yeah, I mean, really Come on, Martin. Martin was good. There was one where, like, I want to say Gina was like cutting her toenails or something, and it like exploded and flew across the the room, and they like follow it through the air as it spins and like hits Martin in the head. It was, you know, it was like mindless humor. I remember Martin. I, I, it's been a while, but I remember it being mostly about just like someone does something dumb and then you, his facial reaction is, I can't believe how dumb this was. And that was just a joke they retold 12 times a show every show. Um, sure. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't into it. And I just want to correct the Superman thing. He's actually tougher than I thought he was. George Reeves is the one I'm talking about. He's not modern day Hollywood buff, but he's regular person pretty buff. Yeah, he's, he's, 
I guess I just thought he was kind of lame because I'm used to steroid Thors now. This is before that. Who plays? Uh, what's his name? I'm I'm spacing out. That plays Superman now. Um, the guy from Henry Cavill, maybe Henry Cavill. Cavill yeah. Okay. I, I saw Derek on more it's plays. It's an Kyle. I get you close. You nailed it. You nailed <laughs> it. Um, you know, talk, that's one of the ones that he doesn't believe was on steroids uh, for for oh. the roles. Henry Cavill, like like he, he's just. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's just like yeah, that's. He's not even that big. I mean, he's, he's barely not that fit. big, right? He's Guy's barely got, fit. It's a fucking badass six pack and a massive pecs and delts that come out. And he's like, he's kind of fat, right? Is everybody all big? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh, I should be so fat. Yeah, I, I, I love when Derek like reviews somebody who's just like, he's trying to like, oh, is this guy on steroids or not? And he's just like, I mean, come on. Look at <laughs> it. it. It was like uh, the guy that plays Captain America, Chris, um, is it Evans? I think it's Chris Evans. Yeah. Looking at Chris Evans, and he's like, I mean, he had a nice base already. And what did he pack on? Five pounds of muscle? <sighs> ah, clearly not on anything. Look, they're just trying to make him big look big here. He's wearing a medium-sized underarmor and he barely looks fit. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, that's fucking Captain America. That's the kind of shit he says about Captain America. It blows me away. Like, he barely looks fit. I'm like, ah. Like well, and, and, that guy makes all of them look like a bitch. Yeah, yeah, he's the delt <laughs> god. He's the delt god. I, I like him. I still watch his stuff. I don't keep, I don't follow a lot of it. He uses, he's really sciencey, and I need him to dumb it down for me a touch. Yeah, yeah. I like him a lot. But uh, I watch. I, I start every video. Yeah, go check him out. Moreplatesmoredates.com uh, and yeah. his YouTube channel is Moreplates More Dates. It's it's some really entertaining shit. Oh, he has a domain too. I'll put that in yeah. the queue. Yeah, he writes little articles on there, uh, breaks things down. I wonder um, if I'd like it in written form even more. Anyway, I'm perhaps, getting off. Topic. Perhaps yeah. there's pictures there too. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I, I big words. Oh, I'm telling strong. you, like, yeah, he's yeah. he's the delt god. Um, it's just those. They're big words and they're big new words to me. And yeah, you know, he, he uses these adjectives or I guess verbs like this one's more androgenic. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's it sure is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, get to something a little more advanced. I think. We're all, we're yeah. Room. He was, uh, he was talking about Ronnie Coleman today for people who don't know. Ronnie Coleman was uh, like Mr. Olympia for, for many years running. He's probably one of the most gargantuan human beings that's ever lived. Uh, enormous black guy. Just Google Ronnie Coleman. He was on Rogan uh, either today or yesterday. Oh, and cool. uh, he was talking about, he was saying that he was natural competing in Mr. Olympia and all these uh, bodybuilding competitions up, ah. until he was, up until he was 30. And, 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 and Derek is looking at this guy's pictures, like leading up to when he's 30 and then right after. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I guess I believe it. Cause he just exploded after that. It, it, this hmm. guy just has the, the greatest genetics of all time. Apparently Ronnie Coleman uh, and look, look, Ronnie Coleman, 1998, Mr. Olympia, I want to say, is when he's at his biggest. He's getting close to 300 pounds. Yes, 5'11", 297 pounds. That is an enormous and, amount. Of and, and like 3% body fat at the most. All right? It's, it's something For real insane. three? Ronnie, Ronnie claims less than 1%. Yeah. But his well, bone... And I saw, I saw Greg Doucette talking about this. He claims that it's possible... That that he used the uh, the hydrostatic underwater weighing system to like get his body fat, and because his bones are so dense, 
as an African-American power athlete as they would be, that, yeah, it could come out to less than 1%. But factually, like we got all the visceral fat and the, the fat on his organs, there's no way. But still, yeah. it's less than five. It's less than five. That's it is. Guys, uh, you know, for like just going to pay homage here, uh, Phil Heath is a guy who's been, you know, winning over the last, you know, he's been competing over the last, I guess, like 12. I don't know how long he's been competing, but he's won many titles. And, uh, yeah, he's. I guess his nickname is the gift or he's referred to himself as the gift or <laughs> that's what people call. But if you look at him, he like looks like those Photoshop pictures. What's his name? It's like get Phil, Phil Heath. Heath. Yeah, he looks like those Photoshop pictures like on Facebook, old Facebook ads where it was like someone was like super like puffed out muscles. Oh God, look at this uh, guy. Yeah, he's just like he's Five, like nine, really, he looks like he's gonna explode. He, he <laughs> oh. really is. He has a um, his abs are interesting. He doesn't have ab definition. and the, the, More plates, more dates can explain that. I forget what it is. But do you see this guy's at like 0% body fat, but he doesn't have defined abs really? You're talking about the muscle inserts? I don't think I'm talking about muscle inserts. I think I'm talking about a... What do you HGH mean? This guy has abs though. Um, let me give you the picture that I'm, that I'm what, looking at. I see a picture of him here and his belly looks like uh, a turtle's back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's <laughs> exactly what it looks like. Yeah. I think more plates. I, I forget where I read the explanation for this. That, that there's like a. Maybe that's what a zero body fat bubble gut looks like. Or like something. the bubble gut. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. Like they have to flex it. Like you can see to... at other times in his career. Even now, he doesn't have abs that you'd think. Oh. He has like a four pack at best in some of these. It's interesting. interesting. Yeah. It, he, his, it look, his head doesn't look like it is real. Like the way it fits on his body. <laughs> yeah. It looks like it's been photoshopped onto his body. He looks like looks someone's vacuum sucked his yeah. skin. Like, you know? Taylor, you, you've, we've talked about this before about like how big that you think is ideal to be. Mm -hmm. If you could switch place, if you could have this body, would you opt for that as just yeah. a regular? You would take that. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. Think of how much laziness I can get away with before I'm back down to just enormous guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, yeah. Someone asked me if I would rather have a perfect body or a perfect head of hair. And I chose the hair because if you gave me a perfect body, I'd just fuck it up anyway. Oh, right? that's a good... No, but I would I would have a great ten months. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, bullying people every every day, <laughs> bullying people, and then just going home and eating boxes of Cheez Its, burgers, hot dogs, whatever you want. That'd be and it's it's interesting, like comparing these kind of guys, like the bodybuilding guys, their bodies to the powerlifting guys, because I I've, I've never yeah. really watched any bodybuilding stuff. I'm a lot more interested by the powerlifting videos, and it's like Eddie Hall, this giant motherfucker. He's like six four, three hundred and or four hundred pounds. Like they look heavy. Like they just look fat. You know, not not fat. It's the kind of fat where it's like if you just saw a belly shot, you'd be like, oh man, somebody enjoys their their beer. But if you pan up and like see how enormous the pecs, traps, everything, it's like, oh, that guy can probably throw a Civic ten yards. <laughs> Do you see he lost a bunch of weight, Eddie Hall, in oh, retirement? Good for him. Yeah, he's still super strong. I'm going to give you a link. Yeah, him and Brian, but, Brian Shaw. He's a real good one, too. But so, uh, 
His body actually looks oh, yeah, pretty I know this good thing. now. And so it, people watching this on the left, it looks like a Marvel, a real like a Marvel comic. Yeah. Like, on the left, life. that's him in competitive shape. That's what he looked like when he won World's Strongest Man. That guy is enormous. On the right, that's what he looks like in retirement. He even has it. It's weird how he like. I feel like you could stab him and it's okay. Look at that mm-hmm. terrible like tattoo he has. that gut and it's okay. Which Dude, one? And he's, and he's six look, foot all right, all right, he, This guy has the dumbest tattoo I've ever seen in my life. All right. Look in the picture um, where he's fit now. You know, he's okay. not, I'm ass. not about to start insulting this guy. I'm going to ins- really insult bad. him. I don't care. What's he going to do? He's going to Anything he wants. Shit. You better hope he's not gay. Fuck you're a pussy, Eddie Hall. <laughs> you gonna do? Come get me. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't scratch your own back, you big pussy. So like, he's got, <laughs> so he's got these you tattoos. Have, you just get power lifter. You just have to run in serpentine. They have trouble changing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Come see me when you can wipe your own ass. So look at these tattoos on his chest, on his pecs. Okay. Yeah. So there's some sort of uh, Japanese symbols or something, but they're mirrored. That's the part think you hate. Of, think about what it says. It's it, it, these are words. I don't know what the the word is, but let's just say it means unity. Imagine the word unity on the uh, on the left pack, and then you mirror it, which looks which is just gibberish, not even real letters on the right pack. Like you can't mirror words. It, it doesn't work that way. It's a it's a word. It's not just a a, a, a shape. That you, you mirror so that it's symmetrical. So basically, but, yeah, it even says here, it says, uh, I, I'm also not a the, fan of the has a single character tattooed on his chest. On the left pectoral, the character reads the correct way. On the right, it's mirrored. It means power, force, strength, or ability. <laughs> Why not just get it once written the right way? Because he's a, he's a sucker for symmetry. Yeah, a smart guy like him, I, I'm so surprised. He'd he make is this smart. Well, I, he I did, see where you did. went there, but yeah. <laughs> if you if you listen to him, it's not what I hear, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to him, though, like uh, I like it when athletes do that. Arian Foster did that on this show too. Before I before I heard anything from Arian Foster, I guess I thought you know one of the league's best running backs wasn't going to be one of the league's better scholars. And then you hear him, and you're like, oh damn, I I came in, I was wrong. Um, Eddie Hall, I saw, I thought the same thing. I thought that he'd be, I see you smiling. I know what I'm doing. It's all cool. Eddie, no, 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 no. We're friends know, now, Arian and I. What did I say his name? Oh, right? uh, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eddie Hall, same sort of thing. Uh, I, I said his name right. I think. Yeah, yeah, Eddie Hall. <laughs> All right, fuck it. I'm moving on. <laughs> uh, Eddie Hall, same thing. I, I guess I thought that, you know, he'd be kind of not interesting to hear from. But uh, what am I missing up? Why is everyone laughing and leaving me out here drowning? I'm, I'm not no. laughing at you. I'm just tickled by the whole thing. I'm, I'm still thinking about, you know. <laughs> all right, I'm all right. my own little private joke. I'm not laughing at you. I promise. So uh, I, I Eddie Hall joke. gave a good interview, and I he's smarter than I thought he was. So that, that's where I was headed with that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, just I can't get over the size of that unit. In that left side of the photo, it's insane. The belly, it's really insane. And he's six like three. Really, yeah. And then you that's like a lot of human. Crazy. I like. I think that the belly's important for leverage with some of the lifts they do. Like, like uh, I, I think they use that a lot for like um, some I of those atlas. Considered that yeah, the bar up or like the the boulder thing on top of the there. atlas stone in particular and the kegs. I would imagine that a big protruding oh belly God. like that 
would be yeah so i probably most people have seen stone man but this is how it works they have to pick up like a big sphere super heavy and put it on a pedestal that pedestal is about nipple high so if you if you have a washboard stomach it's all arms if you can just get it on your belly and then tip it up uh, get your whole body involved. I didn't think of it. I bet it helped. But yeah, it, it makes sense. But also, like, I feel like the sheer amount of muscle mass these guys have to put on, they have to be eating just ludicrous amounts of food. Sure. So, like, getting yeah, 10,000 calories, like 10,000 calories a day, six to eight meals a day. It's got, like, their shitting schedule has to be off the chain. It's got to be outrageous. And oh, the way they look, the way this shit looks on a toilet, ridiculous. Dude, every it is that big like stone. an iceberg. It, it crests the surface. <laughs> he has to open his ass. He has to, he has to really open it. I wonder how much steroids they do because it, it it's come to my attention lately that a lot of these super athletes, and this is from more plates, more dates too, don't take outrageous amounts of steroids. That like just getting yourself to if a teenager has a eight hundred on the high end, getting yourself to like twelve or thirteen hundred is a lot. It's it's not normal. But you don't have to do like if you just fifty percent above a normal person and you have good genetics, amazing things happen. You don't have to double and triple to get these results. Yeah, there's diminishing results with that. What are you um, talking we, about doubling and tripling? I don't understand. Uh, our t- our t- testosterone levels. Um, we have a uh, a guy in our PKA hangout. Sign up for the Patreon down below if you're a fifty dollar member. You get hangout out with us for four hours, just chilling and asking questions. It's a really good time. It honestly is. Uh, mm-hmm. We do it every month, um, but there's a guy in there who does uh, testosterone and maybe Trin as well, Trendalone, yeah. and uh, his his levels are super physiological, um, upwards of thirteen or fourteen hundred, and uh, and he's pretty jacked. He is, and uh, yeah, he's also low body fat. He looks good. Looks like a superhero. High bone well, density kind of guy, if you know what I mean. That's what the that's what the steroids really help with is is putting on muscle and losing fat that's the most commendable thing that like i know taylor you said you like the strong lifting shit mm-hmm. i love that too but i really like the 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 bodybuilding like i used to like really like be into that like ever since i saw pumping iron i was like whoa it's yeah. an interesting world and then i watched that i forget the one with phil heath and kai green um, and then that guy on YouTube, uh, Caleb, and it's all that stuff. It's just mm-hmm. so interesting. It's like you look at it and it's like, this is like if we work on our body as hard as we can. And if we took the most advanced medical information, what is the final result? And it's literally these like Ninja Turtles, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, do you like the physique competitions? Those are my favorite. I'm getting a little gay here. I, know, I, but I, like, no, I, I like watching them pick up the heaviest shit. I like when they strip them cool. down. I, uh, that's cool. I see. I see. Like, I like the big shit because I'm like, well, this guy, like, I, I'm just looking at this guy. And I, yeah, I'd love to see him pick up shit and throw it around, you know? Mm-hmm. But there's something so trippy about these guys where there's so much muscle that their muscle has muscle and they're trying to like flex them all. And then you like, you got them on stage and they're all smiling and doing <laughs> It's just a weird ass fucking sport. It's, it's a mesmerizing super weird sport. I like it's the really physique. Mesmerizing. The physique guys, 
they oh, target yeah, they're, they're, what they're, I they're... consider perfect, right? And I think the world of bodybuilding considers that like the amateur league. Sometimes people graduate is, from physique, bro. and I hear you. But for Try me, because it's that, but now add 150 pounds somewhere. I, for me, like, though, the physique guys are the end goal, right? You know, the, if, oh, it was, yeah, like if it was day. bow and arrow, the bodybuilders, they overpenetrate or something. Like, it's not even what you want. But no. the, <laughs> the physique guys, <laughs> like, that's, that's the body I would like to have before I fuck it up in three months. Uh, dude, if Those, you're going to be a physique guy, like this picture of Eddie Hall on the right, even with his stupid-ass Japanese shit, the one on the right, like the, the post <laughs> weight killed. loss, I would much rather look like that than Ron, the Ronnie Coleman. Bill. You were telling me earlier, Taylor, that you thought that you could beat up Eddie Hall. <laughs> I given certain provisions, if I have the high ground, <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, and I get a sword, then yeah. I might have a mm. chance. Yeah, you know what? I would do that. Normally, I wouldn't agree with you, but I would take it if I get his strength too. Oh, if, if I get his strength I, get and his I have a strength, sword in the high ground, of course I, I win. <laughs> if I get his strength, that's all I, he has over me is being bigger and stronger. No, I meant like if you, like we're rather than Ronnie Coleman or this guy, which body would you prefer? I would yeah. take this guy if I can get his strength. I would even take the fat belly version if I get his strength. Oh, if I get his but strength, but I'm not going to imagine compete. what it would be like. I would just be walking up to parking. Oh man. I think no, Woody no, and I no are... spots near the front of the grocery store. I guess I'll move this car. No, yeah, Woody I and I and agree so much on this. It's better to look strong than be strong. How often does strength come I into want play everyone in your life? In every room that I walk into, to be terrified. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> I, you look I do, strong. No, you know, but, you make but, you make a great point. I remember when I was when I was working out a lot and like I was I was I was, I was quite yeah, for myself. Um, people would be like, oh, I got, you got to help me move and stuff like that. And I'm like, no. And they're like, my fridge, my couch, it's heavy. I'm like, I can't help you. They're like, but you, you're, you go to the gym all the time. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to hurt myself. Moving <laughs> your shit couch. I got to go to the gym all the time. Dude, I, Steve, I'm not going to use my muscle outside of the gym. Once you get to a certain threshold of bigness, like Eddie Hall has, you think any of his friends are ballsy enough to ask him to help move? No, yes. so you escape that by getting Dude, big enough. No, if I'm Eddie Hall's friend, I'm like, you look like you're designed for picking shit up. As a matter of fact, you are one of the world's best at picking shit up. You know, a couple of years ago, you literally were. So how about you yeah, yeah. hop on over and grab this? You know, with any of the rest of my friends, I have to take the water out of the fish tank first. But with you, just carry yeah. that. <laughs> Eddie, help me. I've got 15 kegs. I need to get moved quickly. <laughs> but this guy, this guy, like the second one in particular, that's the actual target, not Eddie these Hall. Are two different, these are two different guys, though, right? Yeah. yeah. This oh, yeah. Like, these are all different the people. Bottom, but... The bottom guy is, is, bottom is much huge. bigger than the top guy. Yeah, like yes. when you're talking, what you're talking about, you're talking about the top guy. This bottom guy, right now you're in jacked realm. They photoshop the other guy's face onto this. What what the fuck it's is the up tanning? With it's no, tanning. it's the tanning. They do that because that uh, looks absurd. Yeah. It does. It, it does. Like I don't know why they don't. I don't know why they don't do the face. Also, just just to complete it. Either of these guys. Either of these guys are closer <laughs> to what I consider the target than Eddie Hall. But these guys, I gotta say, like these guys are very different. Like the bottom guy would be crazy insulted if he knew that you were saying him <laughs> and this guy versus that guy. I know for sure. He'd be like, are you fucking great? He'd be like, I'm 80 pounds heavier than that you guy. You think I look like Ryan Weber? <laughs> yeah. That's why I know what you're saying. Ryan Weber looks like you. I'm going to kill him. Then he's going to a roid rage. But, but if you're going to look at this bottom guy here, then you have to pull up like classic <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger in his heyday and tell me like that's not. 
If you're going to be this bottom guy, you might as well go all the way and just be like, I'll try. I'll see. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, Schwarzenegger in his heyday. That's outrageous. like, yeah, it's just, it's just it's like just which Schwarzenegger, right? Like, 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 like even when he's 16 in that black and white photo where he's flexing. Oh, the yeah. Bicep, he's so big. He's so big at 16 when he's I was flexing like the bicep. 20 when I first saw that and I was choked. Even. I was like, oh, my gosh. It, mm-hmm. Is it Schwarzenegger a lot bigger than the guy I linked? Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm just saying if you started at Ryan Weber and then you went to that guy, I'm kind of like, hey, why not go one step further at that? Point? You're Who's already the... there. Is it Connor Murphy? What's the guy's name? Who? Uh, yeah, Connor Murphy. Who? No plates, no dates. Is always fussing it. Uh, I don't know who Connor Murphy is. I. Uh, I think I do. You're about to. This is the guy that takes his shirt off. Yeah. Have you seen the ice hockey defenseman? <laughs> There's another one. He oh. takes his uh, he takes his shirt off. Um, Have you seen the drama between Greg Doucette and Athlean X? No, no. <laughs> oh, man. He's looking good. Oh man, that guy that guy looks um, like a like a like a laboratory experiment. We, are we yeah. talking about Connor Murphy? Yeah, the one you just linked. He's kind of like yeah, perfection he looks, there. He looks great. He looks great. Yeah, he looks. He looks like if you walked by an Abercrombie and Fitch and he was that. a guy in blue jeans, you'd be like, "That's a good yeah. one." He should be spray painted chrome with his head cut off, and he would fit right into that store window. He yeah. still looks great, but not quite as perfect. I think he backed off the steroids a touch. More plates, more dates has a thing on it. Like you could see his hairline receding, which is a ah uh, yeah. I, I guess that's a steroid thing, or so he backed off the steroids, or maybe it, he's also had some mental issues. He spent some time in a psych ward. Cool. Um, he uh, for, he spent a couple weeks in there, like because. He's struggling, but uh, body wise, he's doing great. Mental health is badass. <laughs> no, Greg. So that. Greg Doucette has been going after Athlean X because all right. So what what happened Who's was Greg Doucette. Uh, he's another one of those YouTubers that fits into the same like um, category as uh, More Plates, More Dates, and Athlean X. Like, um, and uh, so Athlean is is late forties and um, all natural. And uh, no steroids. What the fuck? I'm blocked from Greg Doucette. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I went to his Twitter. How the fuck did this happen? <laughs> you fucked up, son. So uh, Greg has this super annoying voice, um, and uh, he rants a lot, and he attacks other YouTubers a good bit because it's you know it's good business if you're if you're if you like that sort of thing. And uh, but but he was I guess in a Q and A, uh, someone asked him about Athlenex using fake weights in his video. And uh, and he's like, yeah, I saw it. Whatever, who cares? And uh, but but he hadn't seen the full clip of Athlean using fake weights. And there's this clip of Athlean. Athlean yeah, yeah, he uses fake weights um, because you can see him saying that he's uh, deadlifting around 500 pounds, and it's clearly not happening that way. Like like if you've ever seen somebody deadlift 500 pounds, it's a scary thing. And that. Athlean's like 175 pounds. You know, he's not deadlifting 500 pounds. He's just not. Did he do and it way too easily? Way too easily. Like, like the bar didn't, the bar didn't even seem to flex. It was 500 pounds. In any case, mm-hmm. Greg's like, yeah, it looks like he's using fake weights. And if he would use fake weights, what else would he lie about? I'm going to say he's on steroids. And so he calls Athlean out for being on steroids. Athlean comments on that video like, 30 minutes after it's uplo- uploaded and challenges Greg to uh, a drug test. He's like, 
fly down here. No, better yet, I'll fly you down here. I'll I'll stand up to any drug test you want to put me under. And uh, and I'll tell you what, you, you talked about how much money I make. So let's let's bet one of one of the 10 million you claim I make per year on this. And the loser pays the other one one million dollars and closes their YouTube channel down. The only question I have for you, what airline do you prefer? You know, the guy's a troll. He just he, he's not going to. Greg, Greg responds to that by saying, so he commented on my video. Hmm. Why did he do that? He didn't comment on any of these other videos calling him out. He just wants attention. And he's just, he just like twists it around. Yeah, you might think that this is indicative of his willingness to go through with the test. I explicitly recommend it. No, that's not what you're saying here, folks. What you're saying here is a deliberate obfuscation of reality. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a troll. You don't respond to trolls. He's a troll. He like he wanted the attention of Athlean. Athlean posted that comment. Now his now some of his viewers get directed over to a Greg Doucette video. 80% will hate Greg, but 20% will be intrigued and 10% will stay forever. Like, like he's it's, it's profitable if, for like, Greg. Athlean X uses fake weights in order to show like in order to be able to talk during the video and like do the exercise with the perfect form and everything. I really don't give a shit. I don't watch him because he's a power lifter. I'll watch his videos if I'm like, shit, I don't feel I would like I'm rather, doing the bent over his row credibility oh, is This is how I do the bent over row. His credibility is his currency, right? And also he does yeah. a lot. I watch a lot of athletics. He does a lot of stuff where he's like, dude, I can give you a great workout with seven and a half pounds. And he's doing some weird thing. And he's always sort of stressing low injury rates, low lifting weights and stuff like that. Yeah, For him should. to use fake weights, I'm like, why why would you do that, you know? Like he's like I have a five pull-up thing where it's going to kill you. And I'm like, five pull-ups bring the noise. Each mm -hmm. one takes 60 seconds. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> That's a lot of time under tension. Wait, it's an 11 minute video that could have just been <laughs> pull-ups. Do them slower. <laughs> 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 Thanks for remember to subscribe to the channel. <laughs> yeah, like, but I, I'm saying if he was using fake wage with Kyle, from what you're saying, it's pretty much confirmed that he was. Like, if he would have just come out and said, like, yeah, you notice, like, I'm, I'm not. This is actually only 150 pounds. It's not the 350 that you would normally use, and that's because I'm trying to demonstrate form. And if you see that you, if you're getting too high in weight, you don't want to ego lift, so always go lower and be safer. And make sure you're whatever it would be like. No one would give a shit about that. Why hide that kind of stuff? Because it's going to come out. Yeah, I'm with you. You ever see Buff Dudes? I it's, watch Buff Dudes. The, I used to love those guys. Oh, they, they, when they, I got they, into working out, they were awesome. Buff Dudes like Buff Dudes have like two-minute videos where they teach form. And sometimes I need it. Sometimes I show it to Colin. And uh, you watch them deadlift with like, I don't know, 45s on each side or 25s yeah. or an empty bar. And when I, they show yeah. bad form, it's, it's super... so much more responsible to do that. And I think it's it's even bad culture to be like 800 pounds, like do what's comfortable. I think there's a lot of pride and ego to get to that point to do that. And I think when you're dealing with something like this, you get into like, uh, you know, this this is just something that, that it, I just feel people need to be responsible with it. Like, even if you're on steroids, I think transparency with steroids is a good thing. People should know that you you know you have an edge or you're cheating. I think people's expectations of what they can get might be discouraging when they go to the gym and they see these guys not realizing that half the guys at their gym might be on steroids. A yeah. lot of those guys that look really good at the gym might be doing a little something. 
Um, I always respected the the people, the the YouTubers and stuff that were open. Even if I looked at them and I was like, God damn, I would never do that in a million years. How the fuck are you doing? It was fascinating. And I think it's educational. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, there's that documentary, Bigger, Faster, Stronger, if you guys have ever seen it. Yeah. It's a great, great documentary. just all about steroids and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. They make the comparison to like, it, it, like, you know, even Tiger Woods with la- laser eye surgery. So he has like better than 2020 vision. Like, is that not sports enhanced? You know, like a I didn't know about enhancing. that. I guess it actually is. I didn't know that I got mine checked the other day. I, I uh, went to the doctor. 2010 still. Really? I can read the bottom line. Zip across. I forget my nice. number, but it's obviously different than it used to be. I think I'm hanging out in the left eye. My my bad eye. Like mine. Mine is 7.5. Oh my god! And then my my you're, good eye, my good eye is like a minus six and a half. You're blind. Minus six. Yeah. I, I Are you worried you won't well. be able to get a driver's license at some point? Well, I have to, I do have a special thing printed on there that it's illegal for me to drive without visual aid. That's normal, Kyle. It's called an, a class A restriction, and lots of people have it. <laughs> you're disabled. <laughs> oh, you mean I can say more shit? <laughs> I love that you went straight there. Straight there Sweet, as a disabled person, about. let me do the whole Trump report. <laughs> Andy America. Andy America. Yeah, no, I. Uh, yeah, the eyes are going downhill. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully, I'm not like blind by the time I'm 50. Right, did you tell us that you can't get the laser surgery because your like corneas are too thin or something? They, uh, my current eye doctor said he didn't recommend it because I was like, uh, uh, last time I went was maybe a year, year or so ago, and once again they, my eyes got worse. Not as bad of a drop as the previous one, but still got a little worse. And I was like, yeah, I'm just kind of happy I'm in my late 20s now, so I can I can start pursuing that LASIK. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Maybe not the right option for you, though. Not mm. a lot of room to play with in your corneas. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I've only been, like, thinking about this surgery <laughs> since I learned it was a thing when I was six. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm apparently, though, if I get a really good doctor to do it, they'll still do it. But Tell I'm not going to try to around with it. Not a lot of room in your corneas. What does that mean? I genuinely don't know. Oh. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't think he said not a lot of room, but it was like, a thin cornea or th- there was something with it that he said it would be a little more difficult, but he didn't go into like, Oh, it's impossible. He didn't, he didn't specify the level of difficulty is this, Oh, it's going to take that doctor an extra <clears throat> extra eight minutes to work around this. Or if it's no, don't do this very bad. Yeah. Idea. My mom had a uh, LASIK like my mom 15 did too. Worked great. Mine didn't. My mother's LASIK failed. It didn't work. Like, like she, she got the, the Not surgery. Not at all. There was no improvement. She's blind as a bat. She has to wear glasses. Huh. Yeah, my my mom got it done and she had perfect like 2020 vision for about five years afterward. And then over the course, like the next, I guess, 10 years at this point, it was, you know, slowly ticking down till she needed like reading glasses. But even then, like I would I would gladly take that shit. Yeah, my dad is contacts all and time. plus I don't my know how is... to compare her now, 15 years later, I think. To yeah. the hypothetical version of her that never had it. Yeah, that's true. And that's very true. Yeah, I I, I never really brought yeah, I feel like a retard. That makes sense. So <laughs> my dad's been reading with glasses since like he was fifty something, probably early fifties, but he um his like long distance side is still pretty excellent. Dude, long distance if I take my contacts out right now, I wouldn't be able to actually no. I would know I would I would be able to tell where Woody was because there, I would see like two maybe a little bit of red blur behind him 
I would know, Christ. know where Kyle was because he's usually all the way on the left. And I would have no idea who we had for a guest on the show. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> it's so nice. Be, like, you, dude, you should get that surgery. Let me let me tell you some of the things that I get to see that you'll never see. <laughs> this is like t- explaining colors to a blind man. Taylor, hummingbirds are real. No, no kidding. <laughs> I've, uh, I remember that profile picture of you shooting uh, sporting clays, right? Yeah. You. How do you see? How well can you see them? Do you do you wear glasses when you shoot? I, oh, I always. Guess. Glasses are contacts. I have to. Can you see the pellets of sh- uh, the the pellets hit the skeet and it turn and it fracture and turn into powder? I can only see the fracture. I can't actually see stuff hit. I can it. see the pellets in the air. Yeah, I can't see that. It's beautiful. Not even close. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's like I thought, I thought a plane was a bird the other day. It's like a sunrise coming up, <laughs> cresting over a woman's labia. All right, it's the greatest thing you've ever seen. Have you ever seen a mishmash of lights? Coming off of every single stop sign, <laughs> driving down the highway. Jesus, I used to think that was something everybody got, like the halo effect. Apparently, that not everybody with bad vision gets that. But like uh, Harley, I don't know. Do you have normal vision? Good vision? I get that. I get that on my what you just started describing. Now I get my left eye, like on the top left part. It's kind of like it's like I could just if it if I just it's like a bit blurry. And the weirdest thing is if I like push my eye in a bit, it's good. That's and like, weird. So I, I, yeah, I went to the doctor and they said that um, it's like the it's like not perfectly round up there. It's just like oh, a little cool. indent of sorts that developed or whatever. Uh, and then they gave me a prescription for glasses and I literally tried on like 40 pairs of glasses and they all I looked like such a fucking I looked like such a Jew. I couldn't I like, forget it. I'll yeah. just blurry. I, I literally looked like this. Jew that, I looked like this Jew that wrote himself into the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I look like. And you might be surprised. Me, you know, you're used to your look, but other people are not. They're they're open to new looks that, that you're not. You know, that glasses are sized. And last time I went and bought new glasses, I had to go all the way to the end and most of the way down. Because the ones that like I, I picked, I was by myself. You know, it's very not fun doing these purchases without a girlfriend there, because they yeah. usually are just like, "Oh, that looks good. That looks bad. It makes it fucking easy. I hate taking yeah. too long." And I had to like grab one of the one of them bitches working there at the Costco eye counter, being like, "Hey, what do you think of these?" And she's like, "I definitely like the frame shape. Let's see if we have a larger one." <laughs> like, that's what you need. Yeah. And well, we like, use these for blind farm animals. <laughs> 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 and then just went over there and just kept trying them on and eventually we like, got all the way to whatever the almost largest size is there was a size maybe even two sizes that were like who's this for what a loser i'm here on on second and a half largest frames <laughs> they make in america yeah <laughs> who's this guy at the number one spot bitch <laughs> Yeah, I got that. But uh, oh, another thing, Carly, you were talking about astigmatism. That's another fucked up thing I had with my eye. I had to get for years. I didn't have this. My eye doctor didn't recommend it to me. And it, my left eye was always getting like blinky and like watery red, like not that comfortable. And he's like, oh, yeah. Did, did your ever, other doctor ever tell you that you have astigmatism? That just means it's nothing serious. It just means that your eyes not shaped right. The right one shaped well, left one, not so yeah. much. And I was like, okay, what's that mean? He goes, all right, we're going to put you on this more expensive lens only in your left eye called the toric lens. And what it does is every time I blink, it rotates the lens a little bit on my eye to always keep it centered. 
so that it doesn't drift off into the weeds. Yeah, the lens has got to be sort of up long in some way. Yep. Yeah, and so it, it like is always spinning in there. It sounded weird, but you can't feel it or anything. I have so double no, vision, yeah. so I need to spend put a special effort to like take the images and combine them. If I'm lazy, it's like fuck it, I'll just pick one and ignore the other. Uh, <laughs> so, so my glasses I think have that's happened to me before prisms built into them that like you know, I, I'm looking over here and it directs it and brings it back on focus, so uh-huh. I can look at like words and stuff really low effort while I wear glasses because the I don't wonders have of modern technology. Fight, can you imagine? To, yeah, yeah, line them up. Yeah, can really. you imagine how many blind fucks there used to be? Like, just, just you'd get to thirty and you'd just be like effectively blind. Or are we man? devolving? Right? Or are we like? That it used to be that people like Taylor and I would just not live long enough to procreate. That would happen too. And, yeah, and now, yeah. as, as age of fifteen, they would have been like, "Ah, growing boy, put him on the grain mill." Even even just the the advancements, <laughs> the age of in, in twelve mirrors, like using using mirrors to bounce inside there, like just we've like just when we first made mirrors, we we're like, "Wow, let's jerk off in front of this." Yeah. And that was it. And now we're like, no, we're going to use these to see better. Damn, I can see what my own asshole looks like. Ah. It's called the Wheel <laughs> of Pain, and it's from Conan the Barbarian. Do you remember that? When they put Conan on the, like, he grew up, like, he, he's, his family is killed, like, right off the bat. And, uh, and he's captured and turned into a slave, pushing the grain wheel. And it's like him and, like, a donkey. <laughs> he's on one end, the donkey's on the other, and he's just walking in a circle. And, and there's, like, a time lapse that goes from him being 12 to him being 25 and you just see him just getting bigger and bigger and like he's bigger. so strong from pushing that it's from also it wheel. also goes like 30 minutes into the movie and he hasn't said a word at that point he like couldn't he speak very much english no yeah he's learning he english as the movie went on or a donkey whatever a burro that, yeah that's what happened to me with my eyes i remember i, I must have drove for three or four years and always just thought like man Driving at night sucks because it's just you come up to a light and it was just you see the light. It's, I'm trying to describe it to people who have normal vision. Like if this is the light, it's not like there's a halo necessarily around it, like like, like space halos. It's just huge spiky tendrils like the sunbeams of light. And for me, they would get the the longer it went between me getting my glasses or my contacts updated, the bigger those would get, and it would get to the point that like you know if there's you know a, a line of red lights or a line of greens, it would just be a bleeding almost bar of of light that you would see and then everybody every time somebody breaks it'd be like oh that's annoying then i got that fixed for the most part it's still there because i guess there's no way to totally get rid of it and it was night driving became so much more of a pleasure it was it's stressful i have something similar right it's not quite the light show that you describe but you have a light and then some vertical beams that go above and maybe above and below and for me it's like huh how long have those been there? Like, I feel like that hasn't been my entire life. This is something that faded into existence for me. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me slip in an ad reader too. <clears throat> Tell everyone about Postmates. This episode of PK is brought to you by a company. We have a lot of personal experience with Postmates. You know, what's great about eating your favorite thing. It's your favorite thing and you're eating it. You know, what's not so great getting it. And the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds a delivery option to all of your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Um, uh, Just download the app and order. 24 hours a day, 365 uh, a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where uh, where your food is and track your driver. Forgot to get eggs and milk? 
No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for that perfect bottle of red wine or summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term Munchies Booty Call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start those free deliveries, just download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. $100 is a lot. Yeah. Uh, those, you know, that's it's $100. Save, save all those delivery credits. Yeah. It's easy to and, quantify, but it, it, I don't know. It dawned on me like, fuck, that's a lot of money. Yeah. When we go on uh, vacations and we're primarily eating through Postmates, like you, you can easily get to a hundred bucks of uh, delivery fees. Like if we, we'll order like three times a day or something like that, every meal's ordered through that. And, you know, we're getting high as a motherfucker. So as a Canadian, it's one of my favorite parts about coming to the States, like over the last three, three years or so is Postmates. Like when I was just like, there were things like I would be, I would be working on set and I'd have to go somewhere else. And I would like Postmates, like a USB hub from Best Buy to my next location. And like the guy will call me and he's like, yo, what's up Harley? So I'm here. We got all these different uh, USB hubs. The exact one you have isn't here, but they got one with like four inputs or do you want the one with two, you know? And I'm like, this is such a crazy service. And then it comes through and it's like, you know, you, you get what you pay for, but it's like such a crazy helpful service. Like, you know, near me, AutoZone is on Postmates. Like, and it makes perfect sense because like if your, your car's, car's not down, working, you need a carburetor. Your Postmates a carburetor. It's I, I thought that was That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. And I just like that you could just whatever, anything. Um, I, I, like, I literally have Postmates t-shirts. I Postmates underwear. Like, I was just like, oh man, like, you know, like I, I didn't pack properly. I was in the States and I was like, oh, Postmates. And I'm like, while they're, while they're going and getting me underwear, I can grab a couple t-shirts since I'm already paying for the delivery. Like, I'll just get t-shirts too. And then it's just like weird. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I guess in my head, Postmates meant food, but it, doesn't it means all sorts no of, i like i use delivery I, yeah, yeah delivery like that's that's the beauty of it, is like anything like they'll like go get you papers or like batteries like it's it's just it's a good one that's some good shit there let me hmm. talk tell everybody about another good one let's talk about sex good sex guys remember the days when you were always ready to go now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's blue like the color blue bluechew.com brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved ingredients as viagra and cialis so you know it's the real deal and it's the stuff that actually works you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach and since they're chewable they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you know, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys with dysfunction. It's for any guy out there who wants some extra function and to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a, a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy. That's really important these days. And best of all, no more awkwardness. They've made it. They're, uh, they're made in the U.S., and uh, since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment for free when you use our special com- uh, prom- uh, promo code PKA. You just pay the shipping. It's 5 bucks. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code PKA to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, faster, cheaper choice. It really is. It's excellent stuff. If you want my like personal recommendation as a non-doctor, um, I like the Tadalafil 
light years better than the sildenafil. Um, the uh, the latter gives me headaches and light sensitivity. The the tadalafil lasts for around 36 hours in my experience, at least. You definitely got some like diminishing returns after 48 hours, but still, there's something there. And uh, like like the thing says, like it's it's, it's a performance enhancing drug. It's, it's gonna uh, make your dick harder. Hard as fuck. I was impressed. Yeah. You're gonna have Kyle's so much dick. fun fucking. I was I was yeah. getting there. <laughs> I I mean I I think I speak for all three of us. The control erections that the three of us got together on stream, not nearly as strong as the three post blue chew erections. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and we did really our, and we did our own we did our own independent uh, <laughs> our own independent water displacement experiments. It felt awkward holding the cup, but I, I'm a team I mean, player. I was like, I can't get my mouth open that far. I have no a deep. new topic. Absurd. Yeah. What do you got? Relationship advice. This one caught my eye the other day. I gotta pee real bad, and I want to hear oh, this. Oh, okay. Maybe Jump we'll... on over and take a piss real quick. And Why don't we'll... you kill some time for like thirty seconds while I piss and get some more water? How's your dick, Harley? <laughs> Honestly, you gotta send me some of that. Like, let me get in on that. Let me see. We can't send free batch. samples because batch. it's a pharmaceutical product, and so you have to sign up. And you also, can I get? Can I get any, Can I get it in Canada? Oh yeah, you can have a hard I'm dick in sure. Canada. I think. I, I think. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. you can. Trust me. I know you can. <laughs> if not, you guys live in a fascist state. That is bullshit. If you can't get dick pills delivered to your door, that guy fucking yeah, I don't know if got yours. Go. I don't know if we can get your dick pills, but I'm sure it's. Uh, I might have to place myself an order. Yeah, they're all made in India, right? For the most part, it so said they're made in America. Or deliver. I don't know. It said something about America. Blue Chew, I'm sure is, but like the kind that if they can't get Blue Chew in Canada, can you get Blue Chew in Canada? We should know this. Uh, sir, I don't want to get it. Oh, this might be specific to a Groupon deal. It says no Canada. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't want to get it wrong. It. Yeah. I'll look into it. Well, if you're not allowed to get it in Canada, I'm sure when you're trying to do the order placement, it won't work. But <laughs> I, I think it is available in Canada. So. If you actually want some, you know, are were you saying the legal? There was a legality or a. Just uh, if I can get it in Canada. I wasn't sure if Bluetooth offered service in Canada, and I was saying they probably do. I would guess. Um, if they don't, I can help you. You know, help me get hard, eh? I'm not sure if he's sending pills or pictures, <laughs> but either way, yes. CC me. All right. Um, tribute, tribute. <laughs> okay. You guys ready? now dude <laughs> i 31 year old male told my girlfriend 30 year old female that she's not a trophy wife or status symbol and that we are similar in attractiveness she views it as me calling her old and ugly so here we go this guy's stock is rising a bit of background my girlfriend and i are 30 and 31 we've been dating for about a year i work as a high level engineer at a good firm and my girlfriend works as a payroll specialist at a good firm too I make significantly more than her, three times. Things were good in our relationship until I showed her my retirement slash savings. She now doesn't see the point of working and has started framing our relationship in that she is the beautiful one and I am the nerdy engineer that's lucky to have her. Before, when we met, it was all about making her own way. 
Eventually, she's starting her own company with her sister in sourcing and recruiting. But now she jokes about driving a Range Rover and wearing Lululemon and going to yoga. We were going to have a discussion again about this trophy wife stuff, and she brought up that I was nerdy back in the day while she was very popular. I told her she's not a trophy wife, that she that yes, she's attractive, but there's not a huge difference between us. I told her that it had been the case, I'm sorry, I told her that had it been the case that I met her when she was 22 and I was my current age, then sure, but she isn't 22 anymore. After I said that, she started crying like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She started oh, cool guy of the week. She started saying that I think of her as ugly and used up and that yeah. her best years are behind yes. her. She just told me that if I'm not happy with her, why am I even here to stop wasting her time? I tried to talk to her but she was in no state for a conversation. <laughs> I love that this engineer is like I don't know, autistic well, actually, with social well, problems. Based on the numbers, I'm I'm <laughs> It's, it's actually uh, it, it, you're you're no spring chicken. I've actually got a flow chart that'll explain this. If you, Let me finish that, it. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Fucking floater that I'm a whore. <laughs> I don't know what to say, guys. For me, I just want to say that I think we're of similar attractiveness. Like I don't think anyone when they see us turns their head and like, oh, who is she with him? Because of money or damn, he is lucky to be with her. I think it's mutual. She was the one that, if anything, went after my attractiveness first. What should I do? I like the fact that we both work, and I don't want to change that dynamic. And I don't want her to think that she is above me and that I'm so lucky to have her. I want her to think of us as equals, and my attempt to do that hurt her feelings. What's the next move? Um, well, you want to get that autism diagnosed first. That's your first step. Right? <laughs> Even um, I could see that. And I passed all of them. <laughs> Huh. I, I think I think actually here what's going on is I, I think you already if there is a winner in this I think you already lost it because uh, like just just going here and going to this this platform to just you know like going out there and, and airing out the laundry to try and figure it out it's kind of like it's kind of obvious that you know she's just like I don't know she just doesn't give a like like what what I don't know. It feels like she's. Yeah, I, uh, I know. I know what you're saying. I need to hear the rest. I don't know what he's saying. The fact that he went on Reddit to ask for advice about all this. I, I feel of, like he's gonna like. I feel like her thing doing the stuff that she's saying, being like, "Oh, it's uh, like you think I'm used up." Like she's already appealing to his like you know humanity and like there's already <laughs> just it's it's tough to say and this is why it's hard for me to verbalize. It's like because it's secondhand. But I, I sense the beginnings of manipulation on her part. And, and it's so set in already that that's why he's here on Reddit. It's yeah. like, no, it should be really easy to be like, I'm not comfortable with just one of us working. And the fact that, you know, you think I'm worthless because I was a loser in high school or, or whatever is just, I don't know. I feel like she, like, maybe she liked being the, the, the better one maybe she I think, like being the catch in it and now you know i don't think she is you know as as, as time went on but i just feel I think like a, she's already starting to manipulate him i think a lot of her self-esteem and uh self-worth are tied up in her uh, her looks and he just took a big swipe at that while at the same time putting forward you know um his financial security which is like a double you know like a, a one-two punch at her because she is not financially secure um, he just hurt her feelings really, really badly because he's a little autistic and he didn't know how yeah. to like handle that situation in a way that wouldn't like 
completely destroyed this this lady that he apparently is in love with and is in a long-term relationship with relationship relationship with uh, her feelings so, so he fucked up um it's not a perfect relationship you know it, it's you know but i i bet he's probably misreading some things you know based on how terribly he read the room he you know what, here's what i think i haven't gone yet she wants this to be an equal thing right so she went into it thinking we're both of equal attractiveness we both have careers we both have health insurance everything's wait cool. sorry to interrupt i thought she didn't think that i thought she was the one that yeah, I, I think she, she thought she, she, thought she let me she finish her, i'm not okay, i'm getting here so she thought that everything was balanced she learned that he earns triple hers so now she repainted it to say, ah, you oh, might yeah, earn triple, maybe. but here's okay. where my here's where my value comes from. I was this hot popular chick in high school. Yeah. I'm the trophy. I'm this, I'm that. So we're still of equal value. Clearly, career-wise, I'm a fucking you know, wimp at this, and you're a stud, but I've got this other thing. I'm fucking mega hot trophy chick. That's why we're yeah, okay. You know, my first and he's like, no, no. Yeah, I'm awesome in career and we're equal in looks. You're not my equal. And and I, she's having a hard time realizing that, she, you know, I don't know. Like the, there is no, a power I, I balance. That's, that's possible. That's the second theory that she did have like a panic moment because he, it, like you said, Kyle, it was all at once, like a back to back. So maybe she was like, well, I'm the hot one. And he was like, what? The hot one? Neither maybe 10 hot. years and ago she was like yeah <laughs> i am the hot one like uh you're a loser you were a loser in high school kyle like, just texted me she's thing? been rotting for five years jesus kyle <laughs> you know i was expecting a text <laughs> <laughs> according to the woodworth formula right there, you can see right here <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I off. just, I think the biggest, the biggest issue here is just that she's like, "What? Now I could do jack shit." Like, oh yeah, no, you might be like, right, but I definitely thing. see her trying to find a way to balance it. She learns. She's that like, he, she's, she's like, I have a successful husband. I could be one of those dumb bitches that just stay at home and don't have anything to do, and like, you know, like she's like, there's no kids. Lay a just comment here, chill. people watching. Do you think she that, just wants to chill? Do you think that she saw his salary and got lazy, or she saw his salary and tried to find some other area where she could provide value? Because I think that's where Harley and I separate. Yeah, no, I no, I mean, I'm I'm open to both. Like it, yeah. I do, like I looked at it one way, and then you started to talk, and I was like, wait, you're completely wrong. I'm like, no, I, I bet he's saying and and, and statistically and meaner than he thought it was. Coming. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He was for sure like, we're both ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were both nerds. But like, I, yeah. I, here's the fun thing. Like, I autistically am like, what is the best way to handle that? You could go with the lie yeah. and say, yeah, baby, you're way better looking than me and just suck it up and let her feel better. But that's not fun. That's not a win. And that's no commitment oh, to yeah, honesty. <laughs> no, he just, no, I, I, no a win so is when simple. you both feel good coming out Listen, of it like yeah can, can i go a little longer like like if you're cerebral about these conversations you think about how you want this situation to end and target getting to there instead of winning or putting her down or whatever and i don't think he did that i don't think he said here's where i want to be at the end of this conversation i think he just said <laughs> no i'm as good looking as you are without thinking think, about what that would do i think that's the uh that's the thing here is ultimately at the end of she's like, you know, what should I do? Like he's asking like what to do. It's so simple. 
But the problem is he's probably already shared it to her that he's not comfortable with. This really just comes down to that. He's not comfortable with her not going to work. And she's just like, you think I'm ugly? And it's like, no, I don't, I don't, I think we should both work. And she's like, you think I'm ugly. Like it's, it's, it's so lost in translation that I just imagine that he's, uh, he already expressed it to her, but yeah. what should he do? There's not really anything you can do if you told her. That's Maybe any point just you just really got lost in the ugly perception. Yeah. Here's where I saw, I did, you might be right. Cause he definitely says, I like that we both work and don't want to change that dynamic. So there's something to what you're saying. Isn't that the only but thing he wanted in this? I think what I read into it was a little bit of like, fuck bitch. Like you got to blow out my candle to make yours burn brighter. You know, that's what she went straight to, you know? Oh, well then you're just not as good. I see how much money you make. <laughs> Maybe you haven't but seen how much better looking I am. Yeah, but see, it was more, it wasn't done that way. It was done the guilt way. Even the way he wrote it is she views it as me calling her old and ugly. You know, I think it, it is, there's like a lot to unpack in this because there's so many angles to it. Like he did, like, I'm trying to say like, did he, is he already feeling bad about it? Or did she like, kind of like, no, like, those people like, don't have feelings. <laughs> like I mean, like, those people. <laughs> well, women are autistic men. I can't tell who we're talking about. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> she was like, you digs, think I'm ugly. digs at me. Taylor, you haven't gone yet. What do you think? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I think you guys have kind of hit every base here, every possible base. It. They both. She went into the relationship. I think kind of with the you know an understandable thing for a woman going all right this guy's going to be a very successful guy going forward he's going to be an engineer he's going to be making a pretty penny in five six seven years and you know he's not nearly in my league but with his with my looks here and his looks there and his money moving them here then yeah I'm, I'm kind of the trophy partner and then as time progresses she imagines that it's still here but his perception is that the looks were always here and the money's moving him up a little bit. Yeah, they just managed to hurt each other's feelings terribly by being yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, they were too honest, and that there's nothing worse for a relationship than, than honesty. You need a thick base of lies, right? Yes. To, when you build a relationship on a lie, it's it's just a formula for long-lasting love. Every okay? conversation with a long-term partner should begin with you panicking, trying to remember what lies you need to maintain. Yes, I use a Rolodex. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've got an app for it. <laughs> yeah. As, as someone who's had a few phones taken by the authorities, you don't want that, all right? You yeah. want something it's a great app. It's called Boys Will Be Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I actually run it. It's two ninety nine. I think relationships would be based on honesty. That's why every five years I get Jackie a card that says, I allow you 1% higher body fat. No, you know what? Relationships should be built on a mutual fear of loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should be and the threat of violence and the tacit threat of violence I, I, nothing I overt know. nothing overt you just have to yeah no evidence no text messages anything like that, that that's yeah. oh, that'll get you some hot soup maybe instead of sitting and watching movies together on the couch you bring a speed bag up there and while you're watching the office you just hammer it I got a question about just a, a hypothetical with like imagine this scenario here everything's the exact same right you're this guy and she says to you she's like oh like does that mean i can wear lululemon and drive a range rover to yoga like you guys are all like no you keep working no. right 
Or you're like, oh, no, I'm making bank. I'm getting more. I'm getting more girls. Or like, what? what is it? What would you guys, like, realistically, this is a person you love. They're not married, and, right? And they're like, no. I don't. Okay. But so it's a girlfriend. You're a contemplating. Yeah, you would just, you would just be done with it? Yeah, or Even just for her saying the comment, oh, you got that money? I could do nothing? Just yeah, for the that, comment, you'd it, be like, no, you're done now? Yeah, I don't like that. That that's uh that's a that's a that's a that's a personality flaw. That's uh that ain't going away. She's not gonna realize so, she made a mistake because she doesn't believe she made a mistake. That's how she feels. So and now this is the question I want to ask. What if she said to you, Oh, uh can I chase my dream? Like, dream will you help me do that? Like, I want to be an artist, you know? Will you help me be an artist? Like I want to make candles, candles by Jan, and and this one's bonfire like, like no 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 <laughs> you don't like no. that no no she's gotta go she's you know if you I'm, know honey these wine and paint evenings have very quickly become wine and okay paint. what if she what You're if she wants to be a twitch streamer no, no, no. <laughs> what if she what if she wants to uh like uh i'm trying to think of something good I'm, totally realistic dream then you got to support her <laughs> Look, Looks like I, I'll, a, I'll support unrealistic dreams. It, I have no problem with the dreams and supporting dreams if it's a good person who means well and is loving. But I don't like um, what how she reacted to finding out he had money. And I don't like that she revealed that she's <laughs> this whole time sort of felt herself to be the superior one in the relationship. Like she's been doing him a favor. Now it's time to cash the favor in or something. It almost feels that way. That's a good way. I, to put it. I had a longtime girlfriend who had an absurd business idea that was very personal to her that she pursued for a long time. Can you go into what it was? Or damn, is it, you, no, no, you don't have to. <laughs> if it's funny, I was seeing, but I don't want to. It is funny. It is funny. It's a stupid thing that she Can you wanted write it to be. privately in the yes, Discord. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she wanted to do that. All right. Oh no, that's dumb. Porn star was, was she like, hot enough? Uh -huh. <laughs> professional i don't want to get into that that's gonna give me some hot water too you you know you know the anyway <laughs> and so um i w i knew that that was a stupid idea and she had taken these courses for it and she had and 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 i was just like you're not qualified for that job and that job doesn't pay well that job pays well when you're like a super successful person already and then you leverage that you say hey mm -hmm. i did this now i can do that would you like to hire me to do that for you they're like "Fuck yeah you did all of this over here to the left i want some of that over here in my world but she didn't have that so it was just yeah. like who would hire you it's i wouldn't hire you, know you and i love it's, you it's like a 17 or 18 year old being like i'm going straight into motivational speaking it's like, but you don't have any life experience. You don't have any stories. You don't have any like, I was in Uganda and I saw a boy drinking from a puddle. But you know what's you know what's for funny for you know what's funny for someone like that is like he said like uh, for example, going to courses to learn how to do that. Like if you love that and you know you're not gonna make money, you're like, I guess there are other people out there that want to do this, and I don't have crazy life experiences. So I'll just tell people how to do it. Now it's just like, like a bullshitting thing is now you're teaching a course on a bullshitting thing. It's like, you've really figured out the business behind it in that particular scenario. Yeah, it was it. it exactly. It, it, it made no sense, but I supported it. I paid her rent. 
I, pay, you know, I took care of, you know, it was cheap. It was $500 a month. It was like, yeah, yeah, I'll pay your rent. Of course. I love you. And you're pursuing your dream. And in the back of my head, I'm like, and as soon as you wake up, <laughs> we're going to find you a job back in that career that you were building for three years before you got this stupid idea in your head. And you'll go right back into there. And I'm sure they'll give you that job in middle management right back. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, they just hand out middle management jobs to people who leave on a whim. Nah, she was talented at this other thing she did. She was making okay money, like like plenty to pay all of her bills and still have some spending cash. You know, she wasn't becoming wealthy, but I wasn't paying her rent either. So, uh, but but yeah, you know, like, like I, if you love someone, you support their things. You know, if the, if this trophy wife of his wanted to to go, you know, make candles or become a travel agent or whatever the fuck I could see supporting that to an extent, but I don't like how she treated him. I don't like her, what she revealed was in the back of her head this whole time for years now. I, I don't like any of that. Yeah. I, uh, so I, I take offense to her. She found out the money and then all of a sudden she wants to be, live this la life of luxury and leisure. And it's like, so oh. hear me out. Sorry to interrupt. Go. No, no, like it, if you instantly start spending my earnings, that's a red flag for me. That that that's a that's an indicator that she might not be the life partner I'm looking for. Yeah, we, go, we could. I think we can go even a little deeper again because I'm starting to look like there's so much to unpack. Even the way it's written, you know. Um, I think like uh, like it would be valuable to hear her side of this. Oh, for yeah. sure. Like I would really, really like. I feel like as the more we uh, we talk about it and discuss it, I feel like there's like a whole missing part. The way this is written, this person is so dry and like, like you know, perhaps on the spectrum. That like, what if she was like, oh, she's like, you have eighty k. Wow, she's like, I guess I can get a Range Rover and go to yoga, yoga and Lululemons. And he's like, well, you can't do that. <laughs> she's like what you think i'm not hot enough to be one of those dumb bitches and he was like well we're on equal comparisons of our of how we look and she's like are you serious you think you look as good and that make maybe that's the tone yeah and now he's here yeah maybe like, he can't sarcasm yeah, he does know. not play with this guy. exactly it's very possible started off as a joke and he was like getting offended and I've then seen... like by not understanding it he actually started to offend her I've seen that happen. Some people can't read sarcasm. They can't tell that it's a bit or that you're being silly. Yeah, with them. exactly. Like, like, and like my sense of humor is really dry. That's gotten me in trouble in a lot of relationships where like my sense of humor is very dry sometimes. And I like to do this thing where I act like I feel a certain way and I play to get a reaction. And then like, I'm, but at the end of it, I'm going to be like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I didn't mean it. And but now they're crying. And I'm just like, I, I really didn't mean it. I thought Kyle, you were playing along with me that whole time. I, I, my, I, I didn't mean any of that. Minus the crying, I literally do that like three or four times a day with my girlfriend. I, I trap her in a bit that's like some stupid ass bit. And she's like, wait, when is it over? And when is it like? If you're on the yeah, other side I'm of like, it. Whoa, and they'll whoa, feel whoa. stupid. for, but They'll feel like you've made them look stupid in my situation. My girlfriend felt like I, I was making her look a fool on purpose when really i was just being silly like we were at six flags and it was it was like a triple date or something like that and one of the we were, we were in line for a roller coaster so i was just bullshitting and i was just like you know 
The Scream Machine was actually built in 1967, Coney Island. They took it apart piece by piece and trucked it down here. It, Donald Trump actually owned it at the time. He sold it to the Six Flags Corporation, and they reassembled it just as it was in Coney Island. It's, uh, it's a little bit faster, though, now. And she, my girlfriend goes, really? And I went, no. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just fucking with you. And she got so red-faced, and she slapped the shit out of me. Just mm, I felt I me. just you told me the story. I knew there was a hit. I was gonna yeah. ask. I felt a slap comes up. Really? Yeah. I was assaulted. It was just right a there. vibe. It's just like enough of like just being an asshole that but like, you were you, being like, an asshole at and least you were trying to make her look like a fool and she was feeling like she was a fool but he's and, and while it doesn't fit this situation sometimes that kind of assholishness is schrodinger's asshole i probably pronounced that close but do you know what i'm talking about when i say that so schrodinger's cat is this thought experiment where there's a cat in a box we're gonna kill it but we don't know if it's currently alive or dead so they say it exists in both states schrodinger's asshole is when you're an asshole to someone or you do something assholish and you decide whether you were kidding or not based on the other person's reaction and yes. when you're on the other side of just that or someone bro. does that much it's like well that's just being an asshole and yeah. it's not fun for both people. You're being an asshole to amuse yourself. Yeah. I was just being silly. I didn't realize that I was, I didn't know where it, I didn't know how it would make her feel at the time. I learned afterwards because she slapped me. But, um, 17. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, but, but I learned my lesson um, not to embarrass her in front of other people. Now that I do that same joke in private and it's all okay. Cause no one was embarrassed. No one looked a fool. But uh, but yeah, she straightened me out that day. I deserve that slap. Very yeah. public assault. I don't know though. if I love the assault I think, response. I, I wonder that, what would happen if, it, if the tables like, were right. turned and I she know. played a little word game with me, and I had pow, knocked a few <laughs> but, teeth out. You see, she gave you the slap that she yeah. doesn't get to be mad. In my opinion, you didn't warn. Oh, a she slap was mad. And the anger. I got. It's both. like you could be mad, but if you got the slap, like I don't think. You were being a goofball, and like I think being a goofball is still a thing, and it's kind of like your way of like you wanted to interact, but maybe there wasn't anything to talk about, and like you know you dish it out. You could take it too. She could dish it out to you, you know. I'm assuming. So then it's like it's just like fun and it's banter, and I would I would not mesh well with a girl that if I was like or whatever dumb thing I'm doing, <laughs> if they were like. That's stupid. You're being loud. You know, like I need a, like I'm always a goofball. Like I yeah. literally, I'll stand up and I'll just like kind of scream in my house. Like I, yeah, do she was okay with the things. goofball stuff. She was just as goofy as I was. And uh, we had a good time. But that was an example of me doing something stupid and paying the price for it. I deserve that slap. I, I fully admit that. I was an asshole, and I, but I didn't mean to be. The end result was not what I was going for. I didn't, I didn't read the situation. I didn't know how that was situation was going to end. Yeah, I see. In that. any case, yeah. did you see the N? I don't know what his rank is, but that NYPD, let's call him Colonel, whatever, higher up, speaking to the press with all the cops behind him about, about how he's not ashamed yes. and how this badge isn't tarnished. It's still got a shine on it. And I'm proud to be a cop. And I, and, and they keep intersplicing it with. That's like, the only version I've seen. Good. I've seen both, but I'm. I won't say I prefer the one with all of the hate crimes, but it's more poignant. All right. Like, like it tells the both sides of the story. And I interrupted you. Like Can fool. you describe the video a little better? Like it, it splice it with. 
Okay, so so he's doing this oh. speech about how great it is to be a cop, how he's still proud to be a cop. People are acting like police are brutalizing people on the street, but this badge isn't tarnished. I'm proud of what I do. I'm paraphrasing. And then throughout the whole thing, they show like that cop pushing over the elderly man in Buffalo and some other cop pepper spraying, obviously peaceful protesters and cops and- shoving people to the ground, kicking people in the back, running people over with cars who are just in crowds, beating people with batons. About we're talking about right now. Yeah, we're talking oh, about the okay. clip where the uh, the New York City police commissioner, whatever the fuck, some higher up uh, is, is, is talking to the news media with, a, with, with like 40 cops behind him saying he's not ashamed to be a cop. This badge has got to shine on it. It's not tarnished. Mm-hmm. And then they intersplice it with, with like cop police brutality. Oh, the, the police brutality shit. Yeah. The clip that I've linked right here on black people Twitter is like the latest version of it and it doesn't have all of the hate crimes in it. And I think it's fine to play. I think it is. I think it is. Wait, this six-second video? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this six-second video doesn't show any... No, that's what I'm saying. I just explained that. This is the, the latest oh, version like, that doesn't okay. have all the hate crimes in it. It's just Crip making... Size, it's just Crip showing size, them the Crip way size. they are, according to Black People's Twitter. I and thought you said there weren't going to be hate crimes in it, that there were going to be a couple of crimes, but not... No, no crimes at all. It's just I, them with their clan hoods on, and it's it's the audio from Django Unchained, where it's like, yo, y'all do is criticize, 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 oh, with all with their, their clan hoods on. That was a very funny scene. Size, you know, that movie, Crip I rewatched size, it. I think I said this recently. Didn't hold up the way I thought it would, but that scene where like all the clan guys are getting mad at Jonah Hill's wife or that's exactly it, was it because like she didn't make the eye holes. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. It was like it was <laughs> it was it was Django, Django Unchained. It oh, was in I like a, that. in a weird way. It was almost relatable where you're like, you know what? That is a problem with a lot of costumes. Yeah, <laughs> the eye holes are never big enough. The headspace never enough. You know, <laughs> I don't know how many turtlenecks I ruined before my mother stopped buying them for me. Oh, speaking of the head thing, uh, we get to 2000 Taylor Merka on Twitch, everyone. We get to 2000 subs, and I'm doing a, a phrenology stream where I'm going to analyze my head size with a tape measure. And I'll, and I'll look at some like some early, some late 19th century. Do you uh, have a notebook full of future ideas? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I know I, you when do. When I think of something funny, I just I, I the same way I do for PKA. Like yeah, throughout the people week, don't I know, know you do it. Where I, I write it. Taylor write shows ideas. up and he's like, "Yeah, I got some things. You know, we, we're gonna. I got. You know, he comes prepared yeah. with. Uh, I imagine them to be bullet points, right? Like not not a yep. script so much as it is like reminders on how to tell a story well and and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just just goofy little list things. So. Oh, and then all throughout the show, at the end of the show, we're trying to do a title, right? We need, we usually do three things and Taylor's like, all right, I wrote down eight things for you guys to choose from. And I always appreciate it. Yeah. I, that, you know, I started doing that because I got so tired of, what was it? Five and a half years of us doing all the show (laughs) together until I was like on my own, like, I'm just going to start writing things down that we talked because at the end of every show, we'd be like, man, that was a good one. We had some funny jokes. What did we talk about again? And then we'd sit there and be like, what the fuck? What did we say? <laughs> the other thing is, Taylor's the only one of us that has to get up Friday morning. Woody yeah. and I are like, it, it's like 11.30, 11.45, and we're trying to figure out, like, like what do we talk about again? I mean, what are you like, hey, did you see the, the Cody Garbrandt knockout? That was crazy, right? And Taylor's like, all right, guys, let's uh, <laughs> let's try to stay focused here. Maybe you and Woody can talk <laughs> Cody Garbrandt <laughs> maybe later, but let's talk about what we're going to call this show so I can go get in the bed because I got to call at 9 a.m. 
Yeah, literally that. Uh, every, every and Woody day. and I are like, well, we've got Tarkov to get to. You don't see us nancying around about <laughs> That's it. That's not a real thing, <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> I gotta go Whoa. tend to my generator. My stash is a mess. You, oh, I, I, but I have time for you. Turns into a grind session. You know, so I'm <laughs> more tired than you. Don't act like I won't be up at nine a.m. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll be up at six. I'll be up at four. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that that's a pretty funny clip. I, I didn't I didn't actually listen to the audio, but if they've got that that Django scene, yeah, it's pretty. It's, good it's, it's such bullshit. Like 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 that guy looked like such a fucking piece of shit. He's he's it, there's a part where he's like um he's like we're not the Minneapolis police department. I don't know why I'm giving him a southern accent. He's from New York. We're not the Minneapolis police department. We we don't like that. We don't do that here. And then that's when they start rolling clips that are primarily in the in NYPD only hate crimes. <laughs> it's so well edited. It's, it's he's like we don't do that here. That's not the kind of cops we are. And it's the it's NYPD cruisers running over crowds of people. It's NYPD clubbing Is handcuffed it? people. NYPD they they're the one that killed the guy for selling Lucy cigarettes, right? Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean the NYPD's killed lots and lots and lots of people it, you know at the and the end of the video is like last words of black people who have been murdered by the police it's it's like like a dozen different last words of them like i can't breathe please stop shooting me why are you doing this and then one of them is just mama and it's just like oh does it like is it just me or does it when they ask for their mom does that hit the deepest i think george floyd that was his last words yeah it was yeah yeah it's really sad isn't that isn't that from Saving Private Ryan or is that yeah, a different? There's a part in Saving Private Ryan where they're uh, where he's where he's screaming. Oh, he's got his guts yeah. coming out and he's like, oh, ugh. man, I I am due for a rewatch. Yeah. Of Saving no, Private you're not. Ryan. No, you're not. Why not? That's okay. because they're look. Woody and I have introduced you to some wonderful properties recently, and you've you've signed on board and you've enjoyed them fully. The Wire, Sopranos. Your next movie is Terminator Two because you've never seen it, and oh, it's a it was fucking classic. classic. That's my favorite. That's my number one favorite movie ever. Okay, Terminator Two. That's I, next. I actually I do what I do in life because of I that think movie. I've seen <laughs> come with me if you want to live. I saw that movie. For, that was the first movie I ever saw in theaters at five years old. And when I left, I was like, movies. I want to do movies. I want to. Yeah, movies. <laughs> Man, wow. movies rock. It's so fucking good. It's the best. Edward I, Furlong, I actually I, I showed Arnold it to my girlfriend. Recently. Robert she hadn't Patrick, seen it. It's Linda Hamilton. It's I, so fucking good. I ended you know up I watching the. the oh, go ahead, Arlie. Uh, no, it was stupid and retarded. Anyways, I have no <laughs> one to blame for this. I hold no grudge, but I, I've told it before. But I, I was young. Call myself like nine years old or something like that. And uh, there was a big movie everyone wanted to see. It turned out to be awesome, but I stayed home because my mom was shampooing my hair and removing lice. And that movie turned out to be Rambo First Blood. I missed it. I missed oh, the you movie. That's such it. a crazy movie at nine. Yeah, you would have enjoyed was, that at nine. You know, 11. When I was I nine, know. I liked Rambo 3 better. I liked like there was just of so course. much more shooting and noises and shit. Yeah, Rambo awesome. 1 is a sad story. In the book, he kills himself at the end. All I didn't right. know that. I, there's yeah. no book Rambo two, three, and five. No, there's not. There's <laughs> the, the, I don't even. The first book wasn't even called Rambo. I don't recall what it was called. It, but but it was it was not Rambo. 
I mean, it was about John Rambo, the character, but you know, he's a return, he's a Vietnam vet returning to a country that's spitting on him, being treated like shit, and all he's trying to do is visit his old veteran pals every you're, time you're he your life with the life of John Rambo again. This isn't the first time this has happened. No, that happened to me. <laughs> that was me, Charlie. And no. so it, it's sad. <laughs> he doesn't kill a single person in that movie. There's he doesn't kill anyone in that movie. And no, not a single kill in what? Rambo First Blood. In the, the movie, helicopters, that guy in the entire movie. Now that guy fell out of that helicopter yeah. just because Rambo threw a rocket helicopter. That, that's manslaughter at best. Am I conflating right? different Rambos? Did a branch with spikes on it not it, like disembowel somebody? That's Rambo too. Okay, right? and and that's the Viet Cong. Charlie was coming for him, and he had to he had to get those booby traps involved. Rambo First Blood. He's in like Portland or like 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 in Oregon or Washington State, somewhere in the mm -hmm. Pacific Northwest. And the local police department is chasing him through the woods, even though he really didn't do anything wrong. And it just keeps escalating until the National Guard is called in. But he never kills anyone. Rambo 2, hmm. they bring, they pull him off the chain gang where he's literally breaking rocks in a prison. And they, they offer him a deal, either do these five more years of prison or do this secret mission for us in Vietnam and go take pictures <laughs> of American POWs who still exist in 1982, I believe it was. And he's like, all right, I guess I'll go over there and take the pictures. And so they load him up and <laughs> drop him in. The, drop him in. All of his equipment has, gets cut away. So he's just got his bow and arrow and his fucking knife. And, you know, it goes from there. And he kills, I think it's, I think he kills 76 people. Um, nice. And on his paper, but on his paperwork uh, going into the movie, they, you know, it's like you're looking through his profile. And he only had like roughly 65 confirmed kills in his entire Vietnam service. And but but in like two days, he kills wow. like 80 something more. 80 something. He's Rambo. Like, he, yeah, he kills a I, lot of people. I looked it up. Kyle's Kyle's right. Uh, it does say first blood. He killed one person. Maybe the helicopter dude. It's the helicopter. Ooh, yeah. Guy. Manslaughter, not murder. And then it goes yeah. 75, 115, 254 for Rambo 4. <laughs> Last Blood is 46, and Vietnam War confirmed kills was 59. So, damn, I was on close target. on all yeah, I yeah. remember that helicopter because that's the part where he's like, You drew first blood. You drew, you first, drew first blood. blood. They drew you first drew blood. blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so does that does that prioritize? Because I don't think I've seen any of the Rambos ever except for nah, maybe fuck the, Rambo. No, Ram Terminator. Yeah. Term Terminator 2. You know, another movie I saw that I'd never seen, and this was just a couple days ago Aliens. What a fantastic oh, good. Movie. aliens! That was, that Did you was see alien? alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watched a, both. A long time ago, I saw Alien, and then I I came across Aliens, aliens is like, like amazing. Aliens That's ago, so everybody's exciting. raving about how good Aliens is. Watched it, tremendous, tremendous. Wait, yes. I really. Can you guys help me? Which one's one and which one's two? So Alien is the one where uh, they they find the face hugger. They get on uh, back on board the uh, Nostromo, which is the name of their uh, their their ship. I want to say I think it's the Nostromo. It's a mining vessel. In any case, it gets on top of this guy named Bishop, and at first he wakes up. It falls off, and everything seems to be okay and then at dinner it <laughs> bursts out of his chest takes off running bishop's dead and these miners have to try to kill this thing that's on board their ship that is heading back toward earth they can't go back into like long-term frozen hypersleep until they kill this thing that is rapidly growing from cat size to seven feet tall mm -hmm. and it ends up killing everyone except for sigourney weaver's character ripley she like jettisons out and she goes into suspended anima animation in the escape pod. They find her about 55 years later, roughly, and they debrief her. They're like, hey, um, 
you were the, are, you were the yeah. second in command on like a one trillion dollar mining vessel that you apparently self-destructed the fuck did you do that for and she like tells him a story about an alien that bleeds blood and nobody believes it but the wayland the wayland yutani corporation knows all about these things so they set up this mission with the military they send them to the pl the planet where the aliens were found because there's the colony there now and we've lost contact with the colony they go there sure enough the aliens have uh, been discovered by the colony because the Whale and Yutani Corporation told a couple of miners to go out there and look where, where Ripley told them the ship was. Now they're all infected. There's aliens every fucking where. But this time, instead of a bunch of a bunch of miners and one woman, it's a team of space marines with Bill Paxton and a bunch of other like that hardcore cool guys. Yeah, it's great. And they're just with the fucking uh like like uh giant machine guns that are strapped onto them that are made out of they got the pulse rifles, but then they've got like the I don't know what they call the big one that's strapped to them that has like the zero uh, weight harness on it. That thing's cool as shit. It's a an auto gun cam. or something. It's on a steady cam rig. It really is Probably with is, motorcycle yeah. parts attached to it. Hmm. And uh, but but yeah, that's a great fucking movie. That that that's the better one in my opinion. Both are just four stars, but the second one's better than the first one for me anyway. The first one's Ridley Scott. The second one's James Cameron, who is also the guy who made Terminator. By the way, so go watch fucking Terminator Two. It's badass. All right, I'll watch Terminator Two because I liked Aliens a you lot. I still need to finish The Wire. I I want to I want to power through The Wire before. What I season get are you on at The Wire? Uh, I am in uh, like middle endish of season three. I guess I'm pretty towards the end of season three at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Season so I've got four is more. very. I found season four like easily digestible for the, season, the most season part. It was one, very. Yeah, season one was fucking tremendous. Uh, season two, I got to admit, there were times on the docks where I'm I was like, you, I, I would find myself go, pulling my phone out. When you go back, like, oh, the, docks, back the docks is the best when you go back. When I first watched that show, I was like, oh, I'm like, this show Dude, Ziggy boring. can eat my ass. I it, hate when I go, no, when I, I know, but that's so, it's so real. It's so, I don't know, when I go back. Like I've rewatched like a couple episodes here. I'm like, the docs is so like I really didn't appreciate it. When I first watched, it, I was like, this show's boring. I'm like, why does everyone watch it? Um, it didn't get me the docs. The docs almost lost me. I will agree uh, I like the docs more a second time. Um, up quite a bit. You know what I think is underrated? I, you guys will have to help me. Vin Diesel series, maybe is it Riddick? Chronicles of Riddick it. is the first one. That, never yeah, that the first I one and not Chronicles just the first one is good like that's it's a good black. series i don't know if i've seen them all but i've seen at least the first two or three well it's just it's because a, a good part of that series plays out in an original xbox game and like it's still that. it's like his origin story how he got his eyes shined and he's in prison and it's like one of like the best xbox games ever and it's just weird that it's a vin diesel game hmm. um but yeah i love chronicles of riddick it was so good and vin diesel and then they had that one too. with a dog he, you know the one after that with the dog? He had like a dog creature type thing on, on the desert planet. It's weird. I, I feel like I don't love Vin Diesel, right? The actor, the real life person. And he falls out of shape a lot, which I don't know. It just somehow doesn't meet a Hollywood standard to me. But he's made some movies that are huge hits. Huge hits. Like The it, Fast and the Furious series is gargantuan. Yeah. Um, but but I, I really I like he the might be the number Ritter. one most billion dollar movies by the way right chronicles of Riddick. that's samuel l jackson 
I, I think no, he's including the Avengers movies that he's in. He's no, he's it does. Groot. It's the Avengers movies and the, and oh, the he's Guardians Groot. of the Galaxy. Yeah, so it's That's like really, cheating. It is cheating, but it still it, it still works though. <laughs> but it's definitely cheating. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like him to an extent. You know, when he I, I liked him in Boiler Room. I thought that was excellent back in the day. He showed that he could fucking act for real. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I do like the first Chronicles of Riddick a lot. They get a little cheesier as they go on, but they never completely lose the plot. And uh, and and yeah, they're okay. Which one has so, the uh, big Ryan issue Ryan with also. the sun coming up? Is that the second one? That's the first one. Oh, Pitch Black. That's yeah. the one I really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, good. And and you find out that the 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 one character has been a girl the whole time. And he's in Saving Private Ryan also. He is. <sighs> it's like I don't give him I credit for being that kind of actor, letter. right? It's for my dad. It's got blood on it. He's just like stay down. <laughs> Stay down. The letter, though, and he's like, "Dude, you haven't given us any new information. Just stop moving. <laughs> we we see the fucking letter." And the German sniper is just like, oh, "This game, Jesus, <laughs> that scene's rough. That's a good fucking movie. It really is." Like, like Taylor talked about a rewatch of it. I watched it recently. I, I don't know if it's. I want to say I watched it in 4K, but I'm not positive I did. Maybe I purchased it in 4K too. Yeah, that's is one of those. Watch, that I, uh, you guys all saw 1917. I love 1917. Can we do Vin Diesel a little? Do you think Vin Diesel makes more money than The Rock? I think he might. No, no, absolutely. If we're going by like Fast and Furious, Avengers, Chronicle of Riddick, Vin Diesel's 200 million apparently. Um, there's no, no. I would say, so, so he's in those movies that are very successful. But oh, The Rock is 320. Yeah, I think his roles in them aren't as big. I, I bet he has a producer credit. On uh, on the uh, Fast and the Furious movies, and that's where a lot of his net worth comes from, because like the Chronicles movies weren't gargantuan hits or anything. I, the first one was super low budget. I want to say he financed the majority of it and nearly went bankrupt doing so, and like it paid off. But like Groot, I bet he doesn't get paid that much for Groot. Like 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 a, I would. It's got to be a very tiny amount of money. Like if he refuses to come back, they got to be like, well, you know. We could just use the old clips of you saying I'm great, right? <laughs> I didn't like, think we paid that. you for as many as we want. You know, that's how the, in the contract. Uh, what are you going to do? I am guru. I can't think like, of it, but I, I bet Kyle can. Sometimes movies that aren't giant super hits are actually really profitable for the actor because they were like the producer and the lead actor, and they got like they did like yeah. four things on it. So I've got a. The, I got the, a good example of that. I've got the greatest example of all time. But Is I'll it let you the go same first. Example. Arnold I'm guessing. Schwarzenegger? Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the second best example of that, and the movie is Twins. You've he been one and- I have. I got hurt. <laughs> but the um, best okay. example and of that I'm, now ever. Now I'm excited because I always like this Twins fact that Arnold, it was his, Wait. It, he took a very low pay because he wanted to do comedy, mm-hmm. and Twins was comedy, and they're like, you're not an action guy, and he was like, don't pay me any money. Just give me a better. Can I guess uh, number one end? before you go? It's him, Devito, and Rob Reiner. They all took a percentage. Yeah, and that plays on TV every fucking. Is week. the best is, example Rocky? No. Okay. Um, okay. That is that's an example. That, that is a huge example guess, of someone though. betting on themselves, though, because Sylvester Stallone wrote the movie Rocky himself when he was nobody, and he the the studio offered to pay him several million dollars for that script, and they were going to give him a credit too, and he was like. But you're not going to play Rocky Balboa, though. You know that, right, Mr. Stallone, is it? Hmm. You're, you're five foot nine, dude. I don't think so. And he's like, 
Take it or leave it. I'm Rocky Balboa. And he paid off and he won. The greatest example of all time, Paul Hogan, Crocodile Dundee. The oh. biggest, I want to say it was the biggest movie in the box office that year. Sequel was also successful. He owns that shit. He made Crocodile Dundee. It's his baby. He That's produced, great. he wrote, he starred, he and I, owns he's, it. He's Australian, right? Yeah. So yeah, I wonder I, if Australian, like Canada, in Canada, if you create something as a Canadian, like you own the trademark world, like you own like the you ownership is like you can never if I drew a cartoon like that will always be my cartoon. I can never sell 100 percent ownership of it. Mm -hmm. It'll always be like you created it. That's a fact of the matter. And that will never change. I wonder if that's similar in Australia and if that plays into it. Dude, Paul Hogan, Kyle, you couldn't be more right. I didn't know this. Crocodile Dundee made over three hundred and twenty million. Dundee two two hundred and forty million, and Crocodile Insane. Dundee, I guess a third movie made forty mm -hmm. million. Uh, yeah. His net worth went up to seventy five million at its peak because of his ownership of that. So, yeah, he he made that's that's why ten he, times he, as much money as he would have. That, that's why you've you've never seen him in anything else. He did all right, and he was done. He's done. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm that's that's the way to do shit like that. You, once you bet on yourself, you succeed like that. You just cash out. Crocodile just Dundee fucking seventy five million. Dead. I'm out. Remember that I, Danny McBride Crocodile Dundee trailer tourism that, thing that they did. I wish they'd done that. I wanted to see that movie. I was. Like, it was yes. so. I was so ready. It was just. It was rude. Yeah. So I, well, I was rude guessing that Vin Diesel might make a lot of money because he kind of owns some of his properties. I thought. I thought he was Fast and Furious was more his than maybe. Maybe I was just wrong. I thought the Reddick stuff was more about him. Well, I thought maybe he got, died, so he might have got his percentage. I don't right? know how that works. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. That was that was where that theory came from. Like the Rock, on the other hand, is always in somebody's film. Like I don't. Yeah, he's but he's like probably top three, top five uh, most paid actors in Hollywood right now. He's just mm. huge. He's a charismatic, know, he's, dude. He's like Charism so bankable they can't even make him like a Marvel character. It's like he's just they are. He's going like, to be a DC character though. He's going to be at Black Adam, right? Black Adam. Yeah, he's uh hmm. he's super super Who's... bankable right now. Explain Black Harley. Can you explain Black Adam and to me? I don't know. I don't know enough. Oh, I thought you'd be an expert. He's Kyle, part of the Shazam know? situation. Hey Shazam. man, I'm pretty good a lot of the time. <laughs> yes, uh, you I, are. I, I want to say he's uh <laughs> he's one of Shazam's main villains. Um, and uh, Superman would be involved too. So you probably have a movie potentially with Henry Cavill, The Rock, and that that guy who played Shazam, whatever his fucking name is. Is Black, Black Adam Levi. actually the name of a superhero? It is. That's hilarious. Is he uh, is more Black? hilarious is he, than a is superhero? He a, is he being... a white guy? That's even no, he's more. not. He's black. More hilarious than a superhero being called the Black Panther that was created in the seventies. I mean, you're gonna tell. I think all of it's silly. You know, you got you, 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 hey, you shut up. Okay, <laughs> uh, cool. Hey, being silly doesn't mean it's bad. There's a lot of silly shit in Lord of the Rings, and I'm never gonna count oh, Lord headed. of the Rings. I did oh, yeah. that recently, also. I made my girlfriend watch the Lord of the Rings. Good. And it was, did she it was, enjoy it? She did. And extended we were, uh, edition. Yes. Yes. Yes, and, my man. And you know <laughs> what? We did also. We did Terminator Two, and I never saw these full extended edition. You don't have to do it, by the way. I think the pacing's better than the original. Don't watch it, it in the Terminator. Um, but yeah, there was like bits. I didn't know. I didn't realize I was watching extended, to be honest with you, until there was like a part. And I was like, this is so silly. This is when Arnold smiled. 
No, no, I mean, no, not that. That I love. In Lord that. of the Rings. Oh, right? I meant Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh. The uh, it was like I think it was like Pip and Mary like being carried by the orcs, and he's just like, I, what is he? He's like play dead, play dead. Is he saying play dead, or he's like shut up? So he, like, he's trying to get them to drink. They're they're carrying them. Yes, is and it's just such a weird conversation. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? And it's like, yeah. need the, you're there. you're right because I I know exactly the scene you're talking about because fucking of course I do, and <laughs> what they should they 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 picked the wrong scenes to extend. So like when they threw in the Saruman dying extended scene, it was like okay, but that's not why would you throw it in that way? That's not the way that he died. He didn't get kicked off of the Tower of Orthanc and fall and get spiked. He. After the War of the Ring, he and Grima and a bunch of leftover goblins and shit, they went and they did this scourge, scourge of the Shire, where they were going to go and fuck up the Shire. Then there's a whole other fucking chapter where after all of it, the hobbits have to gang up and figure out the way <laughs> to defend the Shire against all of these kind of remnant Urukai orc uh, kind of, you know, mix nah, with Saruman and them. Yeah, there's that asshole men hyped. though, right? And, and there are some, I think he also has some like, some remnant like, uh, Easterlings or whatever they would be, those yeah, guys who yeah, are, who yeah, are marching just, with they're the. Just, they're just big brutes who have taken over the Shire and they've like locked people up and like they've got like a, 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 a this this guy in charge who's like under their thumb and it's a it was a weird chapter to get to when I read it in prison so so I was like I was like fuck we're destroyed the ring and we've got I don't know a hundred more pages to go what the fuck else are they gonna do here and they go back to the Shire and have a little war. We have a little Shire War. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, and that would have been a really fucking cool scene. It wasn't the Easterlings. It wasn't the Haradrim. It was, fuck, I don't remember the Dawnland, something like that. They were like the evil men that kind of lived in the Rohan era or area and yeah. just kind of caused mayhem. And they had a, a black crow as their signet, if I recall. And yeah, they, he, he scooped up a bunch of them and, and got them to do some nonsense with the Shire. But Mary Pippin... Sam Frodo, with their experience now, they they managed to lead it back. And really, even reading at the time, it's like, you know what? Uh, throughout this entire trilogy, Frodo and Sam have absolutely no experience leading people. At least, at least Merry and Pippin have the tiniest bit by being yeah. like the second half man to be allowed to ride with Eowyn or with Aemir as they do stuff. So... Yeah, regardless, it would have been way cooler if they had to put the Scourge of the Shire in there instead of... The, I don't know, you know if it would have or not, because in the books, it was like, it was kind of like waste. I was just like, well, I mean, clearly they're going to win. Like, 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 these guys are like war heroes who have, who have fought monsters and demigods themselves. Yeah. Well, see, they're, they're the not going to have a hard time yeah. with a few like jackbooted thugs who have taken over the, you know, the Shire. But at the same time, the jackbooted thugs are regular sized guys who are experienced fighters and it's just hobbits there doing it. Like they don't have mm -hmm. any, I don't, I don't recall any like Gondorian guys or Rohirrim coming to help no, out right. or elves or dwarves. No. It was just the hobbits trying to defend yeah, themselves. It was. And the reason that they didn't add that, I think is because the, the apex of the war of the ring ends so high that if then you let it come down and then you add a subsequent, Conflict, it's, terrible for pacing. It, it, it's not going to crest nearly as well and so it makes sense for a movie let the war of the ring be the big the the grand finale to all this and don't add this this yeah peter jackson conflict. killed it yeah they, they, they yeah. couldn't have done that story much more perfectly than they did even the casting i think is just so so good I like, feel like when you incredible. look at who didn't do the story well 
was uh, I can't who fuck wrote it. Not J.K. Rowling, but you know whatever his name is. Who's the guy? Wait, who who wrote who wrote uh, Lord of the Wings? J.R. Tolkien. Tolkien. Oh, J.R. Tolkien. Tolkien yeah. somehow wrote an amazing story, but wrote it kind of shitty. You know, it was just it was a painful slog to get through some of the details he put in that book. Some there of it, it's not even that it's written, written shitty. It's that his pacing is weird, and it's clear that he was autistic, and so he would start a chapter that's about something that the reader really doesn't care. But he wasn't writing this for the reader. He was writing it to explore his own fantasy land, and so he would go so deep into shit that did not matter for the overall plot. Yes. And then by the end of it, you're like, oh, oh, th this Radagast fella must be serious. Or Well, I guess that was a hobbit, but even so... It, it wasn't written to be an entertaining thing. It was a man borderline losing his mind alone in a room for years, inventing languages and coming up with all cool of stories. that stuff. And, and all, all the different races, all the conflicts, the orcs, Uruk. it was it's, it's so fucking good. People are going to remember Lord of the Rings hundreds of years from now. Can you say the same about a lot of other modern? All of that Tom no. Bombadil stuff was just useless. You, so you, and you all read Lord of the Rings. Everyone here read it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and I, you know, a Tom Bombadil. I tried was a so many I times. Him. I couldn't get past. I couldn't even get out of the Shire when I was. When <laughs> it takes a while. It's yeah. a while. I'm, I'm just like. I tried yeah, twice. Damn. I never got out of the Shire. It's like playing a game, and I'm like, I couldn't beat it. Dude, the <laughs> amount of 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 details about all of the food and items and entertainment that Bilbo was having ordered for his party is ludicrous. In that. Because it's like pages where it's like, and they ordered 17 hens and enough ale for a, a goblin horde. And <laughs> oh my God, there's another there's another page of it. And, and, <laughs> and it was fine brown and, ale and, from the and, Sutherlands. In the from Sutherlands, the they make their ale fine and brown because the summers are <laughs> yeah, long. <laughs> long summers and fertile soil. Because in the old days, there was a sea there. A <laughs> and the ham. <laughs> and you're like, the You're like, wait a minute. What? Are we learning about the mer people who lived in the <laughs> sea once upon a time, which is now the fertile lands in the Sutherlands, which grows the grain, which makes the ale, which Bilbo ordered enough for a goblin horde to his 111th where birthday? did they get the grain? Sent from the undying lands with the elves, no doubt. The <laughs> highest quality. <laughs> it's like, and he would he would get so into that shit that it's like, man. Even my love of the Lord of the Rings series, which is strong, good lord, some of those chapters in the books are a rough track. And then other times it gets frustrating because you'll be reading through it and you'll there's so much buildup, so much plot devices, so much excitement building up, for example, to the the minds of Moria and all of the shit that happens in there. And then the actual conflicts and shit, like you can tell in the time he was writing it what he was interested in. Because he'll yeah. like blow through the con uh, conflict in just a few dozen pages after it's been built up for a hundred pages, and then and after they that, were he'll, he'll all dive slain. back into the, the journey. Yeah, and, and so that yeah, it. I don't think I could have read it as a free man. I, if I had had like other alternative um, avenues of entertainment, if it was like Lord of the Rings in my in my hands, and my fucking TV and my PC in here, and like going out and having a good time, or having a girl come over or something, were all options as well. I'd have been like, all right, this is not. I, I thought work you'd out. read it prior to, to jail. Or I had tried to read it and I had read big excerpts of it and I had watched a lot of YouTube videos explaining like like the in depth, like the nonsense. Lore and all I, 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 yeah, I like, like that. I like that too. I, I knew more YouTube about the Cimmer lore stuff. I had oh, read the Cimmerillion. I had read more of the Cimmerillion 
than I had the books because I, I started trying to watch it and uh, read it in high school when one of my friends got into it. But it was just, I don't know, I never got committed to it. But I'd watch so many YouTube videos like breaking that, like explaining who Tom Bombadil is. I, I want to say that Comics yeah. Explained guy that we referenced earlier in the show about Marvel stuff. I think he, I think he did a Tom Bombadil video. I'm sure but, he did. But the Silmarillion, like if you don't know, that's like a an additional book that feeds no, into the Lord of the Rings lore. I, I, I know you know. I was oh, more saying okay. for the people out there who I only found out like two years much ago. Lives than us. And like they, sorry, I think I was cutting you off when you were talking. Oh no, no, you're you're good, you're good. The Silmarillion is insane. It is absolutely insane. It is the ravings of a man. Yeah, that's what I hear. Do you want to know who Shelob's uncle was? It'll be chilly. It'll be like, and then, and, and, and that's the way it's paced too. It'll be like, and, and another thing about the elves. <laughs> and another thing about it. But, but also that, remember that fucking spider? That spider was cool. I'm, I'm going to jump to the side for a sec. That, that spider, that fucking Shelob spider. You know where it came from? Actually, it was, was the spider in the movie. Yes, yeah. yeah, so she was in the movie. It was the beginning of the third one, The Return of the King, even though that event happens at the end of The Two Towers. They had to add it in there, keep the first part of The uh, Return of the King more exciting. Yep. And his his bouncing around, he'll be like, and then also another thing about Legolas, his great, 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 great grandmother was actually related in a way to Galadriel, which makes him a higher tier elf. And that's why Elrond had that instinct. And it's like, I love that shit, though. I it, like that stuff. Well, you you won't get a lot of it unless you read the actual Lord of the Rings books, and uh, it, it it is if you love deep dives into lore that are so deep it's insane, then you will like the Silmarillion because it's a it's, guy yeah, who's lost himself in his own fantasy world. Yeah, it's it's a little much, um, but yeah, I, I I tore through it in prison like less than five days for sure. Like definitely less than five days, but you got to keep in mind I have all day, all three and of them in five days. I I got I got one that was just a solid book. That's oh, okay. all three of them. Yeah, wow. that's what they that's what they had in prison. It was it was nice and thick. I, I don't BRB guys, but I still hear you. By the way, I don't remember how thick it was. Maybe twelve hundred pages, something like that. For, you for that, don't talk to Harley. While so that Harley guy, can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought if he interrupted Woody one more time, the man was going to have an aneurysm. Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what's happening. Dude, I'm playing with this Golden Star shit. It's a, it's a, a prop from Escape from Tarkov. And it's actually like, a, like if I have a chapstick that's really medicated, like Blistex or something, it's yeah, comparable yeah. to that. And Carmen. I've just been fiddling with it in with my fingers or whatever. And I touched my eye. I'm sorry? I, I don't see what you have in your hand. What it's 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 I'm very medicated it lip you. balm. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. It works as a painkiller in Escape for Tarkov, and I found it for some too much money, like twenty four dollars on Amazon. Yeah, it's in my shopping cart. It's been there, <laughs> and I was like, it's kind of as a goof during my live stream. Sometimes I'd put it on, and in in the game, he puts two fingers. He takes an oversized swipe and puts it on. I do the same thing, and and we head into battle, right? So, do, do you struggle to get it? Is it really difficult to open? Yes, I've made a point of not shutting it very hard so that I can get it open because so otherwise Taylor, in, I need tools. In the in the game, like you, it's a painkiller, and you know what painkillers do. But in the game, what they'll do is they'll keep you from limping, or they'll steady your your aim up if your arm is injured badly, and that can be very important if you need to get away quietly. And not take damage, or or if you need to like be steady to get in a, a gunfight, 
And you know, the so stakes you are very often high use game. it in the heat of the moment. So so he'll pull it out, and you see your character try to like open it, and he goes, Arr! Arr! and he like stops for a second, and he's like, Arr! and he open gets finally, and, and like when you first see that, you're like, oh, what a cool little silly am animation, kind of poking fun at how hard it is to open Golden Star Lip Balm. But when you need it in the game, and you're just you're just like, come the fuck on. You'd have lubed it up by now, bro. You'd have <laughs> it's hard. So anyway, that... like $6 scoops of lip balm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually comes in like a 12 pack. So there's a lot of them, but oh, I, I only need like 50 cents worth. But uh, so some, I was just playing with it all show long because it's a silent thing to fiddle with. It doesn't ruin the show. And uh, mm. I got it on my fingers and then I got it in my <laughs> eye and it's... It's not stopping. <laughs> like it's really <laughs> fucking with me. I don't know how to describe like this minty medicated burn that I'm dealing with. Right? Is this eye red? I don't know. It, it, like it, it look red, but it, it feels like icy hot. I'm sure, right? Just yeah. Icy or uh, uh, tiger bomb. Tiger bomb might be a better. Ooh, uh, that stuff's stout. It's in that yeah. family. It's no joke, and I'm just like blinking isn't helping. Nothing's helping. Time's barely helping. You need some milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I pepper sprayed me so uh yeah there was no i, I wasn't i didn't even notice being interrupted very much but yeah uh, I, I almost also bought the ai2 and the chocolate bar those are also on amazon what is the ai2 it's a medical kit and then the alanka chocolate or whatever it is that's in the game it's got that little girl on it little chocolate bar that's also on amazon both wildly overpriced i i, I had them in my shopping cart for months and i was just like you're not gonna spend eighty dollars on three things just to look at. Like, like <laughs> they're not even. They don't that do anything. They don't do anything. Like, like, like but I mean, the, at least the lip balm works. It does. Yeah, I actually like it. Um, it's it's a little strong, but <laughs> it, it's <laughs> an acquired that. taste. Uh, yeah. Do you want to do an ad while hard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me knock those out. that shit. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath that humid awful smell it keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave now just think about all the times that you were the gross smelly one and the other person was trying to find a way to get away from you you probably can't think of any examples and that's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own bad breath odor in other words you could be walking around with trash mouth not even realize you're grossing everyone out that's why smart mouth was invented Smart Mouth's clinically proven two-liquid formula combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent that bad breath from returning all day. You just rinse once, once in the morning, once at night, and you'll just never have bad breath again. Whether it's the boardroom or the bedroom, having confidence in your breath spells success. So go on over to smartmouth.com PKA now for a free coupon. You can find Smart Mouth products in the oral health aisles of Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, smartmouth.com slash pka check them out we keep talking about them all the time actually works yeah the mouthwash you're probably using it's old-fashioned get with it binary compounds uh this is a brand new ad uh very important to us that uh you guys help us out with this one because it really is uh pretty legit it's good stuff we all shop online a lot and we've all uh seen this promo code field uh, it taunts you at checkout you don't have a promo code, maybe. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for uh, coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free browser extension that finds promo codes for you and automatically applies them to your cart on lots of different websites. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. 
Um, it doesn't matter what site what site you're on. Almost every single site. DoorDash is a big one for us. Um, Honey is a uh, it. I'm sorry, I lost my place. Uh, when you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is is click the Apply Coupons button. Wait a few seconds as Honey scans its database of all the working coupons for that site, and just watch the prices drop. You can save a ton of money. Honey has found it's over uh, 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings already. Honey supports over 30,000 uh, stores online, including Walmart, DoorDash, and Lululemon, which we were talking about earlier. If you don't already have uh, have Honey, you could straight up be missing out on free money. It's literally free, and it installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you're going to be doing yourself a solid, and like I said, supporting us. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash PKA. That's joinhoney.com slash PKA. You really will save a ton of money. Like, like if you don't have a promo code, this thing just automatically does it for you. It's, I'm downloading that shit. What a great service. Yeah. That's a good ass idea. I've been using it to order food. It's great. Yeah. It's just money need. on the table. You're, you're, you're leaving it. money on the table without it. Yeah. And it doesn't exactly. cost you. It just, it's free. And, uh, the, it's just free. It tells you if you could save money smart. when you're buying shit. It's a great smart. service. It's smart of Honey to hit you guys up too, because your audience needs it. And I feel like they wouldn't get a Honey ad anywhere else. To be honest with you, no, those are not everywhere. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> they're certainly not um, everywhere. But uh, it's a, such a useful thing. It's one of those things when people find it, they're like, "Oh, this is great." But if you use it, also we're hunting down Dawn dish soap. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you were to use our code joinhoney.com slash PKA, uh, then they're more likely to advertise with us again. And yep, yep. It supports the show. Like you can support the show by saving money win win. Yep. I like how you were like, I'm not going to spend uh, 80 bucks to get something to just look at. And then, like, my figures are just sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you I guess before? if I had like a display case of stuff like that, then it would be cool to have, um, you know, some Tarkov stuff. If I could still have guns, like one of the things I think I would do is like collect a few Tarkov guns. Like I would have an ADAR for sure. Like kit it out exactly like an ADAR, like base model <laughs> AR looks like in the game with the wooden stock. You can make that happen for easily less than $800, like, like probably less. Like really cheaply, you can make that happen. You can get a pulse rifle for 800 bucks too. Harley, have yeah, you ever brought Yeah, but it over... won't kill people at a thousand meters. Have you ever brought over any of your figurines on this show to show the the rarest, best ones that you have? Because I'd love to see some of, you know, and, and of course you have to tell us how much you paid for it, but the most expensive <laughs> quality, the best ones. Do you have a couple you could grab maybe and show us if you don't mind? Of course. So I actually um like uh I didn't I I only grabbed the ones that I thought would be good for photographs, but my favorite uh, figure that I have is a, it's a two pack one. It's two Luke Skywalkers, um, and they are uh, it's it's Luke on Bespin. So one like his hand is magnetic and it detaches, um, and his clothes are all messed up. But the other one, he's all like, good. "What is that?" Uh, what does that mean, Luke on Bespin. It's from Empire Strikes Back, like when basically when Darth oh. Vader tells him that he's his father. Um, but it's just a, an old toy that has like this knob in the back that you can adjust the eyes, which is just a weird feature they abandoned. <laughs> oh, I remember those. Yeah, that was a dumb feature. Yeah. <laughs> what use is that? <laughs> Having what? some schizophrenic looking eye darting <laughs> doll. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
All right, let's see what he's got. Let's see what he's I got. I look forward to I it. I only have a lot. I have a lot of Star Wars ones here. Are they all Star Wars? I was going to ask. All right, go ahead. Uh, no, I have like One Punch Man and Spider-Man and shit. Spider-Man's a good one, but he doesn't. Yeah. God, I hate um, Star Wars. Um, <laughs> Young Toy Boy, by the way. I take pictures of all my figures. Uh, this is... Uh, you know what? It's better if you actually, if you just pull up the Instagram, I could, there's, I have a lot of access to my uh, older figures and stuff and more expensive ones. Um, yeah. This is an investment, right? This is, uh, this one is an Anakin, but it's a dark side Anakin. You get into a collector aspect. Um, they don't really lose their value. Um, but I have this exact doll, the exact same thing. But for 50 bucks more, only available at San Diego Comic-Con, could you get the one with the red eyes, which was this one. So I had a friend go pick it up for me. But, like, that's the thing is, like, you pay, like, 300 bucks for a, an Anakin Skywalker doll. Goodness. Then you pay 350 for the dark side version. Um, and then I got an Obi-Wan. Uh, they look so shit when I'm just holding them here. They, they really don't. I was about to comment that they look amazing. Dude, they, they look, look good so holding them. I'm on your Instagram. Do you have like a professional photographer doing this? Yeah, I that's I make. Uh, I don't know if you know, but I've been involved in production for like the last ten years of my life. Harley Mornstein. So. <laughs> I know. I do. I take those pictures. This is the most autistic social media account I've ever seen. <laughs> Harley, it your is photography is really good. Thank you. you it's, got... um, if you, uh, <laughs> these are my, uh, it's like my little side passion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but so, Taylor, so Woody and I, I think Woody, we were talking before the show. I think our question's been answered. Um, Taylor's been killing it on Twitch. Go check him out, Taylor Merka. And we were talking about what is what does he need to do with some of these newfound monies that he's been <laughs> accruing? <laughs> Star Wars figurines, Taylor. This is hey, they have Lord of the Rings ones. I haven't bought a single one, but all of these they do have Lord of the Rings ones. I liquidated all of my assets and I've put it all into Cole's cash. <laughs> I, it's gonna turn around. It's gonna turn around. No, <laughs> that's that's really cool. I, I've I've wasted money on all sorts of little nonsensical things that second. I love. But this was uh, all fun. You put Picard and Yoda in the same scene. Mm. Yeah, wouldn't that be so interesting? Picard and Yoda. Oh my god! I just I mean, like the idea. Deep. I like the idea of Picard would have to be like, "Listen, the Sith are no different from the Jedi. It's just a religion." Can I read yeah. your comment? We yeah. only ask that you allow the Federation to lead peaceful negotiation amongst the Jedi and Sith. I assure you, we have dealt with more volatile relations. I want to see the show now. Yeah. It's true. Like if you Picard goes in there, he's gonna clean up shit. Um, I always think about like even when I think about like Thanos really or all that. <laughs> I think about <laughs> yeah, how about you go to this one where it's me, uh, I have a doll of me. I, I got one made of me. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. Uh, how do I, are you linking it? Yeah, I'm, I just found it. Here it is. Yeah, you see had to this? find the link to the him doll. Let's see this bad boy. Oh, why did it do that? Is it making yeah, you guys log in or can you see? Oh it? my god, Harley. Oh my God! Why are you he holding hands? Why hands? are you holding hands with what I think is Padme? No, no, it's Ray. But yeah, it's, it's Ray. Ray. Okay. Hey, at least it's not a Powerpuff Girl. 
What? When you That's realize true. Kylo doesn't know how to treat a lady, so you make a custom figure of yourself to take Ray out on dates. What a cringy, Dude, what a cringy compared... guy, eh? What a cringy. <laughs> What Dude, I think that's what, but, but you're not a, you're a smart man. So that's what you are going for with this. This is intentional cringe. Uh, I can't, I can't really exactly say that. <laughs> um, it, it goes in the same thing. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it goes in the same, the same thing that like, I like K-pop. And sometimes people will be like, oh, do you or are you just like being like, I like K-pop, you know? Like a weeb, yeah. I'm, uh, I I genuinely like these things. And there is a part of me where I'm like, damn, it's a doll collection. That's stupid as hell. There's a I part of me that's Trek. like that. Are, are you, What's wrong you, with your forearms in this? <laughs> your doll forearms look absurd. Oh, come that's on. That's a toy. <laughs> that's the best response <laughs> that's not actually me taylor oh yeah okay. but i also saw i was scrolling through i saw a action figure of trump and mm-hmm. it is the most generous physique i have ever seen given to a politician he is thin he's got a nice jaw he's looking fit the I guess the hair is pretty on point, and the the face. Mm-hmm. Oh like, no! But the face, the face I, is very good. The face of it's very good. Unironically, I made I though. made that face a bit more orange. If you look, if you click next, that's what the face really was like. And I took oh. it out of the box. I was like, Nah, he doesn't look like that. You did so a much better. A, your version is a little dusted. Yeah, he's a little dusted there. But also, look at the physique. Like, he doesn't have that taper in. He's fat no. as shit. Yeah, you know? you're right. You're right. I'm not gonna shit on Star Wars fandom because I because I'm such a huge Star Trek fan. Like, like I, we're, we're shitting on Harley. Oh well, we're <laughs> shitting on Harley's Star Wars fandom though a little bit. I I, I'm having Star a hard Trek. time with the doll, frankly, of you. I, I just I, I'm struggling with that. <laughs> Dude, how I, could you not? That's some serial killer shit. Because. <laughs> because because I do love you, Harley. But but goddamn, you you have a doll of yourself holding Ray's hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm struggling with that so much, and I don't think I, I can't. I can't decide if it's worse that you're wearing street clothes in as the doll, or it's better. Like, you know like I, I almost feel like if you'd made an alternate version of you where you're a Jedi, I'd have been more on board. But the fact that you're in street clothes and Ray is wearing her Jedi robes. And I put my jacket over her shoulders. Street and clothes is better because then real chilly. Harley can hook up with all sorts of people, right? The blue chick from X-Men. Now you guys know why I was Seek. like, hold up, hold up. Don't insult that Powerpuff guy. <laughs> yeah. his fantasy. Yeah. Glass houses, bro. Glass houses. <laughs> forward to me with this Star Wars girl. And I'm like, I'll hold your hand. The fact that we started off with the anchor point of that Powerpuffs guy actually makes you look more normal here. Because yeah. that guy, that guy's shit is crazy. You haven't, you haven't had a comic book commissioned or anything, have you? No. I guarantee he's thinking about it though. He is. He's thinking about it now. You know what? If you were to take that photo of your <laughs> next to Ray from Star Wars, and you would have photoshopped a real life girl's face of someone you have a crush on, that's something an Indian guy would post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a whole extra level. I feel like. I feel like that's a whole extra level. Have you ever seen those um, pictures, like Indian people Facebook? This is subreddit. Yeah, it, it's it wild. Is, it is 
hilarious. The amount of, of Indian guys that will just jump into a comment section and be like, boast bubs and veggie. Just straight up <laughs> on like a here with my dog canoeing. And it's just <laughs> so many sexual comments underneath it. That's funny. Show but me no, your no. bubs. Show me your bubs and vagine. Vagine. Yeah, that, yeah that, well, this is this is certainly a hobby. It is. That it is. Feels, the thing is, I, I, I used one hobby and another passion to kind of like uh, leapfrog it here. So I was like, well, I buy toys. That's yeah. stupid. Why would I buy toys so you could just look at it? No, I'm going to take photographs of them. So now yeah. it's like I've taken two hobbies and mixed it into one. Um, and then like, you know, I, I post it up. I do it on social media. So, you know, do, do whatever you have to tell yourself. These are your tax right off. God damn, that lip balm looks cool as fuck now. That's what yes. I'm saying, bro. You should, you got guys, this is toys. You should see like, I have an arsenal of, of, you got a of He-Man weapons. Shit? All fake web, like portal guns. Uh, gravity guns, Captain America's shield, Thor's <laughs> hammer. Like I have. Is all the portal gun something you could grab? I I really like portal. Oh, I, I don't. I none. I don't have any of them it's, here right now. The, but the portal gun is just the white portal gun, and it has um, the orange strip on it. Mm -hmm. But you could take that off and make it the blue one or the purple one because yep. there's like three portal guns in the games. Um, lights <laughs> up, makes noises. The gravity gun. I got the, actually one of my crazy things. Probably the needler. Needler was like 350 bucks. It's like a big ass needler. And when I put that in my hand, I was like, oh shit, Master Chief's a big ass dude. Because he holds two of these. You know, like $350. You yeah, it was really. You could have got you, a, you a gun. $100 for two of them? Or you just got one? Wait, you, you didn't no, get I just two got one. Oh, no, I thank God. That would have been crazy if you just spent seven. I mean, dual wielding is the meta with the needler. Am, am I the only yeah. one? Yeah, but I'd like to get my hands on maybe like if they had a Magnum from Halo. That'd be pretty Yeah, good. dude, if I start collecting uh, toys and figurines, my Twitch chat will be like, man, what a cool hobby you've picked up, Taylor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. And that's how they'd react. I'm sure they'll be very supportive <laughs> of it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, every so Why, often Taylor they, raids me react? when I stream, and it's like, guys, guys, we talk nicely to each other here. <laughs> uh, they don't. Oh, my, my chat's funny. Yes. Like, I... I I will go into most chats on Twitch and it'll be like, like someone will say, Hey, what you should be doing here is hit X twice next to that box. And you'll get a little bit of extra loot. And I'll see the streamer being like, thank you so much. So-and-so 69, 420 really appreciate it. In mine, I'll be like, what am I supposed to do? And they'll be like, shoot the red box, shoot the red box. And then everybody will say that. And then I'll do it. And it turns out the red box is dynamite. And I have to restart a 20 minute mission <laughs> because I died. And it's it, it makes you know it's making me a better gamer. Are you ever like guys? I, I actually don't want to be trolled right now. I'm I'm kind of suffering. I want to have some yeah, success. That doesn't work. The best way that's to stop trolling. Work. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Hey, internally, stop trolling me. Okay? I, no, internally, are you he ever can, like I don't want to be trolled right now? How how do I get actual help? No, me? like honestly, like I don't I don't mm. give like the gaming is kind of. It's not secondary. secondary. It's important, but like it's mostly I'm just making jokes and fucking around, and inter okay. I, I interact with chat constantly. Like even mm -hmm. when I'm playing Red Dead or something, I'm always Me looking too. over, seeing if somebody has a funny joke or something. Because my chat, not even pumping their tires, they're genuinely hilarious. They have the same sense, same sense of humor we have here on the show, and 
they're pumping it into the chat constantly. They got good bits, good jokes, and I, I really like that. So, yeah, Taylor Merka on Twitch and Woody's Gamer Tag on Twitch. Uh, we're we're taking Twitch by storm, folks. We're, <laughs> we're getting a thousand viewers a stream when we're watching. 60 Sometimes days Taylor now. and I combine for twelve hundred. Sometimes, sometimes, but I do and like, and I bring in two. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cut you off. Twelve hundred viewers is actually quite good. Taylor, yeah, I mean, I've the, seen Taylor get eleven hundred, probably twelve too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah great. I, last night I had about eleven hundred people hanging out, watching sixty days in, and it. First of all, that show fucking rocks. Great show. Uh, my gaming streams don't pull as many views as my just chatting and my my other streams, but like. I still want to do the games. Like I feel like that's that's part and parcel of doing Twitch, and it's more fun. Like, not not more fun, but it's it's fun having something to do and, and have a, a common engagement. Uh, yeah, Red Dead, definitely gonna keep playing that. That game rocks. Uh, after this, Portal maybe. I might I might do Portal. I was I was talking to Chiz about he and I maybe doing a two person stream playing that. I've never played Portal before, and I'm really nervous about how. Dumb. It'll I'm gonna look frustrating. It's for sure. It'll be a very uh, frustrating I'm, experience. I'm sure it'll be very frustrating, and so that's why I'm kind of holding off on it. I want to do more GTA stuff. Like Grand Theft Auto Five is probably the most fun game I've played in the last ten years. Okay. Other, other than COD Four, I have not had, and I played 100 percent of GTA Five, the story mode on stream, and it was a fucking blast. That that's game is best. so I much love fun. That game. I love that game. I Just played the, Portal a couple character. of times. So you're playing Portal 2, it sounds like, if you're doing a duel. Uh, Portal, Portal 2, yeah, that, that's what she's... Yeah. Uh, I played through that. Which I played through it with Colin. I, I don't know how many times I played that, but... So you want to know a good game? I, I might be just... able to make you look smarter. Yeah, see, <laughs> that, that's why it would be good to do it with Chiz, because yeah. he's going to know the places to shoot, and like my priority isn't going to be solving puzzles for the most part. It's going to be joking around with chat and having a good time and... Uh, um, yeah, that so, seems you know, to be the formula that works on my channel. Is there are some games that lend channel. really. There's some games that lend really well to that. And um, some that don't. And I know you would probably, you would probably shoot down the idea right off the bat. But a game like Animal Crossing leaves so much for you and your chat. And even though there's like a lot of games that the chat may have experienced, but I feel like with you roasting games, yeah. like a game like Animal Crossing that's so popular. And there is a lot to enjoy in it. I think you booting that up and playing it, like fuck, I'd love to watch that. That's I'll, just I'll play whatever. Fun as hell, you know. I'm fine with it, but what what do you do in Animal Crossing? Is it like Farmville? You like you make your guy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you make yeah. you make you make your guy, and then you uh, you know you shake a tree for a branch. You take three branches. You make an axe. You like you know. Chop down you know a tree what's and you make a fishing rod. I, I think I asked on stream what's Animal Crossing like, and someone said it's like Farmville. I've never played either game, and I just go, "Is it like Farmville?" <laughs> and I know <still laughs> nothing more about what the game is about. My wife like, and daughter seem to just go fishing a lot, and they build a museum with the things they collect. Yeah, yeah, it's you just a, it's a, it's a good stream game, and it's one that you can like. You can get eight eight other streamers in there with you, also. Or what's really fun, especially with your audience, is you'd be surprised how many of them actually probably play Animal Crossing. Maybe. And, if, and you go to their islands. Like, you tour their island. You walk around their island. You're like, ooh, this is bullshit. <laughs> go in their house. You see how they set things up. And they get to take you on this little tour. And it's fun. Please, I don't know if other um, streamers Taylor. can play around with my chat, though. Because, like, I'll, like, I'll raid some people. And, like, Woody, Woody's got fuck you money. He doesn't care. He's doing this for fun. <laughs> and so I'll raid Woody. And he's like... 
yeah, we're we're good. We're everybody behave. And I'll raid <laughs> someone like Tucker. Like I, I raided, I'll raid Tucker with like eight hundred people or something, trying to be like nice. Like, hey, you're my friend, Tucker. I really like you. You're a good guy. Here's a raid, being friendly. And immediately Tucker would be like, all right, all right, everyone, we got we got rules here. <laughs> um, other, other things you can say. This isn't Taylor's chat. Uh, you can't. <laughs> and I, I always do before I raid. I always tell everybody to behave. They don't. It doesn't uh, work at all. <laughs> Do you play on computer? Yeah, yeah, I play on computer. So I've got like I, I even play GTA on my PC just with a a controller. You would need a a switch, right, to play Animal Crossing? Is it only on the Switch? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I do have a Switch, but I oh. I did not know that. I I thought yeah. you could download every game online at this point. You got to get point. Animal you got to get Animal Crossing, I'm telling you. Do you I like think it? he's like onto something, Taylor. I I think it's a super stream friendly game. It's mega mega popular right now, so it might even bring an audience of some sort. The only challenge is I think a lot of the people who enjoy Animal Crossing might be a little pure. So there's a yes. They're going to be like, what the fuck? You got to think about the people that that play Animal Crossing like me. There is no one playing Animal Crossing that's available. That's like you know, right? A couple guys. I watch. I watch. It's an untapped degenerate market. Yeah. And we got uh, the DGens. We got, <laughs> we, got, we got the RSK I've, killers. We got the Dawn boys. We're all about if, Dawn now. If you like, uh, if you like um, GTA, you'd probably like Far Cry also. That's a pretty fun game to stream. I've heard mixed things about Far Cry because I, I watched a couple of videos of it. Someone recommended it. So it's on YouTube. And a lot of people were saying that it sucked. And that it was was not that great of a game. Maybe it was it's just tough to say because we're talking about, like you say Far Cry, we're talking about literally eight games. But, oh, oh. Uh, but like Which Far Cry one? Five is the most recent one where it's Far like Cry you know kind of like yeah. yeah it's like the whole Bible Belt uh, anarchy vibe like uh, something like that and then there was like a, an add on to it but it's still like you know it's shit to pay every year and get that game that's just kind of tweaked a bit more and a bit more maybe but I think if you've never touched them like you got a whole lot you can enjoy there a lot yeah um, I think. Uh, I think like you would do exceptionally well. And by the way, I'm just listing off things to you that work for me as well. Cause I feel like we probably have adult audiences. Like, yeah, I can't, I know, like I don't play Fortnite. I don't really enjoy Fortnite. So I'm fortunate that like my audience doesn't expect me to play a game like Fortnite. I'm sure your audience is probably the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not playing um, Fortnite. Yeah. I think there's like a, a lot of games you could play, but really, and I've been noticing trending, um, especially on YouTube and and just in terms of enjoyment, like I'm really enjoying VR and VR content and making VR content and watching like like if you took your attitude to VR chat where you're now in an open world with like, you know, 30 people that look like anime, like furries, and they're talking That's at you and you could hilarious. talk back with them like the outcome of which you would be able to pull from those scenarios would be so funny even if you just go on youtube and look up some vr chat stuff uh, that's a good buy. idea because that's just that's just riffing and i like doing that you It'd might need a better computer in there shooting the sh yeah yeah oh, i probably yeah, might will. need a better no better problem no, well for vr yeah but you can actually go on to vr chat and not be vr mouse and keyboard but it's not as fun because it's fun to grab do, things. do i, I need taylor. another anime 
another GPU and another CPU? Yeah, like I don't know your everything? CPU, so I, I can't say. You need another you know, GPU. I'm sorry, say that again. We have that in common. I don't know my <laughs> CPU. Either. Uh, yeah, there is a chance you All might right, just... So what you need, you need okay. to buy this from me, this 1080, and you need to buy a... Uh, no, this is a 1080 Ti. This 1080 Ti will run it fine. And I've also got a Vive, like the original Vive, and I'll sell them both for like real cheap. Okay. That's a well, worthy well, investment. I feel like your audience would really like that. I need to Google that game. Also, a little side thing. If you do, by the way, go into VR and you do that stuff, I'm all I'm also down to stream as well. You know, I stream VR too or whatever, so it'd be jokes. We could uh but I'm on Facebook. Which is fine because if you're like, oh yo, hardly streaming over on Facebook, people are gonna be like, We're not going there. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're not, get not mad at me. I don't accounts are not boomers. The the, yeah. the Kyle idea might be a good one. I'd also like with Taylor's stream success is not a silly idea to invest in some sort of alpha rig. Yeah, that's definitely. true too. Yeah. I'm getting to the point now. It's like, oh, and I told him I would on the stream last night. Thank you, God King HUD on Twitch for donating $700 <laughs> last night. That's ridiculous, but thank yeah. you. Big, big ups. That is, it, it's, such a, it's such a wild thing. I remember when I first streamed on Twitch, I, I got a $700 donation and I was like freaking out. I was like, can I call you? <laughs> can i call you after the stream i'm gonna be done in like an hour can i call you whisper me your phone number uh and i called this guy and i was like yo what's up He was like yeah man hey so crazy you're calling me i'm like not that crazy it's crazy that you gave me seven hundred dollars and 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 also like you know like i had i have like another job and a thing that i do and like people know that i'm working you know and I was like, why? I'm like, I needed to know because I didn't fully understand the culture of it at that point when I started streaming. This was like 2016. And I was like, why is it? Um, why would you do that? And he was like, yeah, I'm just a successful guy. I like what you do. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to share it. And isn't it just so fucked that someone gave you $700 for sitting on it's, your it's ass crazy. and just chilling and playing games? See, and stuff? It, it almost makes me feel guilty when I get donations like 100%. that. Like, oh my God. Like, I don't, I don't deserve this for 100%. sitting here being silly on the internet. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you so mm -hmm. much. And like, I felt bad because first of all, this guy donated it in $50 increments. So 14 $50 donations. And like, I'm stopping the 60 days in show we're watching all the time being like, thank you so much. That's so fucking kind to you. And it gets to the point where, a lot of the normal viewers, the other fucking 1,100 people at one point are like, watch the fucking show! Stop talking to me! Like, alright, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and so it's, it's it difficult. Is. But yeah, I, know, I totally I know. I resonate with what you're saying about like the it feels so easy what you're doing and then getting paid for it, like you feel like a criminal almost. Isn't it, isn't it wild when you watch those videos? I don't know if you keep up with it, but like like some of like the, the Twitch girls that will be like pay five bucks it's not anything and stuff like that i always ever since i ever approached Rude. streaming or anything like that like i've always been like you don't even need to don't even worry about it like just play like i'll play with people even if they're not subscribed or whatever i just it was so it's so not it was just it's so weird because the way i feel even if someone goes and gives 50 bucks i'm like damn even now i'm like 50 bucks Dude, 50, 50 bucks is bucks real money. a big ass fucking amount of money to give to a person. 
Twenty bucks is a lot of money on a street. All of these are huge amounts and, and hugely appreciated. I do sometimes go the other way when people donate ten cents, and it's like, all right, all right, that was a dime. Do we have to stop the whole show and read this out and do the whole thing for a dime? This is kind of a troll donation. Usually, what I do with that is like, if it's a like the stream, I'll be like, oh, thank you for the bits. Like the stream, glad you like it. If it's like ten cents and it's a huge sentence, it's like I, I, I can't derail everything that's going on for that. Like people, people won't like. Well, that's why they make minimums, right? I think you could have minimums set up. I don't know if I could have that on Facebook, but I think you could have like a minimum thing set up. I do have minimums, yeah, have up, so but then my chat is like, "Woody, you missed one. You missed one, Woody." It's like I didn't. He gave me a penny to say mean things. I just yeah. ignored it. <laughs> And this guy, it was also funny because as he's donating the 50s and making it stop, at one point the chat turns against him a little bit and is like, stop ruining the flow of the <laughs> show we're watching. You're just going to charge this back anyway. And that was at like $400 donated. And then he just keeps donating more, being like, nah, bitch, I got a solid job in STEM. I'm not charging back. I'm good. I'm good, <laughs> man. <laughs> he's just <laughs> alpha. Yeah, I like it. I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. like yeah. God King Hud, do not jump over to Woody's chat. Throw oh, no, no, I wasn't <laughs> trying to do that. I, I would just, I, I like the whole like, hey, I work in STEM. I got fuck you money. I have $700 of disposable income and I choose to use it to piss off the rest of your chat. So suck See, it. That's, that's the thing. It's like, like I, I'm so thankful for the donations, but when somebody donates a huge amount of money like that, I'm like, man. <laughs> I'm a fucking loser compared to this guy. <laughs> like, there's, I, I couldn't just decide, you know. Oh, I'm gonna even throw when, seven. Even I mean, I, I could throw seven hundred dollars, but like, I. Yes, you I could. Would, you just got it. I would feel uncomfortable about it. Uh, That's real. Okay. No, just, just decide. I'm more responsible than this guy, and I'm happy with that. You know what? Once we get that Dawn Dish Soap sponsorship, the money's gonna roll in. I like that gonna- he said. I like that he told you he was an engineer, but I like to imagine he was like, like I told you before the show, I was, I was like, that guy drives a fucking train. He's broke tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I mean, I just checked my PayPal before the show and it, no, it hasn't charged back. It's, it's sitting there. So, well, good for him. Good for him. Thank you very much again. God King Hut. Appreciate it. Very nice of you. Even someone's uh, like subscribing. is just like, whoa, like that's the price of Netflix. Yeah. Essentially, someone chose you over Netflix or has said that you are giving like enough of a, you know, however much that comparison is prorated, like you're giving enough of that. It's quite the compliment. That's the whole Twitch thing is sitting there with like the amount of subs rolling in, the amount of donations and just being like, oh, man, like I feel you you get like a feeling. I don't don't know if I'm alone in this. It seems like Harley, you have it too. Almost like a feeling of guilt. Like you don't deserve this. Like you don't deserve oh, sure. this. Oh yeah, but, when people hit me up and they're like, "Bro, you didn't stream yesterday." I'm like, "Fuck, I didn't." They. Eh? How many Shit. people do you subscribe to, Taylor? Uh, I I think most of my subs. I'd have to go check. Most they're of the gifts, subs I have are, are gifted to me, but uh, I do <laughs> have a couple that I I I paid. Uh, I I think I don't remember. I think I might pay for yours, Woody, and then I I know I do for Filthy. Because Filthy's given me some some good Twitch tips over the the months, and I really appreciate that. Uh, I subscribe to Tucker because Tucker's given me some really valuable stuff in Twitter DMs where I'll ask him questions about like what should I do here, what should I do there, and so like that's invaluable. So that's easily worth a couple bucks a month. I subscribe to maybe 
between like four and seven, right? Because I don't maintain all of them reliably. And uh, I do it, I think, for the same reason people subscribe to you or I. I get a little more attention. You know, like it, yeah. if, if someone sees a sub wrote something, you're like, oh, you know, like it, he supports me. I should give him the attention that he's looking for, you know, and, and uh, we do marbles races. You can tell who subscribed and who didn't. And uh, I just, you know, be a little more inclined to root for the guy who's who backs you up. Yeah, I that's, how we got, that's how we got Pistilli on the show. Oh, exactly. You got him on the show because of that. And like t- Twitch is... I'm having more fun on Twitch than I honestly ever had on YouTube creation because YouTube, you make the video, you upload it, and then you read after the fact comments. But Twitch still is still killing it. Like, like he hit that massive bump, like, like right about the time we had him on the show uh, last year, and he is still riding super high. So uh, if, if, if you guys like tar- thousand viewers watching him play today, I watch Pastilli yeah. three hours a day every day. Like I watch a you lot. Watch, of, have you been watching his raid series on YouTube? I, I watched the first one and maybe some of the next one. He's been having a hard fucking time. He's had a couple oh. of shit tier. Like I, I mean, you know, it's it's an episode every day on YouTube that he's uploading. I think he's trying to you know build the YouTube up quite a bit because he's putting a lot of content that, out there. It's it's not just the raid series, but um, I'm sure he recorded it all. I think I've seen four episodes and it was probably all those four episodes are probably recorded in like an hour and a half. So I'm seeing like two weeks ago or something like that, but still I'm just like, I hope he finally finds those pliers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about him. He's having a hard time, it's, but I, I, I like him a lot. So, um, you know, dude. One, one of my, one of my favorite Tarkov players for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 the ones I watch most, aside from the guys that we play with, Leo, you know, Larry, Larry the Strong, and Devin to be Anton, Landmark, and Pastilli. Not necessarily in that order, but like I watch those guys all the time. I'm there constantly. Uh, Pastilli is amazingly good at the game. I think he's won every tournament they've had. And uh, yeah, like it's, it's amazing. One was team based. He's a likable guy. Yeah. She's never watched his restraint, really, but he's so likable. The likable guy and the. Good. All right, please don't take any of what I'm saying and like imagine that it comes from Pastilli. But I've wondered if like the way that he d- he takes all of his donations a hundred percent and sends it to a charity. It's for these kids. I don't know who these kids are, but they're fucking well, it rich. Auto directs to the charity. Like you can't even donate to him. You do when you click donate, it goes to the charity. Thank you for that explanation. Yeah. yeah. So there's no opportunity for silliness or going on, right? When you attempt to donate to Bristilli, you're actually donating to something called the Starlight Foundation, and it goes to these kids who are now fucking rich, I'm sure. Anyway, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of... <laughs> a bunch of, bunch of crippled kids riding around in Lambos. <laughs> just, just, just real, real sidebar. Oh, you He's thought we were going to spend it on medical equipment? <laughs> <laughs> I'm balling. There's <laughs> some kid with a moonroof on his Lambo up so he can have his fucking drip in there. <laughs> no, he's, he's been live for 18 hours and 25 minutes, and he has 137,000 viewers right now. I'm one of them. He's doing a drop event. So That's if you insane. watch him, the, you get things in game. You know, I've gotten some blood sets, some moonshine, etc. It's not super duper stuff, but it's free stuff. It can be, though. This drop event is not a super duper oh, stuff. Toned down, not yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. It's early in the wipe, so to drop millions and stuff. Red Rebels. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's not found in raid. This is Tarkov Minutia, Urgh. so you can't sell it. You can only use it. And okay, anyway, um, 
That, that's why his numbers are super duper right now. But he normally pulls like 13,000, 16,000 people all the time. He's super. Yeah, 138,000 people is insane. Yeah. That's ludicrous. Yeah. He was at one. Five, like I said earlier, insane. He was over the one seventies, I think, like incredible. But here's where I was headed. I think part of the reason, aside from the gameplay and just the stream quality, that people like Pastilli is that he's such a good guy. I think Pastilli might be more popular and more successful by giving all of his donations away than he might have been if he kept them all. Does that make yeah, sense? Perhaps. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're like, my gosh. If there's somebody you want to see win in life, it's Pastilli. Yeah. He, it, it sometimes in business, taking all the money for yourself is not the most profitable way to go. You know, like it, if you have distributors and a channel supplier or something, you want all of those guys to make money. If you set up bad deals with them so that it goes to you, you might earn less. Anyway, Pastilli, I think part of the reason he's so popular is that he's so good. And by doing this good thing, he's more popular. And it's just everybody's winning in this situation. It it, it, I, it helps him out. You're a million percent. Like, and like his main money from that is coming from all the subs that are still subscribing throughout the entire stream. He even I I popped into I, I just happened to hear when I jumped into the stream earlier today. He was like, oh, you guys are going crazy with the subs. We're at like 22, 23,000 subscribers. That's almost that's like seventy thousand dollars a month for him. Like, because I'm, I'm sure he's hit that sub echelon level where you start getting more money. Oh, like right. someone on me, someone on me and Woody's level, we get you pay five dollars for a sub, we get two dollars and fifty cents. Once you get big dick level, I bet he's getting three dollars three fifty. And so like seventy grand a month, like he's still fucking rolling in it, doing great, good for fucking him. And so he has the ability to do really good things, like with his charity stream. I saw earlier today that bar, it was almost at $900,000 for like a children's hospital. He was trying to hit, hit a number. million in a year. Yeah. And now he, he was like, he was hoping to hit a million by August. It's, is it mid-June? Yeah, early mid-June. Yeah, yeah. Early June. You know, I'm going to go on, I'm going to go on the record saying he's going to hit the goal. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he was going to hit the goal, frankly. I didn't want to say anything, but it was like, Ugh. You know, I don't know how days. much I've given to those fucking kids, but it's a bunch. Usually I think I have something funny to say, and I want the text-to-speech. <laughs> I, I, I think maybe I'm at like 100 bucks, like total ever. Uh, something like that. You know, nothing crazy. But Yeah, I'm nothing crazy it, either. But it's easy to like do that when it's like, oh, I'm going to a fucking charity. I mean, yeah, you know, I think the default is $10 Australian, which is like 6 U.S., so that's the increment I think I use, or maybe the default is twenty, whatever the default is. But yeah. it, it's you know it drops down a bunch in U.S. Yeah, I like that he looks my age. That's a he cool is, thing too. Uh, he is our age. Yeah, yeah not my you, age. You, you like, <laughs> What's this horrible like, shit? <laughs> not, not my me, age. Me and Harley's age. Yeah, you used to like kids coming through and like they got the the quick flick at a wrist and they're like you know. Tarkov is a game Young. that really rewards knowledge and strategy. And yeah. uh, he's also a really good gamer. Like, there's no getting past that. His, his aim is fantastic. But to think of when, if you picture the best guy in the world at a particular game, you probably think he's 21. Uh, and Pastilli, he has a wife. He, he was in the Australian Army. I don't know Army marines or whatever he had but he was in the australian military and uh like this is he's lived a life uh he wasn't raised rich uh you know I, I, he's talked about that on stream before and uh so this income bracket is an entirely new experience for he and his wife and it, it's just it's it's amazing to see him do well 
And uh, and that's it, so crazy. His wife's yeah. parents must be like, "What? Your husband does what now?" And he's actually banking. Like what? Right. I like, imagine they always liked using. Right. To so Woody's point, you were saying like he he's got like Chris Pratt vibes, where it's like. You know what? I want to see this guy do really well. He seems like the kind of guy that would be genuinely friendly if you saw him in real life. Like, wouldn't be standoffish, wouldn't be rude, would be like really endeared. Like, oh, oh, you you watch the stream, you you watch yeah. the show. Oh, so he nice. rarely gets upset. Like, like, like the only a, times I've seen him get upset is when he's been playing for like t- literally been up for twenty four or thirty hours or something like that, and stuff gets annoying, and he's just like, "No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no." <laughs> No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> We've got to kill Killa 37 more times before I can sleep. All right? So then we're doing this. You're doing an 18-hour stream? That seems awful. That's really long. I've done some I long gotta, ones, over 12. But Yeah, I, gotta, I, I can I tell gotta, when Woody's grinding on Twitch because I'll, like, I'll, I'll go to your channel and I'll check like the videos and I'll be like, ah, oh, Woody's Gamer Tag, 11 hours and 42-minute stream. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be like, man... I'm a bitch. I need to step up. My, oh, my time. No, no. <laughs> I got a good uh, a Chris Chris Pratt story that I oh, feel like it illustrates it illustrated him and like just like it just he was just like I don't know I felt like it was like same wavelength. Um, my girlfriend and I we were in the lobby of our hotel and we're going to the elevator, and as we're going, like the guy in front of us is a guy, but he's being like ushered by two people. And there's like a couple of girls like kind of getting excited. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like walking. My girlfriend's like, oh, it's Chris Pratt. And he's like literally five feet in front of us. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. We're about to get on an elevator with him because we are also Ooh. at this hotel. So we are allowed on that elevator with him. This is going to be awesome. So like <clears throat> we get there and the doors open and we're there like same time. And like. He walks in and goes to like inside the elevator and goes to the corner and like he's looking at the ground and then he turns around and he's looking down. But like <clears throat> the two guys, as they come in, they're like, hold up, you're gonna have to catch the next one. It was like his security. Mm-hmm. They don't want us in the elevator with him, you know? But I'm mm. like, in that moment, they're like, just I don't care. Like, I get it. I understand. He's like very this guy's in a Marvel movie. Like, people will probably touch him if you're very that famous. close to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I get it. But like at the same time, I'm like, oh, I see how it is. And the doors are closing. And that's like when Chris Pratt looks up and like it was a joke. He was joking, I gathered. But he like fake protests like, oh, no, wait. Like, he was looking <laughs> down and the doors are closing. He's like, what? Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like as the doors were closing, it was so funny. He just Dude, he's even he just, cooler now. <laughs> he literally trolled us in that moment there. Because it's like we're allowed on the elevator too. You don't own the elevator, and then it's like he kind of like agreed with us, but ah, oh, too late. Sorry. Oh, and oh, had I known? He, yeah, the doors were like closing. He's looking down. He's like, oh wait, oh. It was, just, it was good. And that was the last time you ever saw him. It was. No, I saw him shortly after in that cartoon. <laughs> I have a Chael Sonnen story. We're in Boston. Kyle's wait there. a who story. Chael Sonnen is a UFC fighter, and I am a okay. particularly big fan of Chael Sonnen. I've like I've watched like every piece of media he's ever made. I, I everything he says, I and he's an he's an expert orator. You know, not only is he a great fighter, but he is, in my opinion, the best trash talker, the best storyteller 
of any UFC fighter ever thus far. Cool. So I'm at Boston, or I'm in Boston, and he's uh, I see him. He just won his fight. He beat Shogun, a former world champion. He's having a good night. And he's about to take the elevator, and I'm about to take the elevator. I have to go in the same direction that he's going. And I am so fucking starstruck. My sissy <laughs> pussy ass decides not to get on him because he's probably had a long day. And I never said anything. I never met him. I just saw him. Fuck. Yeah, her <laughs> weakness in that moment probably pissed him off even more. What said? I didn't hear you. Like you're you're not getting on the elevator with him there. I doubt it. Like that bothered him even more. Now he that. has a YouTube channel where he makes a couple videos a day, quick things where he talks about uh, mostly MMA related news, sometimes wrestling because it's a passion, and he takes viewer questions and answers them. And I've thought about putting together a viewer question. His viewer questions. The viewers don't usually do a great job. They're not, they don't communicate all the time. They don't talk to them. Sometimes they're just holding up a camera and it's shitty lighting, backlighting and whatnot. I'm like, I should put together a question that will be memorable. Sometimes I, maybe I'll get it done. We'll see. Sissy pussy. You don't have the greatest thing you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a question yet? I've got a couple. I'm, uh, I've got a couple I could ask. How big is it? <laughs> kind of questions i'm contributing to the who is it Chase i asked Sunday. joe lowe's on a question i had had saved up for a couple of years uh i've told this be most of it before we'll do it quickly i trained mma brazilian jiu-jitsu mostly a little bit striking for a long time i went to joe's gym and it was one of the first times i'd ever put them together uh, I was in a guy's guard, which is basically missionary sex position. I'm the, the guy in this situation, right? He's on other dudes on the bottom, legs around my waist. Cool. So it's like Amazon also. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, anyway, the guy hits me in the chin. And I am just a little bit like shocked, like awoken by this. And I've always wondered like, how hardcore was that, right? Like a, a real fighter, someone like Joe going through a training camp, does he get that stun all the time or is it pretty rare? You know, I, I don't want to exaggerate, but the term I'm thinking of is like, you know, was that like, like minor little brain damage sort of, you know, stinger shock guys are talking about? And uh, so I was talking to Joe recently and he's like, no, that, that was probably nothing. And uh, he's like, you just can't generate. He's like, your power, you know, of course, it comes from your legs and your butt and the twist of your back. And that's where power comes from. That guy, literally, it was just arm. And uh, they all noticed it. Joe saw it. Joe was with another, like, real fighter who saw it. And they, they were like, oh, fucking Woody just got popped. And uh, so he saw it. He knows it. And he's like, you were just startled. You know, you, you didn't expect to get hit. You got hit. But it was nothing like... All the terms I use are too extreme. It wasn't a flash knockout of any some sort. It wasn't one of those like, wasn't even a minor concussion. You were not yes. concussified at all. Right. You were startled by a fist to the face, <laughs> and and he says that uh, when he he had a term for it, I've forgotten it. But he says that often at the beginning of camps, he goes through a phase like that too, where he'll make that mistake because he's not super sharp, and uh, and he'll get like you know just sort of. Not even concussed, but like, oh, right, right. You know, don't do that. If you're in that position in between someone's legs, you're either real close with your head like on his chest or you're postured all the way up. In between, that's get hit zone. 
And uh, so he's like, yeah, that happens all the time. But those arm punches, they're not concussion punches. Anyway, got that question answered. Yeah. Big card next month. I'm excited. I don't want to dwell on it too much or anything on the show because I don't know what else to say about it. But, you know, three uh, three title fights plus the new, uh, the Rose Nama Yunus uh, rematch all on Fight Island. Should make for a good night. Fight Island is something they're putting together on the beach, they say, on uh, in Abu Dhabi on a beach. And they're going to have 10 square miles, which, what is is that? Two and a half by two and a half miles? I don't know. It's incalculable. incalculable. Yeah. What, or maybe a third, three and a third. Whatever. Uh, square root of 10 is probably something. And uh, uh, so they have 10 it square is. miles. <laughs> yeah. It's imaginary. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a Twitch stream of just simple math for 11 hours. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So there they, is a response to COVID-19 where they're having a real hard time putting on events. They have fight island now it sounds like the ufc bought an island and put it there really they're just working with abu dhabi who's trying to build a tourist industry and in a place that's already a resort area they're doing fights in abu dhabi so uh if you're a fight fan it looks like they're putting on one of their super bowls you know there's they do a lot of events every year but usually two-ish are like a bunch of champions on the same card, a bunch of, and then the guys who aren't champions are really interesting name brand fighters who move the needle. And this is what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. It'll be a good night of fights. It'll be worth paying for. I think, I think if you're going to pay for one card this year, this might be it unless the, uh, the, um, you know, the Khabib fight happens. Uh, it's, it's sometime soon. Uh, Do you know that's scheduled? I, I September 19th. Yeah. I, but if it happens, you know how this stuff goes, um, especially with his father being on the brink of death. They say they're saying he's responsive a little bit now. Um, so I don't know. Do you remember what his dad has? COVID. Really? That's yeah. Oh, I, for some reason, I thought it was. I'm not really sure. So I, I don't know. That I, was my understanding. I, I, I'm not. Yeah, definitely not. Maybe I'm wrong. wrong. I don't know what he has. So I. I for some reason, that's what's in my head. Like, like, like mm. I, I, I know that it was. I thought it was complications from COVID, and he had gone into a coma. That stinks. Or, but it could have been a heart surgery. Now that I think, of, I, that's I don't what know. I have in my head, but I'm not very sure. Anyway, yeah, the COVID stuff is interesting. That it, it's staging some sort of comeback. I'm sure these riots and protests are a great Good way for, for it. it to spread, yeah. right? Um, well, I mean, they're starting a lot of fires, and I think that that's probably good at killing the virus. And and the police seem to be spraying a lot of uh, pepper spray, and I think maybe that's probably it. Might be Lysol. You don't know that that would be funny. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the cops are being such pieces of shit. They're, they're, the people are literally there protesting police brutality, and the cops are like, "I know what we should do. We should be brutal." <laughs> they took the Beverly Woodworth. You think you're crying? I'll give you something to cry about. Approach. Yeah. Yeah, and they're going to brutalize their way right out of a fucking job. And I'm thrilled. Dude, thrilled. Have you seen the people like, I put my badge on there, gave them my gun, and walked out the door, told them, you know, you're probably a Democrat pussy. Or this yeah. place is a bunch of Democrat pussies. And it's like, it sounds like it's really great that you left. Yeah. You know, 
If you have a problem with them restraining your police brutality, please retire. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure you'll find a wonderful job in either the food service industry or <laughs> the retail environment. Well, maybe there's something you... better suited for him. Maybe he should be a mercenary in freaking Afghanistan or something. I don't know. Yeah, they shoot back over there. Um, what, I'm the, fine with that are, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm I'm more than fine with that. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I, I saw a little bit of that bill that they're trying to push through, and one of the things they're trying to eliminate is no knock warrants. Can, love would love that. I don't. What is that? Yeah, tell me more about the bill and who's pushing it. The Democrats have a a, a bill, uh, a law enforcement bill. There's lots of sweeping changes for uh, for law enforcement protocols and and uh, policing tactics. And one of them, uh, the the one that stuck out to me, the thing I read about was eliminating no knock warrants. Huh. Uh, what's a no knock warrant? That's when uh, I have a warrant to come search your home or come arrest someone who's in your home, and I just like storm your house. I don't knock and give you a chance to give that person up or turn yourself oh, in okay. or let me in in a reasonable manner. And say, Sorry, I have a search warrant. Like in the movies, they go, I have a search warrant. Um, yeah, we, we, we need to look over the premises. It's more like in like a diehard movie where they just ru- like swing in through the fucking door with battering rams and a whole SWAT team moves into the house. And there's been several instances of police getting the wrong, either the wrong house or a house where the it's the right house, but that guy's not even there. In fact, he's already in custody at a sheriff's department. They go in. The homeowner defends himself. They murder the homeowner. And then the surviving homeowner is then charged with ma- with uh, attempted murder for defending his home against Wait, men what? storming into it. Yeah, that's, Kyle, that's what uh, happened Taylor, in the last You probably case. know this one. So there was a... There was a oh, was woman the who was thing? murdered. It uh, wasn't swatting, no. So they, what is, they had a warrant. Kyle laid it out pretty well. They had a warrant to go in and get someone. That particular person they were after, I think was already in custody or in jail somewhere else. All right. But the two people that are in the house, they're, you know, committed a relationship of some sort. They bust in. Uh, they don't announce themselves as police like you'd expect them to. The dude takes out a gun, starts shooting, doesn't hit anyone. Um, the police kill the Jesus woman. Christ. And now the guy who shot at the police, but they had no walk warrant busted in the house, looked like a bad, looked like a bad situation. They're charging the, the, the living guy with attempted murder. And it's all based on the police busting through and the guy wasn't even there. Yeah, I'm so what's glad the, that they the right never... Solution? That's where I'm stuck, too. Can can I go over for a little second? I'm cautious about stripping the police of some of the tools that they have, right? I wrote on my Facebook, and you can maybe enlighten me, that uh, I wasn't against chokeholds. Because following the method of if you're against something, you have to be for something better, right? So let's say... The primary tool I'd want them to use is soothing voices, right? Nurses in every hospital everywhere use soothing voices to calm down belligerent or unreasonable patients all the time instead of breaking out batons and shit, right? And I feel like the videos I see of European police start off that way, you know, and they have a lot of success with just calm down. This this isn't a situation. Getting violent here is just going to make everything worse for everyone involved, you know, instead Mm -hmm. of just being fucking bully alpha from the get-go. Right. That is is an escalation technique. It leads to more. So let's say tool one is soothing voices. But 
You're dealing with people who have a huge incentive to get away, right? Maybe you've got me on a murder charge. And what happens if I respond to your soothing voice like you want me to is terrible. I'm going to jail for 15 years, 18 years, the rest of my life. You know what? This is my opportunity to book it or maybe kill you and book it. I don't know. You already got me on one murder. Like there are people they're dealing with that are super bad. So they're not going to respond to soothing voices. Let's all agree that happens to police sometimes. Of course. What do you want to use? Taser? Maybe that's better. I'm open to that idea. Uh, In my observation and whatever experience, Taser's really bad while you're getting tased and then you're not tased and you're instantly okay again. Now, sometimes the threat of the next tase is enough to be like, dude, I don't want that anymore. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes I've seen guys get tased and just shake it off or maybe only one of the prongs hits or like, I guess I'm just like, all right, then we have batons and guns. I prefer chokeholds over batons and guns. It is my little bit of fighting experience. Like I've been choked and given choked so many times. It's basically fine. I know a guy just died and I know other guys have died, but those are alpha bully dickhead cops who held it for six minutes. You know, if, if you're just trying to get the cuffs on the guy and you have the right attitude, then I take a choke over a baton every time. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to be educated. If we take so away no-knock warrants, of, actually 15 seconds, no-knock yeah. warrants, what if that allows me to dispose of the evidence or prepare for your entrance in a violent way? No-knock warrants, the question is, do they solve more problems or create more problems? And I'm open to... That's inside. really what it comes down to. You're right. Because like, you have to be a fucking retard to not be like, you know, oh, well, the police have to announce themselves when they're showing up to a known gang hangout and there's a bunch of people in there, you know, that, that could harm both the gang members and the police by letting bullets fly when otherwise maybe it didn't have to. A little bit of a stalemate. But then also it's like, so you're going to let this guy storm into some random motherfucker's house or apartment because you got a, a wild hair up your ass or a little turns out to not be that verifiable tip like that. It is risky. Yeah, and I, I am on Kyle's team of like we like I understand totally what you're saying, Woody, but like. If anything, cops have too much leeway to do whatever the fuck they want right now. Policing is a hard job, and it should be a hard job. And they've made it so easy for themselves and so safe for themselves that a lot of people who are completely unqualified to do it feel like they can do it, and they do do it. And we see the results of that. It should be a hard job. It should be a dangerous job. And only people who are capable and qualified to do that job while serving a community, which is their primary role, should be doing that fucking job. You don't want a bunch of Billy badasses with with all tatted up with like kill them all on t- written on their fucking gun and nonsense like that. I ran into so many of those nonsensical maniacs in the gun community. And it's fine if you want to cosplay as like a space marine in your backyard. But when we put you in a fucking police car to serve the community and you're riding around like Billy Badass, wearing your utility belt like Batman, being a professional bully, you need to be wiped out. You need to be gone. You don't need to be doing this job. You're not about serving the community. We've seen endless video examples of what these people are really like. It's a job that draws bullies. It's a job that draws people who crave a little bit of power, a modicum of control over their fellow man. They don't see those protesters as fellow citizens. They see them as, oh, I get to hurt somebody today. You, you see the excitement in their eyes when they get to pull out their gear and use it. 
oh, I've been. This is what we train for. It's like that. Yeah. Meme. They're 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 so glad to be able to go out there and beat up somebody with a stick or spray somebody in the face. They're sadistic. They're literally the definition of of sadists in so many situations that we see them do doing this stuff, and and they can say, oh, not all cops are like that. All the cops I fucking see on TV are like that. Like the camera doesn't lie. I, I'm watching it. I'm and and the whole thin blue line nonsense where you you know all these they're all in it together you don't rat on another cop you you all hold you all hold together you see it in practice and in practice that's fucking true because you see as soon as one cop starts beating the shit out of a guy who's just tr sitting on a bicycle like with his legs on the ground but sitting on the seat completely not non-aggressive and one guy starts clubbing him and three more immediately jump in oh we got a guy we can club let's all club him because it's harder to get four guys in trouble than it is one what are they gonna do fire us all yeah, they should fire them all. As far as no-not warrants go, if you're too much of a pussy to knock on the door, you shouldn't be doing the fucking job. If you can't knock on the fucking uh, fucking door, if there's a house in your community so goddamn dangerous that you're afraid to knock on the door, you've been failing at your job systemically. What if the reason they're not yeah. knocking is that I can get rid of the evidence? Then we lose that case. Is that okay? If it, yeah, that's okay. As long as like mothers and children aren't murdered in their homes in front of one another. It's a strong yeah, it, point. Yeah, that, that's the yeah, thing. You know, yeah. What's the greater good, you know, for, for bad guys to get off? I think, I, yeah, been, I would rather been, more bad guys get off than yeah, innocent people. Be that's harmed. where I'm coming to. I hear it's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's at a place where it's so even though that's almost messed. like top. You know, I mean, what's if, it, a, like, if a bad like, guy does get off, might harm another innocent person. Name a hypothetical where we care if they get rid of, of the evidence. Because like, like I'm imagining evidence to be drugs that can be drugs, flushed. Yeah. I don't sure. care about drug enforcement anyway. It's about it's it's nonsense. Like like I don't care. I don't care if they, they're selling fucking heroin to children in there. How much well, heroin? I mean you don't you don't want that. No, I don't care. I don't care. If, uh, if your you kid likes that. smack, he should have that's some smack. Uh, All right. That's, that's a bridge too far. Heroin. Just you have us at heroin, just not a heroin with kids. I feel like Taylor you know just did his smack. You got us at heroin, man. <laughs> we we were we were correctly, I think a little heroin <laughs> myself and Woody reprimanded by John McAfee that we've never even done heroin. Oh, it's pussies. <laughs> He called it. Do you know that Harley? Do you know who John McAfee is? The man challenged you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he yeah. Before the show even before the show even started, he and Kyle were talking about having a duel led by John McAfee. Let me be clear. <laughs> and then he called all of us pussies and basically prudes for not having dabbled in heroin. Taylor's like, oh, I'm no, often no, referred no. to as a square. I don't know. It was the greatest reply. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that, that guy's a fucking hoot. So I I, I'm trying to balance the realities of you can't completely neuter police because they do deal with a bad group of guys, right? But my good, like, if what came out of this was. Hey, two things. One, body cams. Body cams all the fucking time. Turn off your body cam. Lose your job. Just fuck you. And the rest of us all deal in a surveillance world. Every cashier is like, look, I uh, need a little privacy while I do cashier. Fuck it. They don't do that. Body cams police all the time, all the time. We want to see what you're doing. Two, get that thin blue line culture bullshit to go away. The idea that my partner can commit crimes of brutality. I hear you. <laughs> and, and that just being like an entrenched part of police culture and okay. Those two things, 
operating in this like secrecy and uh them not stitching on each other yeah it's the way shitty people in any industry acts like do you think finance guys on wall street who are doing insider training are going to rat each other out no they got their own little inculcated group of people who lie and they make a billion dollars together that's what they do yeah but that there's a difference between a, a private industry and a public service and especially when the public service involves the public funding them to be a private army, essentially. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm saying that that is something that exists when in, within any insular industry, you, whether it's what police, you, what you need is finance, middle management, whatever. You need middle management coming in and cleaning house. I I, I, I don't remember the specifics, but I remember um, listening to this podcast, or maybe it was NPR. I think it was NPR about the um, the this issue with the fire departments in um, where's that place that Quebel cops from. Netherlands. Netherlands, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and, and there was this, <laughs> there was like this, there was there was extreme racism in the in the fire departments and sexism, and they brought this guy in, in the Netherlands. Was, they're all white, not all of them, huh. and there was extreme racism and extreme sexism within the fire department, and there was a thin red line, let's call it, where they were, uh, they they treated the the fire department like their own private hangout. And they did terrible things and they committed crimes. And this guy came in and was like, no, you're not going to do that anymore. What kind of terrible firing. things? What, what kind of shit does, do firefighters do? I've never heard anybody. I'm picturing sexual assault talking. in the firehouse. Am I on target? Um, bo- like, like extreme if sexual harassment. Not firing women or not hiring women. Who are they assaulting? It was Each extreme. Other? No, there were women. It was There was extreme sexual harassment. There was um, uh, the way that they would mess with the hours so that they were all getting enormous amounts of overtime while they were basically just chilling and like making chili and stuff and hanging out in the clubhouse. In the end though, it took this guy coming in and spending well over a year in in, in just one district, just firing people, just firing them. This is just boys being boys, having fun, (laughs) making chili with the lads. This is what they're doing. It was extreme racism. Um, and, but, but, but no, that's what needs to be done with these cops. Like, like everybody acts like you can't fire a fucking cop. Fire them all. Fire, fire, fire an entire police department. Wipe them all out from 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 the lowest ranking noob to to the fucking chief of police. Well, don't, don't fuck up the noob. He just started. That's not nice. He's been contaminated. <laughs> like, 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 oh, he's you the, know what the I, training I, I, no, the the, the training guy. that they get is like twenty two fucking weeks, dude. It's I, like twenty two fucking weeks to become a cop. That's nonsense. I've heard about what they did in Camden from two liberal sources. So I'm cautious. Of, and I mentioned that because one was John Oliver and one was CNN. So I want to hear the Fox News take on it to feel like I get a rounded view. And I, so I put that out there. Anyway, what they did is they fired every cop and then they made them reapply for their own jobs and sort of fix the culture. And not every cop got the job. They took some of the money and put it towards social programs. And which you could argue is like towards prevention instead of like cure afterwards. And apparently it's been great. I'm sorry, Taylor. How's like, is, is crime up? Is crime down? Like did they, crime about is that? down, but uh, what's dramatically down is like police, police brutality claims and stuff like that. So that that's been like their major area. Cops make crime go up. They, they, they have to justify their presence there. So they make all sorts. Yeah. So they make start. It's just like speeding no, I, ticket. Yeah. It's just like with speeding tickets, right? They've got a quota. Oh, well, if we don't write 500 tickets this month, then that then they'll fire one of us. They won't need 20 officers if we're not writing 500 tickets. But but, they, but isn't that also indicative of the purpose of so like for example, if there's a very dangerous neighborhood in Camden, for example, and no police are there, just like in the wire where they find that 
nice little neighborhood, mm-hmm. and they let all the crime happen there. Crime hasn't actually gone down; it's just been displaced. Hamsterdam, Anywhere you put more right? police, any yeah, Hamsterdam, Hamsterdam. exactly. <laughs> Anywhere you put more police is probably going to detect most of the crime that's there because of just you know the saturation level, right? And sure. But also, yeah, but also, just you know, s- small nonsensical drug enforcement is just drumming. It is so much of, of their course. attention. We're, we're all against that it's, fucking bullshit. It's it's so much of their attention. When when like, like, like I I was talking to my dad about this the other day. Like like I don't really have any use for the police. I I don't I don't have any use for them. I can't imagine the scenario that would happen in which they yeah. Would come well, and when save someone me. steals your car, who's gonna not find it? They are not going to. Kyle, find when someone who's um, gonna shoot your dog. Well, not <laughs> me. Who's going to kill little Fozzie and Teddy? <laughs> Who's gonna further... Dude, I, I, saw, I saw some fucking... I... First of all, I saw one video today on Twitter that boiled my blood. It was like a, in China somewhere, and they like have a pit with a bunch of pigs they want to get rid of, and they tip a bunch of flammable liquid onto all the pigs in this pit. It's like a dozen, two dozen pigs. Then they light them on fire and you get to see these pigs oh. running around burning to death. That was that was horrific. Who sent you that? Yeah, I want to see I that. saw it. I saw it. I saw I just saw it on Twitter. I followed How a bunch did of you weird it? accounts. I, I I follow so many weird accounts because that's what where you see the good shit. Might want to unfollow the pig burner. No <laughs> they got pig where else am I gonna find pig burning? Nowhere. As crazy as I like to have some content that really makes me go, oh, fuck. And that seems like a good piece of that. Um, It's like those times where I find myself like on live leak or other crazy sites. I'm like, oh, no, what are we doing here? Uh, Do you ever go to E-Fucked? Of course. (laughs) Oh, E-Fucked. Are you in Canada or U.S. right now? I'm in Toronto, Canada right now. Is the U.S. brutality police riots a major story in Canada? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. monstrous. I mean, for like for me, like I remember life events. A life event was like nine eleven, where it's like, whoa, monumental. Like Y two K was another monumental event. Um, <clears throat> Corona, that's a monumental event. But now George Floyd is a monumental event. So close and on the heels of another monumental event in my life, in everyone's lives like in society today, um, that like, it's just, it's like the perfect storm. And now like in such close contact and it's crazy. And like, yeah, here in Canada, like everyone's uh, keeping, keeping up to date, you know, protest stuff is on a a downturn right now. Can you say the beginning again, Taylor? I didn't hear uh, it seems like any any riots, any protests, it seems like that's almost on the downturn now and that Corona is coming back up as the big story. Like, And there are, I, I just saw today from Missouri, I'm not sure elsewhere, that coronavirus rates are ticking up again. And that's to be expected with when you have like, it, can you imagine a worse time to have mass protests with people standing shoulder to shoulder than during a mass pandemic, a yeah. global pandemic? Yeah, like. If we, I hope we don't see a bunch more cases. But if we do, if we don't see a bunch more cases, what are we supposed to think about all this? Were we, were we, were we hoodwinked? Were we fooled a little bit about the severity of it? Or if we do see a huge uptick in it, like it, it kind of confirms what I think the three I of think, us are on. This shit's real and it's a problem. I think it could be both at the same time. Like, like 
I don't think we were necessarily hoodwinked if there aren't uptick. Uh, isn't an uh, if there aren't an uptick? Isn't an uptick? Um, it could just be yeah. that some people have developed antibodies as well as the so many people are wearing masks now and gloves. Like like everywhere I go, people are wearing masks and gloves. Um, just about have you seen everywhere. The studies about like how masks. Most of those masks, like those blue bullshit masks, that's really not doing shit for most people. Like you need um, the kind of mask with the air filtration system to really. It may not be as effective, but but from what I understand, like, have their noses out. How many people have I seen with their noses out? I I to, come on, Taylor. That's like one every, in twenty, right? No. Oh, I no? go to the hospital every month, and uh, they they give me a blue mask when I get there. And uh, as far as the effectiveness of it, I know that for sure that like a lot of um, viruses that are spread uh, airborne style, it's about like the particulates of like liquid that are coming out of your mouth when you exhale and it's it's got to be catching like an enormous amount of that so so while they may not be 100 effective or as good as the n65 or m65 whatever it's called yeah definitely better than the the mouth breathers that we'd be around without them like like i i, I feel perfectly fine standing in line in the hospital at the pharmacy every month yeah i think it's my understanding that it's about Everything Kyle said, it's about me not projecting this like humid air in the back. So it kind of catches that. And then whatever does come out the sides and stuff is is not being broadcast to everyone else rebreathing my air. My, you get bad. a real uh, good idea of your bad breath odor uh, to go back <laughs> to the smart mouth ad when you're wearing a mask. Though I'll tell you what, I did not use my uh, smart mouth the other morning, went all the way to the hospital to pick up some meds got that mask on and I was like, I breathe out through my mouth and in through my nose. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> Oh God. Oh, I'm smelling. Oh. <laughs> it was like, it was like if you ever fart in the car and it's just God awful. And you're just like, go to roll the window down. And you're like, you know what? <laughs> that is bad. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> kind I of like a tweet. rotten egg <laughs> kind of thing, but there's a little, <laughs> there's something spicy <laughs> right on the end. <laughs> There's some. It, it's like it, it's like a it's like a deviled egg. <laughs> with, with, with cayenne. What did I eat with paprika in it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what. That's a very common yeah. food. I do not fuck with deviled eggs. I don't what? like them. Oh, it's I a do. Weird Love them. It's a the weird best part of Thanksgiving. I overeat deviled. If deviled eggs are available, if you yeah, put me it, too. if you put out twelve deviled eggs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Start. Rude Woody doesn't oh, normally come out, but I might have eight of those fucks. <laughs> Dude, I love them so much. So they're not they're not all that they're they're fairly healthy. Like if you use uh olive oil mayonnaise, it's 50 calories per tablespoon. And olive oil mayonnaise. It tastes good. Duke's olive oil mayonnaise. It's 50 Man, calories a tablespoon. You show up to Thanksgiving, nobody made that with olive oil mayonnaise, and we all know When that. I make them, I use the olive oil mayonnaise, cocksucker, all right? And they're delicious. I love, <laughs> I'll actually, if I'm somewhere and that's like, a, you know, like a, like available little appetizer or something like that, I'm just doming them. But I'm very picky on the temperature. Yes. Oh, what I, like, I like them chilled. Yeah, if it's too warm. I'm off it. I'm flexible. Yeah. yeah, if you put out 12 cookies and there's 12 people at the party, I take one, right? There's, there's got to be yeah. some for all of us. You put out 12 deviled eggs at that same party, you know this is survival of the fittest, right? Like, you're the fuck who eats too well, slow. Well, you want to boil the whole dozen? 
<laughs> I mean, if you guys steak. didn't eat so slow, you get more. It's really on you, not me. You got some relish? I'll make some more. <laughs> uh, no, it's easy. Come on. I'm that guy with chicken wings. Uh, just okay. sit there and just eat like an animal. Now, do you go and after you, the wings or do you go after the drumsticks first? Do you, do you pick your... Uh, I'm, a, I'm a wing man. I like the wings first. You eat that top part off, split it. Then you got two bones. Bip, bip. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I have don't a do different... The, I don't do the smush together thing because technically with my fake ass teeth, I'm not supposed to eat food off the bone, but I don't care. I'm, I'm going to continue I don't to do smush. That. I do so on the plate. I just break the, the tip off, right? Like not, not crack it, but you push it a quarter inch or so. Now it's vulnerable. Take that vulnerable. thing out. It, uh, you deep throat it. And uh, I get two naked bones on the other side. My friend... Was an so award-winning wings like competitive eater. Make it back to the dorms after a few too many. <laughs> my, that chicken oh, wing is vulnerable. I had a friend from Buffalo on my hockey team, and he taught me how he won the Buffalo wing eating competitions in Buffalo, which I interpret to be the highest level of Buffalo wing eating competition. <laughs> right, right. That's that's just the freaking major leagues. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, what do you watch this?" And he's just like, "Quick," comes out, and it would pass inspection. Fair See enough. that. That's the way I eat crab legs. I haven't advanced that level with wings yet. I, I like eating my wings a little little slower, which is still tremendously fast for a fat person like me. <laughs> and like yeah, oh God. I I'm so hungry now. <laughs> I'm so hungry too. And I still admire your uh crab and lobster eating prowess. I'm sorry. Oh dude, you, you sit down with me. The four of us sit down. We all order. A pound, pound and a half of snow crab, a nice starter for a meal. Mm -hmm. And I will be done with three pounds before any of you are done with one and a half. And I would bet my house on that. Here's why you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong. Because you'll shortly be saying this. Woody, you really (laughs) want me to crack it? Are you a child? Okay. (laughs) You'll be opening my crabs, Taylor. I open them all with my fingers except for the claw. Oh, well. That's the fastest way to do it. I do that as well. The only reason that you use that little fork is if you get a little bit of meat stuck in there high that gets torn away, and then you you, you wiggle it real quick. I just dip I it get right back. at the end, and I, I break it on obviously the easy way. You wouldn't break it long, you know, long ways, mm-hmm. and then break it down once, and then instead of like going all the way back the other way, I just pull, and you get That's the whole you, thing of meat, you know, and you just, and, and you you just keep good. going. So, but you don't just crack in the middle. You find where the the weightiest part is. Yeah. And then you pick an area slightly adjacent to that, and then you crack that Wait, area. Say that, say that part again. That was valuable. So like, uh, so like you know the uh, the crab leg part, the the biggest meatiest part where all the the good meat comes out of. You you feel around where the weight is. If it's if it's middle of the road, pretty uniform distribution. You can go in the middle pretty fine. Then crack up, spread. Then you get it. If it's heavy to the right towards the body where the the core of the crab is which is common you break a little to the side of where the the heaviest part is and then that makes sure that you don't split the meat itself and you still have enough room to grab the meat pull it out of there and always make sure you break the joints before you go on to breaking the the leg itself if you Mm -hmm. leave those joint tendrils in there those tendons they'll make it so you can't pull it out enough and it'll it'll cling to a lot of the meat so always yep. break those joints pull that shit out first this is if there was a way to write a phd on this i would have <laughs> there's a place that does eat like this tomorrow now. there's a place that does low country boil really close to me and so they do you know they'll do like a pound of crab legs 
That's and, right. That's, uh, I have a place right across the street from here. And they'll do like 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 boiled potatoes and like corn on the cob. Lotus. And they'll cover root. it all with that Cajun shit. That, Ooh, that really hot loaded Cajun spice. Root. Yeah. And it, you, you as soon as you open the styrofoam box, it's it's Koreans. It's they're they're not Cajun. I don't know what they're where they're coming up with this stuff, but but it's as long they, as the spice is right, who gives a she, fuck? Exactly. She she's like, you want hot or extra hot? I'm like extra hot, and she's like, don't you mock me? And then she like si oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's yeah, so good. Definitely the best crab spice to put in there. Boiled, way better than baked. I've had people say, "Oh, oh yeah, you should bake your crab legs." Get you don't even boil them. You, you tell me that on social media, you're blocked. Fuck yourself. <laughs> so you don't boil Asian seasoning. Ban anyone I, who, who bakes their crab legs. I, uh, I last time I cooked some, I uh, I ordered them frozen from Alaska, and they were enormous. I got the king crab legs. It was expensive. Ooh, that's that's a miss. King crab. Not. I as know good you as think crab. so. I, it's not as sweet, but they're enormous, and I really wanted like big fucking it came out like gigantic spiders they look like face hugger aliens yeah. and uh and i steamed those things and then i put that cajun uh old bay shit on there it was so fucking good god damn i'm so hungry i'm hungry yeah. too i haven't eaten enough i've had one meal today food. it's 11 p.m i've had one meal. you know what i, I watch scallops man some nice buttery fucking scallops mm. so i like to do right scallops now. if i do scallops i cook them with a steak i do like surf and turf um uh, scallops are scary to cook because you, you you know if you watch enough Gordon Ramsay you know you, you, it's either way too under or way too over or and then there's like a perfect zone that where there's like a 15 second buffer like if you pull them off 10 seconds earlier 10 seconds too late they're kind of ruined I've never made scallops I didn't know that I just know that when I go to nice restaurants and I get the surf and turf or I get just scallops as an appetizer they take 60 wrapped, seconds to cook wrapped in bacon mm. Oof. Ooh, those are good you, you uh there's a uh, there's a really good uh, international market um not so far from me and they have enormous scallops like restaurant quality huge fucking scallops and 30 seconds each side in uh in butter and they're so fucking good they're so fucking good you get like golden brown on each side throw those things on a skewer put them next to a filet mignon a little baked potato Ooh. action how, how do you guys like your oysters do you like raw, raw? You like them Rockefeller? Only raw. I like them raw the most as well, with uh, a little bit of lemon. I don't really like oysters. There's something mm. I eat just to prove I'm not scared of them every once in a while. But I, I see, I, I'm kind of somewhere there. Like I, I'll have these times where I, I'm all about it and it's, it's really good. And other times I'll like just gag thinking about eating them. Plus the one time that I really got intensely food poisoned, like within the last eight years was I just had an oyster and like yeah. I went to the doctor cause I was crazy fucking sick. And he was like, honestly, he's like just one in 10,000 chance. You just get a bad oyster, nothing to it. It's just a bad one. Oh, I'll sick. take that risk. They're so I'll good. take that risk too. Yeah. yeah I've I, been taking that risk ever since I'm like, I already I, got I, my, I already got my bad oyster. It's not going to happen a, again. I put, put them on a little bit of rye bread <laughs> and then the oyster and not, not rye bread, uh, some, some kind of like toast Salt. or something you can put on there. These come with like little saltines or like yeah. that little uh, jew toast, whatever that's called. Uh, yeah. Jew, mold, toast. I think, I think jew toast is rye, but then you put a little, little lemon, little Tabasco and that thing is good to fucking. Yeah. Grab. I do lemon horseradish Tabasco. 
horseradish, horseradish, or uh, or if they've got like spicy cocktail sauce, and I, I'll literally do a dozen of them before like a good meal. Like I'll just I, like I've been with people before, and they're like, "You want to get some oysters?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want a dozen." They're like, "All right, a dozen." I'm like, "No, no, 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 I I want a dozen. I I want a dozen of them, and I don't want to share my dozen. We should order more if you want one or two, but I want twelve of them." Like, like mm-hmm. there's nothing to them. They're probably like eight calories each. Yeah, well, it's definitely more than that, but there's also very little to them. Yeah, they're they're good as. What shit. do you say, buddy? Over and under ten calories on an oyster. If you don't over. say over, you're an idiot. Yeah, I'm gonna say over. <laughs> uh, I have a new topic when you guys are ready. No, let's keep talking about oysters. Oysters, oysters, oysters. Well, goddamn, there's seventy calories a pop. Wow, who doesn't gets out of hand. <laughs> 840 calories of <laughs> that's just before we get started what on that though what are the macros 70 calories which what is it which oh it, it's fucking oh, all two grams of fat 90 milligrams of sodium four gram it's all fat and carbs <laughs> and eight grams of protein each God, it's weird that i don't like them more <laughs> uh eight grams of protein each? eight grams of protein i know they get a lot of zinc in them as well see zinc that's good for cum <laughs> and overall health, I suppose. <laughs> but anyway, what do you go for? It? So, of course, you guys all remember the Me Too in, uh, movement a couple years ago. And anyone who did anything like remotely inappropriate with like gender relations or sex or whatever uh, was got a lot of attention for it. We're in a similar <laughs> environment now for race relations. Clemson coach Davo Sweeney defended his response oh, to an no. assistance use coach, assistant coach's use of a racial slur. Now, here's what happened. It's in a practice, and uh, I don't know my football very well, uh, but whatever. Uh, a tight end was blocking someone, and the coach was yelling at him. Now, I guess yelling at a player and a coach, this happens in college football all the time. And uh, the player yelled back, and for the purposes of this, we're going to say brother, but you guys can work with me on this. And the player goes, all right, I blocked the wrong fucking brother. And the coach goes, damn right, you blocked the wrong fucking brother. And now they're after him for his racist Ensler. What do you guys think? I think that Dabo Sweeney has won a national championship or two. And uh, that program was nothing when he came aboard. So... This is the assistant coach saying that, but I'm still listening. You know, yeah, I'm sure he's been part of the team and Dabo supporting him. So, and I'm not even a Clemson fan, but I'm from the area, so I I had to listen to that fucking sports radio bullshit nonstop. How good they were and how good Dabo was as a coach. I, look, look at that. That's nonsense to call that guy on that. It's it, that's not racism. That's that's some racially charged language in the heat of a moment on a sports field. They say all kinds of awful things. Little League was rougher than that. Kyle's saying what, it's okay as long as you're quoting gonna, someone. What, what what kind of race is going to pick a career? Depends <laughs> on the audience. <laughs> yeah, I guess it does. You're right. I'm Taylor, if I'm you talking say it to you. the one you're quoting, it's a little <laughs> I, uh, okay, I got a lot on this one. Okay. How? Um, right off the bat, I'm a, I'm a huge adopter if you just can't use the word. We just don't get it. And in this case, well, what if it's he funny? has... He has a relationship with this player and this player has a relationship with him and reading the player's quote, uh, quote, this is one of those things where like uh, it didn't sound like it was abusive, but I don't get to make the call. 
because it's I'm just I'm a white guy, but hearing the teammate talk about it, you, you're it, Jewish. You got some points. Yeah, yeah, a couple. <laughs> um, not really. I'm more like you know. Um, we. <laughs> I, I mean, at the end of the day, like the the, the player is cool that he said. It. He said, yeah, he said it back to me. He wasn't using it in a tone or anything like that. So I feel like it's like a, that's an apologize and let's move on. No one gets, no one needs to get canceled. Yeah, the player like, is defending the coach. By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah. It, it's like some third it. party that's it's upset. Like, you know, like imagine your teammates or whatever no, it is. You it, might get in a moment and you might get caught up and say some shit that, like, you, you if someone heard it, is causing a problem where otherwise, yeah, exactly. what? What you mean? The media are turning their focus on something that's actually pretty rare and and making it into a thing. That's surprising. They don't do that fucking every day, all the time, creating divisiveness in our society. Christ. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah. That I I think they, the they, ideal they, way to handle it. Um, um, can you say that again, Taylor? They can't hear you when I talk over you. I'm sorry about that. Uh, yeah. My my initial point was why would a racist choose a career that puts them around lots of other races why would they do that that doesn't make sense it doesn't pan out it seems to me more like a football coach that was frustrated by something that was happening in practice isn't that isn't that the the occam's razor the most obvious thing that happened right yeah i'm like, with you I, I i i have learned just use it zero percent of the time Right? Zero percent of the time. You might think you're safe because you clearly don't have a history of being racist and, and you're quoting someone else, but it turns out that's a bad call. So ideally, this coach says, damn right, you rocked, you blocked the wrong guy, you know, and just paraphrased a touch. But he didn't. And I think that it's okay to consider the context and the intent to some extent. Take a second and step back from this. A comment made by a coach to a player on his team that nobody has a problem with. This is on the news. This is on the news. And Taylor, people, and people will happened. act like the media doesn't. It do happened. It, in, it also, it happened in, it happened in 2016 too. 17, but yeah. 2017 also, like on top of it all. When it's nice and opportunistic, when it's a nice time for you to get your clicks, for you to get your views. Yeah. Fuck the yeah. mainstream media. Honestly, fuck them. They do nothing but create division between people in our own nation. They they capitalize on things that aren't even common like this and cause problems where none would need exist. The yep. person who apparently victimized doesn't have a problem with it. And the right. person who clearly isn't racist. Are you fucking shitting me? We all, no, we all moved. We all moved on. It's fucking bullshit. I feel like there's a parallel to Me Too. Right, like some of the Me Too guys, Weinstein, Cosby, etc., deserved everything they got. Some of them were kind of wrapped up in like that's just a bad date, you know. Like, yeah, not a, he's on sorry, right? That's the one. Yeah, I'm, yeah it was in my cool, head. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, but then it sucks because then something like that, like, like if I'm about the message right now, which I am, and I mean, like, if I'm out there putting myself in danger with the police and stuff in, in the USA. And then the news is releasing old stories like that. It's like, no, you're you're fucking up the information now because you're releasing dumb nonsense like that. And we need current shit. We don't need to bring back cancel culture right now. You know, you cannot watch the mainstream media for any source of useful information. You really can't. 
they clearly decide what stories are going to be big. They make it big. And then that becomes the story instead of covering what's actually happening. They do this fucking shit all the time. It doesn't matter if you're a CNN guy, a Fox guy, a fucking salon. I, can I YouTube. jump in? I, I have a really hard time finding good information and I do make a sincere effort. You also can't just go by like the Twitters and the, you know, YouTubes or like um, the brick thing, right? This brick showing up at all these riots. Every time they look into it, it gets debunked. You know, some of the, they said the Dallas Police Department put bricks there to like prompt people to behave in such a way that they could go hard. Then they show up on Google. Like these things have been on, uh, in that spot three months ago. The satellite took a picture of those bricks. And, and just one second. I, I think San Francisco had debunked. LA got debunked. Somewhere else. Like everywhere they've looked into it. They were like they explained the construction site that these bricks belong to. Wait, what, what, what is, who said? Were there, was was it like oh George Soros put uh, put bricks in different times? Uh, and shit? It was a fact checking site. I could look up which ones. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But I'm yeah. sure it was nonsense. I saw this the other day. Hey, um, how about you don't worry about who put the bricks there? How about we look at who's fucking throwing bricks? How about that? How about so, we look at that? One? Here's a cop um, holding a black man down on the ground. And the cop takes his baton, oh, fuck puts yeah. it on the ground, and then grabs the black man's hand and forces it onto the baton and says, he's taken my weapon. And then they all beat the shit out of him. Jesus fucking Christ. The whole thing's on. I, I watched the video. Now, th these are terrible, blurry images. I, I, we probably don't want to show a video of a hate crime. Mm. But this is just a prime example of... The stuff that they do on fucking camera in the middle of a crowded street, like 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 the amount of of evil that that that's in police forces across the country is outrageous. The corrupt, they are an a gang. They are a criminal organization. They're the mm -hmm. largest criminal organization in the country. Like we see them commit commit more. I've never seen a gang member do a crime. I've never seen it. Now, what? obviously, I've lived a sheltered life. I've never seen a video of it. I watch a lot of videos, but I've never seen a gang member do anything. You know, I've seen so many cops murder and assault people. What makes the police thing doubly troublesome for me is it's always in a group, right? Like, you, I, I not always, but I, I typically see like three policemen beat up one guy, six policemen beat up one guy. Uh, it, there's no one reasonable in this party. No one that says stop. Like if, if it's a different thing to me, if one guy five finger discounts something while they're working at Walmart, then if like six guys get together and form a crime ring and take all this stuff out of Walmart, like they're all looking the other way or supporting it. I have seen the alternative. I, I saw a video. You probably saw it too. Cop had his knee on the guy's neck. Very much like the, is it George Floyd uh, yes. incident recently? And a guy with a cell phone camera goes, you've got your knee on his neck. Take your knee on his neck. And the other cop grabs the fabric of the guy's pants and just repositions it six inches. And same effect. The guy wasn't resisting too bad. You didn't have to be on his neck. And I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad that he did yeah. that. I saw a whole um, laundry list of police officers who had been um, fired or um, had their careers ruined for stepping into situations like that mm. i've heard but about like, some like it, it was it was one of those like it was one of those images with like rows of photographs of police officers like like eight police officers and then each one had a bio 
she said this, this, and that. Immediately fired. It's like I wonder you if can those- murder a black man in the street or a white man for that matter. It, you can murder a man in the street and 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 get away with it or get some time off or some desk duty or administrative leave, whatever the fuck that means. That shit is such bullshit. That just means vacation. Yeah, I know it does. But the 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 lady who who told somebody, "Hey, don't choke him," they fire her. Yeah, yeah, that that, that it's probably all true. I always fact check stuff like that. Like if I get my news uh, from a infographic or something, yeah, yeah. you have to for sure. Yeah, but no, but, you have to look at every infographic as total fact <laughs> and trust that the guy who made it did his research. I get yeah, my news from make a graphic out of lies. Gallo wouldn't <laughs> lie. What's that All old right. meme where it's like, would someone do that? Just go on the internet and tell lies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, way too much authority has been given to law enforcement for far too long. I, I hope that they do defund police uh, police departments. I hope they do take their toys away from them. Because 99% of the time, they don't fucking need them. This isn't Nicaragua. This they isn't all, a war yeah. zone. They always paint defunding the police as this lawless anarchy, we're not having police anymore thing. And it's like, no, 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 no. What if, instead of an armored vehicle, we had a midnight basketball league? You know, like, maybe we yeah. can put that money towards something more useful, a boxing league. or you know. So expensive. Like, like, I know a thing or two about how much guns and optics and tear gas and grenade launchers and armored vehicles cost. It's some of the most expensive shit that exists. It's precision equipment that's often made for military purposes. And of course, there's there's so much fluff built into the cost of those things because it's well, meant to be sold to the US government. Industrial complex. Absolutely they are. Yeah. It's uh it, it's it's ridiculous the amount of money that's spent. And uh I I was, you know, I I was aware of those programs and we would talk to police departments about like, hey, we're going to be in the air and we're going to be blowing stuff up and we're going to be doing this and that. And that. by the way, are you aware that if you file this form, you can get the X, Y, and Z? They're like, whoa, really? Yeah. You can get up to X, hundreds of thousands of dollars of equipment that these local sheriff's departments can get machine guns and armored vehicles for, for no a reason. little podunk sheriff's department. It's like, hey, they're, they're like, hey, that, that's really cool. I saw you had that fully automatic M14. And it's like, you want one? Like, yeah, but we can't get that. Yeah, you can. You file this form. Then you can get one. Yeah, they'll pay for it. And we, we've told them that, and then they've done it. Like, like as a way of, like, getting in with those police, those sheriff's departments. Like, like hey, look, you have this cool stuff, too. You're really the only ones who can have it, I, you know? <sighs> Wildly expensive equipment. Like, like, like someone pointed out the other day how those guys had EOTEX on their... Uh, <clears throat> on their single fire grenade launchers. I don't know how much those grenade launchers cost. I would guess about 900 bucks a pop, but the EOTEX themselves are like 600 bucks a pop. The things I really want are uh, the change in the culture where police support brutal, brutal police, you know, or they just look the other way and cameras, 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 you know, but get those consequences things. to have to come along with the cameras. I agree with you on the cameras, but there have to be consequences. And it, it, you can't let the police, you can't let the, the criminals police themselves. Like, like there needs to be a, a, you have to have an internal affairs division handle uh, those administrative issues. You can't have the police decide how to punish themselves. The internal affairs right. people are going to be 
you know, semi on the same team, I would guess. Somewhat, right? like, somewhat it's not. not, it's I, not gonna... Well, from my years of watching NYPD Blue, I'll tell you that's not true. <laughs> I, I, don't I have know. no that, idea. Maybe, maybe that's me being cynical. I probably probably need a civilian oversight committee. It's what you actually need. And and how do you even set something like that up? Like this? Yeah. And how do you stop them from being friends after a little bit? Right. Like even if they start, are you telling me that political groups that work together closely over time tend to eventually merge and collude? That doesn't sound realistic. (laughs) Take it back to Alex Jones. FedEx has a policy where if they find a package, if an employee finds a package with uh, illicit materials in it, let's say marijuana, uh, that employee gets, I want to say $10,000. What? It's a lot of incentive. It's why I only ship marijuana through the United States Postal Service. That's good thinking. It (laughs) seemed like good thinking. It was like, all right, you got this one division. You got UPS and, and, and FedEx, and they're handing out fucking cash money if anybody smells a little reefer in a box. Meanwhile, you got the USPS, and their stuff is protected. You can only open a package with a warrant. How will they ever get a... Oh, shit, I shouldn't have fixed the post office next to the courthouse, should I? <laughs> I was it's literally surprised. across the street. I was surprised the packaging wasn't better. I thought They they'd... walked to the court. <laughs> hindsight's 2020 that is, that is rough oh they walked they were like we're gonna get a warrant for the package and i was like how long is that gonna take i don't know five minutes they walked across the street <laughs> hindsight is 2020 but not for me with, with my eyes <laughs> <laughs> hindsight's 2780 for me <laughs> oh, no uh, not a fan of police for a couple of reasons. Just, just, just yeah. I don't blame you. Police really give you a lot of reasons to be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" The the whole system's just just awful. You know, the, the whole system's awful, and these to these are ground up uh, rebuild. I wish they had a better Democratic candidate out there who was like young and prog- and a little bit more progressive than fucking Sleepy Joe. Um, I I hope he does something about marijuana policy and policing. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll I think he's got so, a very good chance now against Trump because Trump has handled Corona poorly, and now he's handled this so poorly. This uh, this this rioting thing. He's up by fourteen. Here's my take on it. He's up by fourteen points right now, or thirteen point eight, something like that. Nationally, yes. Uh, Hillary was up by I think three when she lost. So I'm just going <laughs> to extend that and say that if Trump was within three or four, he might win. If he's down by 14. He would lose, I think, if the election was held today. I think it's five months away. So yeah. we'll see how that handles. I think those are... Look, I don't have any special insight, but I think the economy might be looking good from here till November, and that could work in Trump's favor, but probably still a lot to overcome. Biden yeah. just needs to keep his mouth shut because Trump is saying way so many stupid things. Isn't it interesting? I've never seen a campaign before where... Just fucking shutting the fuck up has been so effective, right? Let the yeah. other candidate bury himself. Biden doesn't need to say or do anything. And if he does, it might hurt his case. Every time they say, like, can Woody beat a generic Republican? Then I lose, right? It's some guy you have a problem with versus a flawless person who isn't him. But they say, can Woody beat this particular person? And it's a much tighter race. 
Biden is positioning himself as the unheard from candidate. Now there will be debates. There will be, yeah, you know, like that that can't last all the way until the end. But yeah. it's a funny strategy where they seem to just say, like, you know, Biden, every time you say anything wrong, right? You get a reporter's name wrong or something, and it's this national story, you don't know where you are, you're lost and confused, etc. Just stay off camera and let Trump do his thing. And that's a winning strategy so far. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, or I, I know Kyle. We gotta, uh, gotta be checking out soon. Kyle's gonna be up in the morning very early. Oh, I was just asking like how far in we were. We're four, oh, four okay. hours and one minute. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he. I, I'm not. I, I dislike Biden so so much. But uh, but anybody who might expunge some marijuana records is is a okay in my book. You yeah. know what? I'm voting for whoever's going to help my man Kyle out. Actually, that's a lie. I'm not voting. <laughs> <laughs> Biden's like record on police is kind of not the record you'd think you'd want, right? He was like the law and order guy. He he was. I think he authored a really tough crime bill, one that doesn't look good in hindsight, like that, that might have led to some of this brutality. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, uh, when Trump tries to paint him as this like liberal cuck, defund the police dude, he's kind of resistant to that. It's not very true. We'll see how it plays out. Well, we'll fucking see. It'll be an entertaining season, hopefully. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed the politics talk. I did too. I I I I I just uh, you know so much going on in the in in the in the world with the cops right now or in the U.S. Like if anybody hasn't seen that that video that we were t- referencing earlier, where you you have the police higher up and with all the cops behind and juxtaposed <laughs> with a all gang, the, like you said before, it's like the most it, gang shit ever. Yeah. Yeah, it, it looked like something from like a mafia movie with like Al Capone with all of his minions. Like, like, like you, you think that they think they could push us around? We run this city. Like, like yeah. it, it just. And you'll, and you'll see like it's like, well, actually, black cops shoot black people even more than white cops, and it's like, no, you're not getting. Yeah, it. they're better shots. It, what's what's is, your point? <laughs> it's like a clan, a group of people, the cops, and they're in it. We're not in it. Like that's what it seems to come down right. to. More it's than not them. black cops and white cops. There's blue cops. Yeah, they're on the in. We're on the outs. That's what it seems to be. But what the fuck yeah. do I know? I, I've had a lot of cop buddies, and I like those guys personally. But like, just seeing their attitude and the way some of the gear they carry, like, like there's one guy with like, I don't want to exaggerate, but let's call it 500, 600 rounds of ammunition in the trunk of his car with his with his machine gun. You know, he had one of those like raptor claw knives like stuck into his belt, ready to disembowel a motherfucker. It's like Jesus Christ. You know what? I I I said this a bit ago, not on this show, but I think a good idea is take away all weapons from the cops, all weapons from any rioters, protesters. Just give everybody a pool noodle, and it'll be a fun time. People will have a good time, and before you know it, people will be laughing. They'll be laughing, having such a fun time, <laughs> having noodle fights. So. I want to watch those videos. Yeah, that's and, and that's the, that's the America I want to live in. That's in, in the schizophrenia future of this country when I can run for office. That's what I'm going to promise. <laughs> pool noodles for every man. <laughs> you can only fight. <laughs> I feel like if I handed out pool noodles at a riot to both sides, the cops would still use their batons. 
I, I know they would. <laughs> yeah, they totally would. They would they they would be like, he's littering, and they shoot you in the face. <laughs> you're just both sides hate you. Yeah, you're like, don't go to protests and hang, hand out pool noodles. Yeah, I you know what I think I really don't like rubber bullets. I think I rubber, rubber bullets, bullets are terrible. Oh, yeah, that is bad. fucking bullshit, dude. They're well, fire you're, supposed to, you're supposed to shoot it to bounce off things, and apparently they haven't been doing that. They've just been like rupturing testicles they're, and shit. They're supposed to ricochet <laughs> them off the ground about three meters in front of the people. That way, you it, it hits them at a lower velocity in the lower extremities. Wait, they're they're not shooting that? motherfuckers. Yeah, they're shooting. With them. They're, they're going Kyle, for the you tell me that these police were given military-grade weapons and mm -hmm. riot suppression gear, and they're not using them in a responsible way, even though they make 40-something thousand dollars a year <laughs> and are, and are highly educated people. Dude, this is... Wow! Wow! <laughs> I'm fucking blown away by this. All of those motherfuckers need to be working behind the counter of an auto zone. Wow! Like, they get like, tear they, gas they don't and need they don't to be. The, the whole it's just it's such a huge responsibility like like I, I want my cops more educated than my teachers you know what i mean like 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 you need a four degree i, I think it should be a four-year degree i think you should have like a criminology fucking degree before they put you in a fucking batmobile and put a utility belt on your ass and give you an ar-15 a 12 gauge and a nine millimeter pistol and say go out and enforce the law and it you don't even know the law how many, times have we seen, how, how many times have we seen a lawyer get pulled over and and make a cop look like a dummy? All the time. Those are great clips. Except for the, uh, I'm a sovereign citizen according to maritime law. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, this, you're, is an, you know, this is an ocean-faring vessel here. <laughs> All right? Can't you, know, now, you, you and the rest of those scallywags <laughs> need, to, need to beat feet. <laughs> Head on back to the beach. Because we have to, we have to reason with the police. How about we take away rubber bullets and tear gas, but we allow them that if anyone in any situation says the words maritime law, <laughs> they can beat them to death. <laughs> Deal. Deal. And we've solved it. We've solved it, gentlemen. At last. The first person who, in, who identifies himself as an admiral gets clubbed to death. I'm Admiral Stevens. According to maritime law, just fucking mace. Gun dead. He gets a real Rodney King. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets a real Rodley Kingin. And even worse than that, dead. <laughs> that's the way you mispronounce Rodney. I think Kyle and I both caught the but look Rodney, mispronouncing Rodney. that's that's my thing, Taylor. No, I know who Rodney King is. Oh, okay. No, I said Rodney Kingin. Like okay, fair enough. Like the act of like it was a verb. Rodney King to use yeah. it as a verb. I it's tried cool. to make a joke. Didn't work. Looked like a retard. Here we are. <laughs> Welcome to PK. <laughs> Can't win them all. Can't win them all. So check out Harley streaming on Facebook. How do we find that? Uh, FB.gg slash Harley Mornstein. There it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <clears throat> all right. um, yeah, Harley plays on Instagram and, and Twitter. What is the, your other, the toy Instagram pedo? Young something? Toy Boy. Young Toy Boy. Right. I was close. Young, of course, it's young Toy Boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not to be confused with Young Boy Toy. It's a completely different other account that I run myself as well. <laughs> it's a different hobby that I don't want to talk about. I bet about a lot anymore. of people cert put that name in Young, young, young toy, boy boy, toy Boy, and they're looking for something completely different. Yeah. yeah. They're looking for Young Boy Toy. 
but yeah, <laughs> uh, young toy boy, uh, or maybe a back sex doll all- that's a, a young boy. That would be a maybe. young toy boy. You, you know, a young boy. Okay, yeah, maybe. Don't yeah. ruin this for me right now. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying hard. <laughs> because it seems like your account is for pedophiles. It sounds that way. I know. Yeah. I know that. Okay. I mean, yeah. it it would probably work that way. You've got a lot of cool toys. Kids like Star Wars. Dude, these cool are kids. these are collectibles. <laughs> they, they don't know They're minerals. Right. <laughs> hey, I've, got some, I've got some sleepy grape juice for you. How would you? Oh, like that? Oh, a, little, a little, a little fact. <laughs> whenever you see, whenever you see smoke effects in those pictures, I actually I don't vape, but I bought a vape just to blow smoke in the pictures for atmosphere. So if you do see smoke in that, I want you to imagine me sitting next to the toys blowing a vape at them and then running around to the camera and taking the picture real you quick. You are God, so man. autistic. I love it. I love it. I like it too. I like it too. I, I think I don't think anybody who gets into the shit that we all do is normal. No. <laughs> We're all a little off. Oh yeah, this whole thing's on the motherfucking spectrum, bro. You don't <laughs> read the Silmarillion unless you're on the spectrum. It's true. That's true. That's true. I took tests. I tested 25% positive for autism, which I told them on the stream, that means I didn't test positive at all. But now, anytime I do I'm autistic, I just get 25%. 25%. <laughs> I feel like we're all 25%. Oh, right? Those are rookie numbers, people. Those are rookie <laughs> numbers. That's so funny. <laughs> no, how did you take a test? I, I, I almost want to. I, I literally had a stream and I was like, all right, people have been saying I'm autistic. <laughs> three different tests online. And it had stuff like, do you get very upset when there's a disruption in your routine? And I was like, yeah, that genuinely does upset me a lot. I don't, I don't care for that. But then there were other things uh, where it's like, you find it difficult to talk to people in public. No, not at all. Very easy. And so <laughs> I only came up 25, 30. I think the worst test of the three I did was like 30%. Maybe on- we could get like a legit psychologist to come on and diagnose you. That would be so funny. That's a good one. It's just like, frankly, your your head's enormous. Is that related? I just can't get past it. Yeah, just, <laughs> that's how I do well, though. Just a touch. Of Could the you piece. hold something up for scale? I, I, is this is this camera trickery? I, I hold a banana, and it's and it's this long. <laughs> this is like when Gandalf walked into the Shire, right? Like like this isn't legit. That's a good ass idea for a bit. Can you hold something up for scale? I'll buy plantains. Canes. And bananas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this is a this is a nine inch banana. I, I didn't mention I'm eight and a half feet tall. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. All the rap? All right, yeah, it's bedtime. EKA 495.